This is your good friend Ab Rock from the Beastie Boys, and we are live from the barrage. Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live in the garage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants them. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck, get the fuck out, this is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M, that's my name from the other end. Hey everybody, this is Conan Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, What's your favorite show? radio station? Live from the garage. Look at the cycle logs into this shit. <laughs> don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound it's gonna ever keep me down. Live. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. Makes sense to me. (laughs) What's wrong with you, people? John Hulan, fuck you. Yeah. All right. We are back. Live from the Barrage on Radio Nope. Thank you. Uh... We're back, and we're very excited. I'm here with Ryan and Hairdo. How's it going, guys? Uh, very excited. Hairdo uh, getting adjusted over there? I'm What's up, adjusted. man? I'm always adjusted. I wasn't sure <laughs> if I would see you today, and then you walked in at the last minute. It's nice to see you. Yeah, I'm right on. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you the other day just when I was just walking down your block. Yeah, that threw me off. I me. ran it, yeah. You didn't expect that, did you? No, Sneaking that, up on your ass. Me up. What were you doing down there? I walked down to Marino Brothers, and then I was walking back to the train. You walked to Marino Brothers? Yeah, it was quick. That's what Mike said. Like it was, it was wasn't bad at all. all right. I went over the trestle on One Sixty Seventh Street. I don't know. It seems like it would be like a half an hour walk. I mean, it took me a half hour to get go there, shop, and like come back, and you know, it almost took me a half hour round trip. I had like, an, I thought it was going to take me a half hour too. I had an extra, so I left myself an hour. And then I had like a half hour to hang around before the train. You went for uh, sandwiches for yeah. I went to go get sandwiches. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they have those pre-made ones wrapped on the counter. It's beautiful. So it's when great. you go into the store, do you tell them? What no, you're doing, I, ha- or? I haven't yet. Right, because then it kind of seems like you're trying to squeeze a discount R- right, or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they might just look at me like I'm nuts, or they might be like, "Oh, that's good. Now let me give you a discount." I have no idea. Right, right. So I just don't bring it up. Whatever, it's already paid for. I mean, what I, am I gonna? And then they start asking questions, and then you have to talk to them. You know. Yeah, I don't want to talk to anyone, <laughs> especially not I some scungeal at the Marino Brothers Deli counter. Oh yeah, you do that. Oh yeah, good oh, for yeah. you. Who gives a shit? It's five ninety nine. Yes. Oh man. So that's what I saw hair do. <clears throat> uh, we're back live from the garage. A little. We're very excited today because a little later on. We're gonna have a we have a special guest. The guy's name is John Z, and he is of the Delta Bravo Urban Exploration Team. Now, what that is, it's kind of vague. I don't know. We're gonna have to ask him. But it seems like they take pictures of they go urban exploring, take pictures of things, and a lot of the pictures are uh, old movie sets, like what it looks like now. Why are you not on the mic? Oh, it's that thing again. Yeah, yeah. fix that. Yeah. <laughs> They, uh, you know, they'll take a picture of like the 
the hotel and Raging Bull and side by side the you know what it looks like now with the old movie picture and stuff. Pretty cool website. A lot of people are uh, digging that. And just so when John comes in later, we'll have fun. We'll ask him some questions about that. He's also on Ad Rock softball team. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. Is it? What about Champagne Jerry? Is he I'm, on the t- same team? I guess. Yeah, he, I would imagine, right? That's a- the whole my whole. I'm, you know, my dream is to get the entire softball team in here, mm-hmm. one by one. We'll get them. Why not all at the same time? Going to work on uh, <laughs> work on the DJ next. Champagne Jerry's DJ. The, uh, fucking Hollywood schools with them. <laughs> I was thinking you should come up with a family feud type show, but it's hard to get the actually, you know, poll an audience is tough, right? To get the answers. I was thinking about doing a Hollywood Squares thing. That's why I kind of brought it up. Uh, right. About a year ago, I came to you with that idea. I thought that would be really good because the only difficult thing would be getting nine people on the phone at the same time. Yeah. They would be the celebrities, you know, some of our, uh, our, uh, our, uh, better are more recent call-ins or more active call-in people yeah but and then to have all it's one thing to have nine people on at the same time and then once they're all there i mean it's probably going to be a, a storm of craziness yeah i mean i can't have nine people on the phone right that's just never gonna i think happen. the game would end immediately and it would just be everybody <laughs> yeah. screaming and going nuts it'd be so. funny if we had everybody in and we set up like a huge set where with the actual like you know right be, be inside squares <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll get kazoo's and dave harrison's in there Right. Woody could be the center square. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. He's the Shadow Stevens of the group. I saw Woody last night. I played a show. Um, Joel Frost playing Rockstar had its pilot premiere at Arlene Grocery, and we were asked to play the band. <coughs> so we played, and Woody showed up, and uh, that guy cracks me up. It was funny because Joel Frost's band was called Hipster, and they just played uh, like Strokes and Shins covers and stuff. And I don't know if it was meant to be ironic or what, but... Whatever, but uh, Woody's booing them and stuff. He's, it's like Woody's worst fucking nightmare come true. Like every song he hates, these, this band played pretty much. Now I imagine and Joel that- Frost came up to me. He's like, "What'd you think?" I was like, "Well, I thought it was terrible." <laughs> I'm like, "You guys are good, but uh, yeah, it was awful. <laughs> his songs are shit." Now, did everybody in the band know who Woody was? No, no. So he wasn't booing loudly. He wasn't like Dancing Mike, who was completely out of control, heckling everything. Right. It's right. like during the during the watching the TV pilot, Dancing Mike's like screaming. I'm going, dude, shut up! Like, you know, stop talking, <laughs> fucking jerk off. <laughs> but he was very nice. He's like, he was Dancing Mike was feeling no pain last night. Yeah. He went from zero to sixty in about two seconds. I, don't I know hope what he happened. had off today then. <laughs> <laughs> It was good to see him. He showed up uh, by himself or, uh, just to see the band. Yeah, it's Hello, cool. Tommy. How's it going? Hey, guys. How's it going? Tommy up, Rockstar Tommy? walking in. What's going on, Tommy? Doing? Just chilling, coming from Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, Tommy yeah. was there last night. He went to the show. You're yeah. here early tonight. It's a fun time. <laughs> I'm for five minutes late. Not bad, right? Did you give your boys a day off today or what? <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's just, I was doing emails all day, but it just felt like heartless there. Nobody was responding back and yeah. it's kind of a half day. This and is I- one of those days, too. It's like, this one of those weekends, you just... You gotta be left alone. Yeah, you need to be, leave people alone. You need to be left alone. That's exactly yourself. it. I had all these things I wanted to get done today, and I was just like, "No, I can wait till Monday. Fuck it." Yeah, yeah. I've been very busy too. I went to the uh, beach. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to go to the beach, but my I had to. You know, when you have kids, I had to drop them off at the, or they they went out to the beach yesterday, and I had to pick them up. You know, these things have to happen. Yeah, I saw you. Nice uh, out there, though. I saw you post them with the flip flops out there, man. I like that stuff. Yeah, and that's not me. That's some brunch group guy. Oh right. <laughs> That's a, that's done in character. Brunch, brunch sandals and mellow jams. I'm just going to take these flip flops off then. My toilet broke, and I've spent the last two hours trying to fix that. I barely made the show. 
I, w- I didn't know what I was going to do if I couldn't get the toilet fixed. Why, he was really broken, really? Yeah. Upstairs? Upstairs, yeah. Oh, I man. mean, it was it was easy enough fix. I replaced the fill valve thing, right. but uh, I cracked the nut on the supply line, taking it off. Hmm. I couldn't get it back together. I don't have a spare hose, and all the places are closed. I was going to have to drive to Home Depot. There's going to be no radio show. Yeah. Was, uh, was the ball cock okay? The ball cock was fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought it was maybe Woody I, dropping a deuce. No. I had to change the ball cock a couple of times. I don't I'm a, I've been worked on a plumbing and pipes my whole life. I still have no idea what the fuck a ball cock is. I've never seen one. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's the ball. That's uh connected that's connected to the arm that uh That big round thing, right? That yeah. That's balloon. a float. That's a it well that's what it's called. It's called a ball cock. Hmm, I don't know about that, man. I think you better re- check that. I, my source that is, is strong. It's uh, Gallagher. <laughs> Gallagher. <laughs> Gallagher if you if you showed Gallagher a 2 by 4 and a and a fucking Pipe, you wouldn't know the difference. I know. I, I've, well, I've said that among knowledgeable company before that people don't know how to fix stuff, and I didn't get laughed at. So yeah, Gall- must be must be. Uh, he doesn't know how to good. fix shit. That guy, he's <laughs> fucking faking his way through life. Wasn't he? Uh, wasn't he like a set director guy? <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right, I'll tell you what happened. He went to work with Pat, uh, Pat's uncle. Yes, years and years ago, and they all loved him because he didn't he didn't do anything all day. But he was. They thought he was hilarious. He was like sticking the <laughs> yeah. light bulbs in his mouth and being like. <laughs> just clowning it up. <laughs> I could totally see that. He didn't know how to put a screw in a fucking piece of wood yeah, for life. Put, put a plunger on his bare ass. <laughs> Shit like that. Yeah, they just kept, the Irish guys are like, that gal here is fucking hilarious. <laughs> he can work with me anytime. <laughs> I could actually really see that. Gallagher. I'd pay him for a goof. Yeah. <laughs> Stop, go wait. Uh, Tommy, I'm glad you're here. You could open this beer yeah, for me. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Tommy, can you throw that stuff on the bar just b- back behind yeah, you somewhere? Yeah, you got it. Thanks, you got man. It. Sure. I actually, uh, I asked the guest tonight if he wanted something special and uh, yeah. thinking he wanted some beer. And he asked for some, ca- for some kombucha and some seltzer. So I have that for him here. Cam- What's kombucha? Kombucha is like this uh, hippie goodness. For with the, It's a bunch of probiotics in a bottle. Really? Yeah, it's actually really good for you. Uh-oh, did you tell him we were all going to be smoking like chimneys in here? Yeah, I, mean, I think he's uh, I think he's a vegan. Right. And I think... That's two vegan guests in a row, by the way. Is it really? Yeah, well, uh, Jose, who was in here last, oh, last yeah, week. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Who went to the Morrissey show at the Garden. Right. I, and but, now John Z. John Z doesn't seem like your typical vegan, but then again, who, what looks like a typical vegan, but... Uh, he's, I, always, uh, I always admire people who have the wherewithal to, to not eat meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. So, no, I'm... It's seriously. Hard. It's hard, yeah. So he he's coming and he asked for this, and so I brought that for him. And then I have a special surprise for you guys. I'll give you later in the show. I brought something a uh, little uh, little prezzy. Oh, I brought oh, you, okay. I brought you a present too. Not to did you not to one up you. No. Oh, oh. Let's see. I got you some fun snaps to throw at Tommy Sweet. during the show since it's ah. the Fourth of July. Yes, <laughs> nice pop pops, <laughs> little uh, snappers. They Look come in the sawdust. Yeah, sawdust packing. Nice. <laughs> Let me open this with my teeth. That's it. I thought <laughs> right. you were just putting in your cigarette for a second. <laughs> you gotta stick it in your nostrils and, and let, me, let me try one of these out. <laughs> Cut it out. Every time you mess up, I'm gonna throw one of these uh, snaps at you. I didn't, ah! I didn't oh, bring shit. Wow. It made a flat. My hair's on fire. <laughs> uh, uh, good stuff. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate that. Harry, are you gonna do something about this? No. <laughs> <laughs> what time uh, is the guest showing up? Do you know? I told him between 8.30 and 9 o'clock. Okay, so. very good. He knows how to get here and everything, hopefully? Y- yeah, because he's an explorer, so I should hope so. Yeah, right. I wonder if he's uh, exploring on the way here. He's exploring your backyard. <laughs> no, Explore I, this. I told him to uh, to just give me a text outside, and then I'd run out and get him, You know, so maybe we could do a break around then and figure it out. That won't look like good. a drug deal. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
my house is the drug house now. Oh, what your neighbors must think by this point. All these different people walking up every week. Yeah, so last night was a fun time, and then, uh, but it, it, the Lower East Side really sucks. It does. That's what they say. Fucking, and, it's impossible to find a parking spot. It's only Thursday. It's the worst like Saturday night. I, I was lucky enough to find a spot that you had to move by midnight. So Right, that's what we did, too, yeah. and then we moved it at midnight. But, uh... I don't know, man. I guess everyone's hanging out. Maybe everyone had off today. I that's know I did. Yeah, that's that. it was, definitely. It was, but you think so many more people would be out of town? It well, was party city. It's actually funny you say that. So you know, I I got on the highway a little late, finishing up my work, and uh, I was like, man, I'm gonna be like half an hour late for the show. And then I get in the highway, there's like no one on it. Yeah, and I'm like, I'll be there five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so. I was wondering why you texted me that. You must have been so happy. Yeah, I was so stoked. I'm like, there's no. I one sat in the room. traffic all day on the way out to Long Beach. It was horrible. Oh. Everyone was going to the beach. That's what it is, early day traffic. Last night, I'm, in, I'm on Houston Street, and I see a spot, but I kind of overshot it a little bit. Right. So I'm backing up into the spot, and uh, there's a it's, I'm in the bike lane when I'm backing up, and there's a bike coming, so I wait for him to pass me before I continue my reversing. It's a right thing to do, let the cyclist go so yeah. I don't smash him. In the meantime, this guy, and I, I'm obviously pulling into the spot, fucking snipes my spot out. Uh. He just fucking pulls right in. So what the fuck? So I wait for him to get out of the car. He gets out. He walks by my car. I roll down the window. We lock eyes, and he's like a fucking, you know, like a 60-year-old chooch, wow. like fucking uh, right at the Ravenswood Social Club looking guy. <laughs> and he looks at me, and I go, I say, you didn't see me. You don't, you, you don't see me uh, pull into the spot. You don't see me trying to pull into that spot? And he goes... Welcome to New York. Oh. And, I go, and now I'm like enraged because like, I don't know if he just looked at me and saw I had a beard and figured I was from Ohio. I go, yeah, fuck you. And he goes, yeah, fuck you. Colette's <laughs> like, Colette goes, it was a big choo off between you two guys. Amazing. We were out there choochin' it up. And then he went, of course, he went into Cats. And I ended up getting a spot like two cars in front of him. He was still in the deli. I'm like, fuck, I got to get out of here before this guy sees me. He's oh, wait, like, this was last night. On a, I thought it was at the beach. This was last night. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. But you interrupted my story oh. with your traffic story. Oh. <laughs> That's why. Where's my pop rocks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Funny you mention that. Ah! Like that. So uh, yeah, so I was true. I was like, uh, then I see the guy coming out with his fucking his roast beef sandwich. Fucking gonna kill that guy. That he's probably donating to the homeless. If I didn't have a show to play, and if I was by myself, I would have been fucking fighting that guy in the street. It would have been horrible. Oh, you've been rolling around. It's so stupid. Fight over a parking spot. Yeah. Yeah, but it goes But bad. I was enraged. Welcome to New York. It's not about the parking spot. It's about the respect and the lack of. Meanwhile, the guy had jersey license plates. Yeah, right. <laughs> Welcome to New York. <laughs> that happened. you. That actually happened on the way to get onto the BQE today. There were these two Jadrills, one in a BMW and one in a Mercedes, just shooting the shit while the light was green. And me, yep. and me and like 13 other people behind just honking the horn like, move. The guy raises his finger out. It's just like, fuck you. And we're like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, you're the asshole. I haven't seen a lot of that in the past yeah. past day or so. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We almost got into like four accents on the way here with Colette driving. She's really? going to get mad at me, but it's true. <laughs> that's that's what makes good radio, though. Honesty. So some guy was like, we let two cars in and then the third car she didn't let in. And then the third car like got all crazy and started and was like right up against us like an inch away. And I'm like, just let the person through. It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. I'm not letting them through. I'd rather I'd rather get killed. I've actually. Nah, fuck that. I let everybody go. Let yeah. everybody go. Yeah, I don't care. What yeah. I've actually Save been me a minute and a half, maybe. Thinking about going to anger management classes. Why? Really? For yeah, real? Yeah, for real. For because real. of road rage? Because of everything rage. You're, you're angry? Yeah, very angry. You put up a good front. I've I do. I've seen you get angry yeah, a, a couple times, and right. it's scary. Right. I've right. yet to. 
Yeah, there would co- yeah, a yeah. couple people in my life have told me like close to me like dude like you know you need to chill out really yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't I, really show it with you guys because it's it's different but i think i complain too much what do you get angry yeah. about yeah. things like that little like road things but uh just when i'm not when i'm misunderstood or you know i get really indignant you know or when someone uh just doesn't get what i'm saying you know small things like that so um yeah no life is short man and i, I don't know maybe i need a yoga class or some shit <laughs> <laughs> but i've been thinking about it you know thinking about it. Well, maybe it's healthy to be angry hmm. right do yeah. you have uh, medical if you insurance that, if you keep up that anger you might come across the wrong guy and make life a lot shorter <laughs> <Yeah>. and, um, <laughs> exactly hairdo knows what's up um i do have medical insurance yes you do yeah you and ins- you're self-insured I'm uh I believe it or not I'm on Medicaid believe it or not. Oh really? Yeah. 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 And you were on that before the Obama thing happened? Uh since then. Since that. You I'm, signed up for it. Yeah, yeah. And it mm. just because of my settings that's where it put me. Right. I wonder if uh that's covered under your insurance. That's a good question. I would say probably not. Probably not. Like I went to a That hot- makes me so angry. <laughs> <laughs> they won't cover my anger management insurance and you throw the couch through the office window you would think that like things like gym memberships would be but they're not you know some insurances cover that gym memberships yeah believe it or not some insurances cover that get out of here yeah fuck mm-hmm. out of here what you want to go lift it tighten and tighten it up and <clears throat> fucking get that paid for but like therapy is covered like mental therapy is covered but so maybe maybe anger management is covered mm-hmm yeah, I don't. I don't know if you could just. Uh, I don't know if I'm covered. If I just wanted to go to a psychiatrist, I have no idea. Of course I, you are. Yeah, you're covered. Really? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Eighty percent really? of insurances would say yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, dude, I'll you. totally go see a shrink. You're dude, gonna, it's great. You're in a strong union too, aren't you? Yeah. Pretty strong. Strong enough, I'm strong. sure. Yeah, you got you definitely strong enough. All right. Yeah, I mean it's all right. I guess I don't know. I have Blue Cross Blue Shield. What the fuck that Dude, is? It's a MagnaCare. You're probably covered for you're braces covered. for your kids. Not that I'm saying they yes, have crooked I think teeth I, or anything. I think I am. No, my dentist is a dick. She doesn't cover shit. She had to do three fillings, and my union covers the uh, the metal fillings and not the white ones. Wow, your union gets like that particular. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's not, not my union. That's it's not the, unusual. It's though. the you know, provider. Yeah, it's yeah. whatever. Right. However, they hammered it out. They'll cover the difference though. And she's oh. like. You know, it's not even a cosmetic thing. She's just like metal fillings are stupid. I don't even put them in anymore. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Nobody does that anymore. Yeah, so I got a bill for like four hundred bucks for that. Suck. Yeah, I just had that done last week. I I, I hate that. Did check. you? Yeah. Everything else is covered, like root canals, all that shit. Mike, did you get your root canal? No. No. Is your Are you in pain? No, I'm fine. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah. All right. All right. I thought you were going to get major work done, so I was uh, hoping. No, I, I was supposed to, but I put it off because you were, right, you were right. fucking in a tizzy. I am. I'm a tizzy. Tizzy Rick star, they call me. <laughs> <laughs> the sixth member of Guns N' Roses. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, had a busy week on Wednesday. I went, to, I went to a meeting about a TV show. Did you? Yeah. Wow. What can you tell us about it? I could tell you a little bit about it. I want to, yeah, well, I, yeah. Whatever you want. I could tell you about yeah. it. It's just a... Uh, it's going to be me and another guy eating pizza. Oh, <laughs> That's the show. We discussed this a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Did we? Well, not the you going to talk about it, but the Yeah, we, we like figured it all out, all the logistics and everything. I think we have, we have wow. cameras. We have microphones. Chairs. We have location, chairs, and pizza. Wow, is it called playing pizza, Chooch? We don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, two Chooches eating pizza. Something. like I don't know what it's going to be called yet, but I'm very excited. Is this something that might be on an internet show or a network show? Who knows? You know, we'll shoot the pilot and edit it and uh, see what it looks like. Well, that sounds really exciting. Thank you. We're gonna throw a pizza. We're gonna make. 
<laughs> we need to get permission from the pizza places, you know? Well, you have to get permission from every location you go to. Yeah. Of course. And in advance, you can't just walk in and be like, you mind if we shoot? You yeah, know, no, I know. And you have to have a, an insurance, a certificate of insurance. Bullshit. Up to a million dollars, I think. Yeah, okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll get just right on Just in case that. he slips his... <laughs> right. Yeah. Your cameraman trips on something and he fucking breaks his arm. They they don't want to be held responsible. That's, now I know you'll say we won't ho- hold you to it, but that's not what they, they're not yeah. going to allow it. But it's not actually not that expensive. I have event insurance when I do those. That's why you weren't at the meeting to shit on the idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry for bringing logistics and reality to the fucking table. You could play any song you want on the radio, but just don't, uh, you know, film in pizza place without a million dollars insurance. Uh, I, I have uh, event insurance that I have to keep every year, and it, uh, it's not that bad. What, is that, what does that mean? So, like, you know, we do those on-site events, so, you know, we work with, like, heaters, for example. If we burn the place down, i got to be covered, you know? So, for something like that, it's about 500 bucks a month, you know? Mm-hmm. So, th- uh, not a month. A month. I'm sorry. Oh I'm sorry. God. I'm sorry. That's I'm, not that bad? No, that's horrible. Uh, 500 dollars a year. Okay. Yeah, 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 I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. It's, it's all right. You know. Right. But that's... Uh... I mean, what else does it cover? I'm trying to think. Like, is that for like if you go to the Javits or something? Yeah, exactly. Like one, two million, they call it. You know, so uh, one million dollar per incident, two million per policy. Mm-hmm. Basically, if I basically I kill anyone, burn the place down. Right, and if that happens, they're not going to pay you, and uh, they're going to drop you. So. Yeah, exactly. Right, they give so. you a fraction of what you uh, recovered. Yeah, actually, it's a it's a needed thing for the uh, for the agencies when they they hire me. It's like, oh, you know, certificate of insurance. But you're right, it doesn't. Yeah. Mean shit. Ryan's voice is covered by Lloyd's of London for a million dollars. Right. Just in case he can't show up, then we, there's no game, and then the show is ruined, and we all lose our uh, billions of dollars. Harry, yep. did you work with anyone? Like in the uh, audio world, that ever had their like voice insured, like Lloyd's of London. I'm sure I did. I don't. I not not that I know of offhand. I bet you like a Harry Shearer or something like that. Right. He must insure it because right. it's so much money in his contract. He's making twenty million dollars of fucking what about, whatever. What about a Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey? <laughs> <laughs> he probably did when he was on Aflac. When he was the Aflac duck until he got right. fired for yeah. tweeting about the tsunami or whatever. He's still running that joke into the ground. Whatever joke he says, if it's about ducks, he's like, I apologize to ducks everywhere. Every time. Wow. And he's still doing it years after he got fired. He just won't He won't let it go. That's his claim to fame, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I met him on the street. He was very nice, and he didn't talk like that. He was like, oh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> That's like last week with the Bobcat Goldthwaite thing, or two weeks ago, whenever that was. I thought maybe uh, he, you know. Talk like but he totally didn't. Yeah, I told you he has a podcast now, Gilbert's Colossal Podcast or something, and it's pretty, it's good. But they laugh through the entire. He laughs through the entire podcast, like cackling at everything. That's, there's no, there's no words on the podcast. It's like interviewing somebody, and he's like just dying laughing the whole time at right. full volume. Right. <laughs> that's not much of a show. Which is funny in its, in, in and of itself. No, it's good. I like it. Maybe he's what I've mu- heard of it, I like. Maybe he's yeah. on mushrooms. Maybe he's like a maniac. Maybe this whole time he's been on mushrooms and that's his whole bit. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I What's he been doing besides a podcast, then? I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Well he does voice stuff, I'm sure, for cartoons or whatever. I think right I heard his voice oh. in a commercial for uh a dog treat, like bacon like <laughs> sausages type thing. Like oh, uh, Colette's really good at that. Bacon. Picking people's voice out. Like uh, she's oh, like, I'd... Oh, that's George Clooney. That's uh, you know, that's this one, that's that yeah, one. That's Erica's, Sam Elliott. Erica does that too. Sam Elliott's an easy one to pick out. You know, it's like a truck or something. Right. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, when you're driving across the Yukon. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the whole voiceover. It's like Chevy trucks. <laughs> Be a real man. Eat meat. Stick this truck straight up your ass. 
Yeah, sometimes on like the big commercials, like Super Bowl and stuff, you'll hear like people you're not used to hearing, like Paul Rudd or something. You know? Just, <clears throat> yeah, well, guys who normally wouldn't do a show their image, but they'll do a voiceover, right, right? And hope that nobody picks up. Julia Roberts is a big one that Colette's always picking out. I'm like, I got, really? I got the John Cusack one recently for Chevy. Oh yeah, did yeah. he do the one for that? Dennis yeah. Leary. There's oh, there's a weird one with Dennis Leary where he's not doing like the Dennis Leary voice. Really? But but yeah, I think it's a psychological thing. Like they want. If you want, recognize the voice somehow, it's yeah, psycho like a you know a psychological exactly. trick. You're you're either connecting gonna, to the item, connecting to it. You'll maybe if you like that artist or whatever you want to call them, actor. Even actors. if you don't know that it's them, it's like an old friend telling you about Chevy trucks. Right. Oh, John Goodman's telling me to go to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's working mm. great for him. Maybe yeah. I should do it. He looks great. <laughs> Didn't uh, Jeff Jeff Bridges do one for Kia? I think. Yeah, yeah, they're all over. Yeah. They, all, yeah, they do a ton that. of them in in Europe and things. They'll they'll but they'll use their face likeness. They'll go yeah, on these see cr- Tom Hanks underwear and- commercials and the crazy shit. Yeah, that, like Japan, Europe. Like right. I was in. I guess Leonardo I was in DiCaprio would do those. Yeah, and I, I was seeing like a ton of famous people like doing ads that they would never do here, or we would like you know laugh them out of the business if we yeah. saw it. You're starting to see it a little more in America. Yeah. That's like the plot of uh, Lost in Translation, kind of right. Is right. that what Bill Murray's character was doing? He's going over to Japan to do the whiskey commercials. Right. Right. Yeah. That. that I think that's right. <laughs> Anyone see that movie? No, no, yeah. never seen it. No. I saw it. I liked it. I worked on it a bit, but I didn't. I never saw it from, in its completed stage yeah, from start to finish. Good. How often would that happen? You guys working in that world, like you, you just never saw the movie. Almost every time. Really? I because like for me, I didn't want to go see it. It was like it, it's like if you're a barber, the last thing you want to do on your night off is go cut hair. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I, I was like, people are like, you want to go to the movies? I'm like, fuck no, like no fucking way. Yeah, I don't really enjoy the movies. Yeah, I can't. Sometimes, stand the like one, I, I, I go to maybe once, one every two years. Yeah, I if I go to the movies, it's see something my kids want to watch. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, you know, I went to see uh, uh, what's that one uh, with the Pixar one they got Inside now? Out. Inside Out. That was good though. So that was a lot of fun. That looks in, that looks yeah. like it's a fun movie. And uh, the, all those movies end with. But I big, worked, but. I worked on all the Pixar movies, and as much right. as I wanted to go see them, I, I I hated the people that I worked with so much. Yeah, they're they're a tough bunch. They were the worst. Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? <laughs> so the thing about Sam Elliott is you can really hear the mustache and <laughs> all his voiceover work. <laughs> so that's the key. Right, you hear the bristles. It's a really close microphone, so like a no, fifty thousand dollar. The, mi- the mic's nine feet away, but it still rubs up against it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gotta listen if, to that mustache. He, you know, he, when he walks in the studio, the mustache is actually attached to the microphone, and he doesn't have a mustache. And when he walks up to it, he fills it in. Have you ever seen him without the mustache? It's fucking disturbing. Yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. That. Google image search that shit right now. It's not right. Weirdly, I've heard that the mustache has a separate contract, actually. Right. <laughs> it's, in, it's insured by Lloyd's. Yeah, that one is. Yeah, they got a vintage for that mustache, I'll tell you that much, in case there's any rogue barbers in the area. Right. Would you Sam Elliott and you show up on the set with no mustache? They're like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Get out. It's your trademark. Yeah, but it only takes him seven hours to grow one. Uh, don't, you, don't you want me for my <laughs> acting ability? Well, I th- John, there you go. You got a, uh, you got a new con- concept for your Facebook uh, groups that you make. You can have uh, Sam, Sam Elliott's mustache on different celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. That is good. I, I'd also like to think of it in terms of like Wolverine from the X-Men. If he shaves his mustache, it grows back in like seven seconds. Right. <laughs> and it has, and it can cut you. It's razor sharp. Right, right, right. It's made of adamantium, really. <laughs> Are you a comic book guy? Is that how you knew what any uh, what that uh, com- compound was? I am. 
I, you? You're shocking, ev- shocking everybody. Is, I am. Yes. Is that what Wolverine's fingers are made out of? Yeah, and they're not his fingers; they're claws. <laughs> Look at that guy; he's got sharp fucking fingers. Look at his fingers; holy shit! Get these uh, metal fingers out of nowhere. Conan, what are you up to this holiday weekend? A Wolverine with five mustaches on each hand. Well, apparently, I'm busy talking about Sam Elliott's mustache. <laughs> Conan lives the Conan's whole weekend revolves around turning my show off at, at eleven o'clock. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is going to be interesting because I'm I'm going to be at a show tonight so we'll see how that works all right i we'll mean that works. i'll try again i don't know what i did wrong last time but i'll give it a shot well i just want to say you guys you guys are in fine form everything sounds great oh good uh, i i thought I've the heard- show is kind of a downer so far but i'm not feeling too well mm. well i always you know when sam elliott gets discussed it's kind of like a bat signal keeping with the comic book theme except right. for it looks like a giant mustache <laughs> so i just have to call in immediately yeah. big push broom Man, yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the, I wish I could grow a mustache like that, like a nice one. I can't. Like, what are you talking about? You have a gray mustache. I don't have that cowboy long. I don't have the length of upper lip mm. to go like a, a Sam Elliott or the you know the saloon owner from Deadwood, whatever that guy's right. name is. Dude, you think that's bad? I got a reverse Hitler, where I only grow here and here, but nothing here. Oh yeah, there's nothing there. Yeah. The reverse well, Hitler. Brother, you're, do, you're doing fine for facial hair, though. I mean, let's be clear about it. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm okay, I think. <laughs> I mean, I try to grow facial hair. It looks like the goddamn Unabomber. It's a yeah. fucking bummer. The only thing I can do is the sideburns. Hence <laughs> <laughs> my encyclopedic knowledge of Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the sideburns. It's all coming together. I see the connection now. Very good. That's all I can do. It, it's, it's seriously, it looks like I just, like, a, I got my teenager with a dirty face is what it looks like if I try to grow facial hair. Right. That's what, uh, you know, a lot of my friends growing up just never... Never even had the option. Right. I have a friend who still doesn't have armpit hair. I can't grow any facial hair, really. Really? Yeah. I was going to say, I never saw you with a scruff or a beard or nothing. I I have the same problem. I look like a dirty teenager. (laughs) (laughs) You look like you're ready to, like, like... steal candy from (laughs) 7-Eleven or something and write on the window. I actually really take after my dad. You can see all these pictures of him in the 70s. He has a big... Bushy Sam Elliott like mustache, and I don't like. I don't know what the fuck, man. Like I don't know what happened. I got it's facial man- hair on the other side of the family or something. It's manly. You know how the, the mustache, like all the hairs on the mustache, are the same length and they all end at the same. That's I can't do that. Yeah, that's I what can't I even want. get mine to go in the same direction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I recently purchased some beard oil for what it's worth. <laughs> Of course you did. Yes, <laughs> I was. I was looking into that. What is that about? What's the beard oil? It's mostly about sprucing the goose. You know, you, you gotta, don't really have much of a beard going though. It's a, your beard kind of grows on your neck. Neck yeah. beard. Neck beard. <laughs> it's patchy. Neck yeah. beard. And so, what's the beard oil about? It's about to give it some. Uh, it's gives it some luster, some sheen. You know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it does shit. It just I can see the difference. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's neck beard actually paid the PRF barbecue this year. I think they were on a Sunday early. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like uh, you know cooking oil. Yeah. And they're they're fooling you. That, what is in it? Did, have you looked at the ingredients? Yeah. It just said like um, artisanal, artisanal, yeah. authentic, hundred <laughs> percent organic right. beard oil. Not tested on okay. animals. Just uh, you know. Those adjectives immediately mean that the price is going to be five times more than it should be. Well, I wasn't. I've never exactly. been able to walk into a Seven Eleven and find off-the-shelf beard oil. <laughs> Wait, is it? Glu- know, this is. Is it gluten-free? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it raised in a sustainable environment? <laughs> <laughs> Are you in the car? You know, it's funny. <laughs> my, my uh, no. There's somebody like uh, posing their arms, laughing next to. Me. Next to- <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Where, where are you, Conan? Where, where are you sitting right now? 
So I'm actually walking around a parking lot. I've got a nice coffee. Oh, uh, kicking around in the uh, in the beautiful Oakland Lakeshore uh, sort of uh, summery weather. Is it hot? Fourth of July weekend. Is it hot over there? Ah, no, it's actually not so bad. It was pretty hot earlier this week. What do you but, got? Eighty-two. Uh, it was. I mean, it got up to hundreds back where I work, and that fucking sucks. Like yeah, I like I got fuck? into work, and it's when it's like, all right, let's put it this way: when it's that early in the morning, you're like, God damn, it's too hot. It's really too hot. Because you know it's going to be even hotter later, right? Right, exactly. That's when you just turn the air conditioner and go back to sleep. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what Lindsay does. <laughs> Which I could. <laughs> My wife. She sleeps My all wife. day. Oh. oh. She's got uh, an air conditioner. She's, My wife. She's, she likes to be cold. Uh, BRW in the chat box saying in all caps, fuck Sam Elliott's mustache. Wow. A vengeance. <laughs> that's harsh, man. Strong oh, man. I get it. I understand what he's doing. He's doing group names. It's a play on fuck batteries. <laughs> so, uh, on the subject of mustaches, my ex-bandmate, Andre, from, from Mount Vicious, who was in the awesome band Generalissimo, which I really had to send you their stuff. They're, yes. It's a great presentation. It's like Devo-esque, but like kind of like North Korean games at the same time. It's, uh, it's a trip. But they're a good band. He has like kind of like a John Waters mustache kind of thing going on, but he's one of those guys that can pull it off. Yeah, not and many he, people he, can. It's rare. <laughs> it's very rare. He actually buys mustache wax from Bavaria specifically for his little John Waters mustache. Like wow, he's very wow. specific about it. It takes like a thousand Bavarians to make like an ounce. <laughs> They're all peddling a mill. <laughs> yeah, I just wonder, like, what does that factory look like? Like, you know, <laughs> what are they up to there? <laughs> How hot? Uh, my co-worker the other day is probably full of shit. He told me that like... 500 people died in Pakistan from the heat. It's like 120 degrees. Yeah, or something. Supposedly it's pretty bad there in India as well. Jesus Christ. Oh, what do you got for the populations then? Most populous countries. What do you got? Uh, India's up there. Uh, China. Probably China, China takes the right? cake, right? One, one yeah. and two. Um, Greenland, I guess. What? No, I'm just kidding. Greenland? <laughs> There's like Not two dudes in a, on a bike. <laughs> 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 and a guy cross-country skiing. It's like a polar bear flipping you off. <laughs> yeah, Pakistan's got a lot of people. A lot. Yeah. There's a lot. Probably more people in India, than I would say, than Pakistan. Definitely. Oh, sure. Yeah. But but the, for the size that Pakistan is, I was surprised to see the number, which I do not know you, right now. You, you know what India's got? Their biggest problem is, I guess, the heat. Indians? No. Is the uh, the monkeys. There's a, <laughs> there's a tremendous monkey problem. Right. <laughs> They, I'm serious. Why don't they, you work a zoo and stop bothering people? <laughs> they, this they, sounds like this sounds like the setup for like some buddy cop movie or something. <laughs> we have to get in there right away. Are they? Uh, you know, what do you mean? There's monkeys everywhere, and they steal like your stuff. Absolutely, they, they break into cars. They break into cars. They go into shops. They climb into tourist hotel rooms. <laughs> they take your Benzy box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's man. like my Benzy box That's and all my change, one. all the change in the console gone. <laughs> Supposedly, like the, the their tourism minister was assassinated by a pack of wild monkeys. What? Yeah, it's true. Look it up. I'm, assassinated. I'm serious. Assassinated. I mean, they were all wearing little tuxedos and carrying poison-tipped umbrellas. Yeah, they have those little hats. I mean, what does this look like? No, the, supposedly he was he was up on his balcony, and this pack of rogue monkeys came up and threw him off the balcony, and they killed him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Well, how do you know it wasn't a hit? Like maybe these were trained monkeys yeah. from like an animation. I hear they're pretty easy to train. 
It's true. It's true. My cousin Paul went out there and he said he was in the hotel room and monkeys climbed into his hotel room, ripped through his fridge, dr- like chugged down his Diet Pepsi, smacked him in the face and ran out. <laughs> because it was diet. They're like, diet? Smack. That's why yeah, they well, don't... you know what? Call me when they fly out of his butt, okay? That's all I want to know. Yeah, they don't... Uh, they, they, they stopped showing Planet of the Apes over there. It did not do well. <laughs> it's uh, Rise. Well, they, they, they thought it was a documentary? What's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> no! Yeah, supposedly, supposedly it's uh, like a... Chimp uh, pandemonium. Right? I don't know, man. I gotta look this up. I, I, I gotta, I gotta snopes you on that one. Harry, do you want to do that research? <laughs> Monkey yeah. India. Pro- no, he doesn't want to. Do that. <laughs> it's really not something I care about. Where is that on your list of priorities? It's really low. Probably in like the like two thousands and lower. <laughs> they uh, primate priorities. They have the same thing in in Costa Rica. The monkeys will come up while you're at the beach and steal your wallet and shit. Right. And they are, yeah. tra- and they they are, are trained. trained. They bring Correct. the wallet back to the uh, to the gambling house or whatever. Where yep. They're throwing dice and shit around like uh, the beginning of Indiana Jones. <laughs> I just <laughs> like the fact that they were like, like they, you know, they know what. Oh, no, I don't want the keys. I want the fucking wallet. Like, <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my kind of monkey group. <laughs> I bet, you know, monkey takes the money out, throws the throws the license and the shit on the floor. <laughs> yeah, they don't want you to have to go to the DMV. They're not heartless. Yeah. <laughs> I have to keep turning Conan down because there's some kind of wind tunnel situation over there. Yeah, right. yeah sorry about that. All right, man. Uh, <laughs> thanks for calling in, Conan. I appreciate it. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to say we had our first episode of Protonic Reversal at the new time slot exclusively on Radio Note yesterday. Went well. Good times. Awesome. Yeah, so, uh, you know, podcast for that will be up after the holiday weekend. And, uh, yeah, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern now, 5 p.m. Pacific, Protonic Reversal. We've got some good stuff coming up. There you go. Listen, listen to Conan's show Thursday on its, in its new time slot, Thursday nights. At 8 p.m. Yep. Eastern. So now we've uh, the Radio Nope has taken over almost every uh, nighttime slot. I like the way it's it's going. I think it's it's uh, it's all settled out nicely nicely now. Uh, thank you, Conan. Is there a slot that's open uh, at eight o'clock at any day of the seven days of the week? <laughs> is that the uh, Tommy Rockstar Monkey Power Hour? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it's just all monkeys screaming. I th- I think, uh, off the top of my head, I think probably Tuesday, but that's up against the best show because nobody ever wants to go up against the best show. Right, right. Best show uh, formerly on WFMU, uh, but now on the internet. Somebody needs to create yeah, the, a show. The best show that completely dominates my Twitter feed every time it goes on the air and pisses me off. <laughs> I haven't listened to it in, I don't know, months, so I don't even know what's happening. I feel like an outsider looking in with that show. Tommy's show only plays a stolen wallet the whole time. (laughs) Here's Tommy's show. Good evening, and welcome to TRNN News. Today, Friday, the 12th of December, brought to you by FaceSpace and Mike. I just wanted the monkeys. Where are the monkeys? Our first story comes from Tampa, Florida. Florida authorities have vowed to capture a maniacal monkey last seen running through the streets of Tampa that they described as three foot tall, brown, and fast. I really need a monkey A resident sound. initially reported seeing... <laughs> that, that sound clip is entitled Marta Monkey News. Thank you. <laughs> so, Tommy, are you honestly, like, asking if you want to do, like, a Tommy Rockstar News, like, show? Like a spin-off Colbert Report style of uh, Life from the Barrage? If it goes on Tuesday night, we have to call it the worst show, and then I'll consider <laughs> Go up against the best ah! show and call it the worst show and just be terrible. I, I don't know. I yeah, I guess I can. Yeah, set expectations solidly uh, where they set expectations low. I'm yeah. uh, I'm contractually obligated to the barrage though, and I'm not allowed to have spinoff shows according to my contract. That's the problem. You could do whatever you like. I'm just playing. I don't care what you guys yeah. do. 
Go ahead, spin yeah, off. Yeah, are you going to import those guys in to yell over you and uh, ruin your bit? <laughs> yeah, I'll, just, I'll record that. I'll pre-record that. I'm calling in during a pre-recorded show every night. <laughs> yeah. I'll so, think about it, Conan. I'll think about it. Radio Nope well, anyway, shaping up nicely. Apply within. Thank you, Tom. Should... Yeah, send an email to uh, Nope at Radio Nope. <laughs> nope at Radio Nope. <laughs> yeah, you can guess what the response is going to be. Hi, <laughs> right, boys. Check you later. Right. Or we could just add uh, Tommy Rockstar to the Radio <laughs> Nope Illuminati group. Which is like where they just discuss the schedule and stuff. It's really boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, fun. You know, uh, Ken Shafford actually asked me about doing a show, Lemon Cokey. Yep. And he's like, "Oh, I want to do a hip hop show." But and then another email comes before I was able to read the first one. It says, "Oh, I see. It's all rock. Forget it." I'm like, "Well, there is a hip hop show. Maybe you could be like the fluffer for the other hip hop show. I call, you know, Brad show, which is an hour long hip hop show. So I don't know what the hell he's talking about." Why don't you guys make a hip-hop night? It's a Sunday, right? He does that show? No. Uh, no, no. On Saturday nights now, it's it's uh, Jailbreak with Tree Voigt, which is the deep classic rock cuts. Then uh, No More Music by the Suckers with Brad Weissenberger, which is the early hip-hop. And then James Burns' punk rock show, all in a row. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you could like wedge that in there to make a little hip-hop night. It's big Saturday nights here. And then immediately... They've decided that those three shows get replayed. So if you miss the, you know, uh, I believe it's 8, 9, and 10 o'clock, 11, midnight, and 1, or however it works out, they'll immediately be replayed, which is great for me. Right. Much better than Thursdays when I have to go to practice. I'm never going to hear Conan's show because I'll, I'll be at practice. Practice. <laughs> talking about practice. Practice. We're talking about practice, man. <laughs> I actually practiced yesterday before the show and on my own, <laughs> I practicing you... my bass. And then I had all the bass parts down, which I know them already, but, but like we didn't practice in a week, so I wanted to just write the set list and refresh everything. So you know, I was ready and prepared because I hate being unprepared and I hate fucking up on stage. It makes me nuts. And then I had so I played bass great, and then I fucked up like all my guitar parts of my songs because I just take it for granted that I knew them. It's like shit. Right. I don't know these at all. And I unplugged myself. It was terrible. I had to leap on top of a pedal and plug it back in. Real pro. Are they not supposed to practice the day of the show? No, but well, you can practice by yourself. Yeah, I guess they can. The sound man at Arlene's Grocery, hands down, bar none, best fucking dude I've ever worked with, if you want to call that working with somebody. Best sound man ever. Now, this guy, Josh, at Arlene's Grocery, nicest guy in the world. Super sweet guy, accommodating. What do you guys need? How much of this do you need? If anything's going on, just let me know. Just like the best sound man ever. He was so good. In fact, Joel went to tip him ahead of time, which is kind of the move. Like if you get a surly sound man, maybe you throw him a 20 before. Right. And he'll actually pay it the fuck attention. Joel goes, I went to tip him. He was so nice. I put the 20 back in my pocket. What's the point? <laughs> wow. We tipped him at the end of the night, though. Wow. Yeah. At least risk reward all chipped in 10, and we gave him 30 That's bucks. Nice. But he's like, you guys are the best. Come back anytime. I even bust, the, bust my own stage. I took, took all the glasses off the stage. I was, I was so happy with that guy. Wow. That play- I thought you meant you busted up the stage. Yeah, I bust. He didn't even care. <laughs> I busted up the I joint. put my foot right through the floor. Yeah, I took all the garbage and set lists and stuff off. I'm like, this guy's the greatest. That place is known to have great sound, man. And my friend Howard Rappaport was a sound guy there, and he was totally on top of his game. So I thought you were going to say him, but I guess it's a different guy. But- right. Maybe it's a culture of, hey, be nice to the bands there because- Right. I don't know what was going on. Something in the water because that guy was the nicest sound man I've ever. There was only one other guy who came close, and he was worked at Maxwell's. We left our symbols that first of all, he was nice throughout the whole thing, accommodating. When we we were uh, lucky enough to open up for Sebado, huh. he was he was great. 
So we left our symbols there, and he held on to them for us and all this shit. That's great. And usually you leave your symbols at some place or they're gone. <laughs> and now there's a big trend of people. It seems that every band's getting their equipment stolen out of trailers and vans while they're on tour. It sucks. Yeah. In this, this hard economic times, everyone's stealing. Joel Frost confirming that he actually tipped him. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there you go, from the horse's mouth. Yeah. We had a fun time last night. Joel, if you're listening, thanks for having us. That was that was really uh, nice of you to ask, and we had a great time. So that was then, cool. So then they, uh, they screened the first episode, I guess? Yes. Well, the pilot episode, yep. They screened yeah. that, and it, it was great. It looks great. And who sounds does, great. Who does he play with again? The, a band called The Electric Six. They're known for that gay bar song. Yeah. I'm going to take it to a gay bar, gay bar, gay bar. I got something to put in you. Yes, that band. Right. By the way. That's uh, actually a really good song. Yeah, we're in it in the beginning and the end. Uh, live from the Barrage guys talking to him about it. Bookending it. Bookending it. And if I had known I was going to be in HD or whatever, I would have fucking taken a shower or something because I look <laughs> awful. Awful. Look fine. <laughs> I look like Hasidim. <laughs> Yeah, who's in that? That's you, Dave, <laughs> Pat. You're gonna suck a baby's wiener in a minute. With that. <laughs> you're gonna do a. Just, you're a moil. <laughs> oh my god. What's that? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah uh, hairdo's in it. Right, hairdo was in it, looking very disinterested in the background. <laughs> no, but then he hairdo comes in with a good line at the end. Yeah, but to be fair, like you know, I walk in and there's a fucking camera crew here. No one said anything. I'm like, Just oh really? Thing is, yeah, and I never heard any shit about it. Like, I didn't even know there was a guest, let alone a, a fucking full on right, camera crew. Right, so right, I, right. I wasn't really feeling. You gotta that. join that Facebook, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I am on Facebook. Ah, I get him. <laughs> My hair's on fire. <laughs> so our guest says he should be here in a few minutes. All right. Okay, should we take a break? Uh, in a minute, I guess, unless you're ready to do it. You guys I am on Facebook. <laughs> um, what else What's, What else is happening with you? Not much. I uh, I went upstate to look at some real estate to buy some land. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, this is my dream come true. Is it, by the, is it on the water? It's actually got a river running through the property. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. A little stream. But I, would you allow me to fish on your property, even though you think fishing is cruel? No, of course. It's like maybe the, it's not the riveriest of rivers. Maybe a little more of a stream. Right. Yeah. Perfect. It's perfect. A trout fishing. Yeah. It's a couple acres. It's up in this beautiful region by Hunter Mountain, um, and it's really cheap. But I'm having some hurdles with it. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, it's basically. Uh, it's, is there a, a house on the property? This is the problem: is that it's a house, and the house is half completed. So it's got like a toilet bowl and this, that, and the other thing. But uh, you want to take that? Mike and Yonkers, we're on the fan. What's up, Mike? <laughs> hey, uh, you know, I think they got to get more playing time to uh, Murphy. They got to get <laughs> No, Dan, no. Dan, okay, look, he's, okay. He's a, look, guys. The future guys. of the Mets, that kid. I love guys. him. Guys, Murphy's good. He's not a second baseman, guys. All right? He's not a second baseman. <laughs> Now, John, it's Joel. I, I just want to say thanks, man. Thanks, thanks uh, for coming. Thanks for playing. You guys are fucking great, and uh, it was a really good time. Oh, thanks, man. No, thanks for inviting us. It was a good time. We had a, and then at the end of the night, I think it was just first of all, Colette's like, "Get your guitar. We're leaving." And I get my guitar, and I'm like, like trying to figure out a way to snipe a beer into the car with me because <laughs> I'm a, a maniac. So then uh, they disappear and they go to San Loco and eat tacos. I'm stuck there for another hour. So it was me and Joel at the end of the bar, at the end of the night, and we did a couple Texas two-steps. You know what a Texas two-step no, is? That? That's a tequila and a tecate. That's right. Mm. Ah. That's right. It was nice. It was nice. Yeah, bond, we bonded. 
We bonded. I don't remember a fucking thing about it, but uh, yeah. I, I, don't either, I was no. <laughs> I was feeling pretty uh, feeling pretty shitty today, my friend. I don't know about you, but yeah, no, it's it, I, I cut out right at the point where I was going to be, you know, going over the edge, and I was like, should I get the train? I'll get a cab. I'll get home a little bit early, and then I get home and I don't have my keys, and Naomi's asleep, and I was in the fucking hall outside my apartment for three hours. Oh, <laughs> worst. <laughs> In, until what? Until she woke up to like go to work or something? Now, I'm sorry. That's, I'm, I'm hearing a story you know, near the park. Can, the can you put Chewbacca on? Are you, are you watching The Exorcist? <laughs> <laughs> Turn your Exorcist no, down. No, you know. Sorry. It's the strip over here. The, the a-holes around here. Uh, anyway, yeah. No, Zoe, my daughter wakes up usually around like 5, five in the morning. and I knew that She opens the door and gets the paper. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, I heard her, like, and I was, I was just knocked on the door, and she hadn't seen my text yet or anything. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm sitting in a chair, and I've got a bottle of water because the neighbor saw me and took pity on me. Oh, wow. Are you living in a, you live in a building, or you live in, like, a attached those apartments over there? Yeah, apartment building, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. If I had known <laughs> you were taking the train, I could have dri- driven you at least somewhere closer to your house than you were. We, I, after that, we drove someone to the Forest Hills. I'm like, oh, great. No. <laughs> I I didn't think of that. I should have I should have I should have asked you, but I didn't. Uh, yeah, no, I just it was time to go. Like the guys in my band had already like they took their equipment back and they went to this other bar, and I was like, I'm not going to meet them there. Fuck it, I'm too old. You know, I got to go home. Yeah. You have a fun time last night, Joel. <laughs> I had a great time. I mean, did you have a good time? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. did- I had to, I had to move my car by my midnight, so I had to peace out. That's about it. <laughs> Did Pete? Was it well received? The pilot? Do you think? I thought people were enjoying it. I really thought so, man. You know, it's really gratifying to you know to watch people watch it that like don't know you, and there's you know they're watching the thing and they're laughing and stuff, and like you know there's stuff in it that you know I mean I love it. I think it looks great, and I really you know of course I appreciate everyone's you know everyone's positive feedback and all that kind of thing, and. And, uh, but, you know, there's some, some parts in it, you know, where I'm like, because, you know, what it is, it's, it, the narration, like, we kind of have to, you know, bring it to a certain level to really explain things. And there's some and stuff in there where I'm like, you know, I feel like it's sort of over-explainy. Um, but I think that really works for people. And so it's nice to see people appreciate the stuff that I'm like, I wonder if I'm making this too basic or something. You have to over-explain it. I know because, because you're so used to this the show and the concept sometimes you forget that people don't know what it's about the same thing with the show when we're talking to somebody i always forget people just tuning in don't know what the hell who we're talking to or what the hell that we're talking about and sometimes you have to you know remind them that you know i'm here with ryan and tommy rockstar and hairdo yeah joel frost on the phone right now that's important (laughs) you have to you have to explain things i thought it was well done like that have you considered sam elliott in a narrator role (laughs) is that within the is that within the budget we, we contacted his mustache, but we haven't heard that. <laughs> his, his mustache is his own agent. <laughs> his own email, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was great. I, th- I thought people really, they were laughing in like all the right places, I think, and stuff. And it was just, uh, it was it was really fun. And I just, uh, overall, a great night. And it was, it was really nice to meet Woody in person and have him do crap, not crap, with all the songs that my cover band played. <laughs> crap, 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 crap. <laughs> I'm, 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 I can't believe you never uh, met Woody. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I hadn't yet. He's, he's very nice in person. He he comes across as a little bit stodgy, I have to say, when he's crapping every band that I like. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, he is nice in person, and he was explaining something that made a lot of sense last night, too, that, you know, it's, it's, it's obvious, but what, the bands you grew up with, 
obviously, and how you listen to music when you're a kid is a big, you know, deciding factor on what you think is crap and not crap. Right. So it's not, he was kind of, uh, he kind of let everyone off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he, you know, we had a good moment because I love, I fucking love that Mighty High song, uh, I Don't Want to Listen to Yes. And we were talking hey, about it. Why say anything if I, you're not really, going to like it? <laughs> I had to stop myself from posting that when Chris Squire died because I, that song is just, it's, it's, yeah, I feel close to that song because it's exactly how I feel about it. Yeah. I like how John was. <laughs> I like that? how John waited till twelve oh one a.m. the next day to post it. Yeah, I waited till midnight. That, that was the right thing to do. <laughs> that was Mothra by Anvil for Metal on Metal, nineteen eighty two, dubbed nice. straight from my original LP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Woody was laying. Woody was laying down some knowledge on us. All right, let's take a quick break and uh, we'll play that song because I love it. And uh, rest in peace, Chris Squire. Thank you, Joel Frost. We'll be back yes. with John Z of. What's it called? <laughs> Delta Bravo Urban <laughs> Exploration Team. That's right. We're excited later, to guys. have. All right, later. Later, Joel. All right, we'll be back after this.
All right, and we're back. That was uh, Dada Driven by Lardo. Before that, we heard uh, The Harder It Hits. And you know what? It does sound like the guy from the future of the left. Conan sent me a bunch of songs. I'm not sure uh, what the name of that band is. Oh, Christian Fitness. Before that, They Fuck You Over by The Butcherette. The Butcheress. And uh, before that, uh, Devastation by Nervous Curtains. All good tunes there. All good tunes. Thank you. <laughs> and we're happy to have John Z here with us. John, can I, can I hear your microphone there? Are you on? Check one, two. Oh, we're good. We're, we're live. All right. You can hear yourself okay? Absolutely. Nice. Excellent. Very nice. Excellent. I got Tommy up. I think I got it going. Right. John, thank you so much for doing this and for being here. We're talking with John Z of the Delta Bravo Urban Exploration Team. Is that correct? That's correct, sir. Thanks for having me here. And very hospitable. I see you got my... Uh my rider, my special request here. You got my kombucha <laughs> and my seltzer. We're ready to roll here. What is the kombucha thing? What is that? You know, it's some probiotic bullshit. Right. You know? <laughs> I'm just trying to be healthy while this guy smokes in my face. Uh, you know, I'm trying yeah. to counterbalance that. <laughs> right. John, you're not a drinker or a smoker or anything like that? No, nah, maybe I should start tonight, though. Fourth of July style weekend, you know? Are you like Gene Simmons? You've never done it before? You had to have Oh, no, I have. I, I, I did the cold gin, you know, right. back in the 80s. But uh, those days are long gone. I see. And John, what, are you, you're a New Yorker? Jersey. Jersey. I mean, you know, an adopted New Yorker. I mean, I, I've been venturing to, to oh, Manhattan. Oh, you have to go back to Jersey tonight? I do, yeah. Oh, so yeah, you? definitely take the railroad, because then you can walk to the PATH train on 6th Avenue. That's true. That's yeah. true. Right? You know, I, I have a location that I need to, to hit before I, right. before, really? before you, I hit you, the train. You don't so. stop working, man. <laughs> no, nah, you know, I get, I get in these vortexes of looking for locations late night, and, you know, when, once that happens, it's, uh, it's off to the races. Yeah, John was nice enough to bring us these cool uh, Delta Bravo stickers. You can go see. You don't you guys don't have a really a, like a website except for fa- the Facebook page is where you want to go, right? Yeah, the Facebook page and also uh, the Twitter handle as well as the Delta Bravo right. Urban Exploration right. Team. You know the the stickers. Um, that's a that's a Danny Boy O'Connor <laughs> production right there. He's the uh, the mastermind. He's the uh, Danny Boy from House of Pain. Correct. Yeah, I mean he 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 uh, he did the House of Pain logo. He's a he's a, a logo guy. He's right. a concept guy. And um, that logo is actually the Pacific Electric um, logo that they that he kind of just uh, put his spin on, and that was a, a nice. train in L.A. that that really didn't exist. It was also known as the Red Car. So, you know, that's his uh, that's his wheelhouse. So, find attention to detail. Yeah, did, he's, who, he's a details man, one hundred and ten percent. Who started this whole uh, Delta Bravo thing? Um, that that's Danny's lane. Yeah, he, you know, being on tour, you know, he. Uh, He's been on tour a long time. He's been doing shows forever, you know, and he, uh, there's only so many sneaker stores you can hit, so many record stores you can hit. So, you know, he wanted to do something different. And uh, one time they were, I think they were in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and um, he was a big fan of The Outsider. So he was talking to some guy, uh, wanted to take him to certain spots. Cab driver said, you know, I know where these spots are, the Curtis house and and the drive-in, a couple other spots. And so then it was born pretty much from there. And, you know, that stuff is easy to find now. I mean, it, back in the day, I guess it was like tape trading or something. You had, a new, you had to know a guy who knew something and then go from there. But I think he looked up the locations, and the guy was super psyched that someone asked him about, you know, that movie. He probably was waiting his whole life to hear something right. like that. Yeah. And, you know, they went, uh, he went from there. How long ago was that? Uh, man, I don't know. A couple of years back. And, you know, I knew him from, from back when. I was a fan of his band. and. You know, we both wrote for Mass Appeal years ago. He did like a column, uh, like a, a products column, and I did some feature stories for them. And you know, we uh, we reconnected on, on the web, and uh, 
pretty much, you know, I'm sm- I smash up New York pretty heavy, so with little locations. Nice. And uh, where is House? Are they from Boston? They're from New York? Where are they from? I forget. Uh, Danny was born, I think Danny was born in New York and yeah. uh, moved to L.A. like, you know, early on. Right. Um, and I, I don't know where Everlast was born. Uh, but you know he was an LA guy. He was he was signed to Rhyme Syndicate as a solo artist. So are you, are you kind of like the main New York guy for the uh, for I, this, or, or I mean, you're I one was, of the biggest posters? Or I, I would say so. Contributor. Yeah. I mean, I, I I got a social problem, so you know I. <laughs> I uh, you're in the right place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I have a lot of free time on my hands. You know, I get home from work. It's two o'clock in the morning. I just you know I'm stuck in. Looking at photos for for hours yeah. and hours, yeah. and you know, I'm kind of like a they, mental patient. Are there really, there's no real rules to this, or are there? Or I mean, some of them are movie sets, some of them are just like stuff that you guys found, or like when you're out and about, like the old trains and stuff, and the old like abandoned warehouses and abandoned, you know, these these crazy old places that uh, old high schools and stuff like that. Is there any rules to this, or that, or you just kind of see something that that's cool while you're exploring, and you're like, this will fit? Well, you know. I think for me, I like the pop culture location stuff. I mean, the, the TV stuff, the movie stuff. I mean, that's that's we're more like pop culture detectives. But the traditional uh, urban exploration is the, the train lines or the the abandoned buildings, things like that. But you know, I, I got kind of bored of smashing up you know certain locations. But uh, you know, I just wanted to take it to the next level, especially in New York. There's still a lot of stuff left. You know, slowly disappearing, but there's still some stuff left. Right. So it's always nice to go in there. And I, and I think like my my um, my white whale, so to speak, was um, the pool from Goodfellas. You know, that was a right. that was a movie I was <laughs> oh, into. Oh, with the Maury commercial. Yeah, the Maury wig pool. You know, nice. I um, I was a big. <laughs> By the fan way, of that Queens Boulevard address is bullshit. That's true. There's no like 66 Queens Boulevard or whatever the hell it is. It's <laughs> it's got to be a dash in there. It's Queens. That's right. Next to the um, next to the the uh, the nightclub or whatever. Right. right in the commercial. strip club or whatever. yeah, I forget what. It, right next to whatever it was. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, but that location for me that was like a white well because I, I love that movie when it came out i mean it's one of those things where i watched it a hundred times on on vhs tape and anytime it would come on cable what, can't turn what it time, off right? yeah, you yeah. never turn that movie off no even the shitty edited version i mean you, yeah. you kind of just yeah. you know whatever it's overdubbed you just you roll it from wherever it is and you watch it until the end absolutely but uh you know that was that was a great location that i that i uh really enjoyed that's cool what what kind of shape was the pool is it still uh filled with water or is there <laughs> yeah that was a, it was a ymca i mean i had to do a nice. lot of legwork on that i mean yeah. I, I kind of um I found the person who was a location scout on that movie, and I just cold called. You wow, know? you go direct. Yeah, I mean, mainline. You know, I just uh, I called him up, and I was like, listen, you know, this might sound weird. I'm trying to do this thing. And then the person didn't know, and she goes, call me back tomorrow at this particular time, and I'll have, I'll have you the answer for you. And I called back, sure enough, and then, cool. you know, I went out to Jersey to find it. And it's like a whole, you know, it's a whole to-do because you go in there, it's a YMCA, you got to, like, come up with, like, a cover story, why you need to go in and look at the pool. Right, and then you, you go know. to take pictures, and people are using the pool, probably. They don't want their picture taken, no, or... Yeah, you know, I had to. I had to get a lady in the balcony who was watching her kid like t- take swimming class to take my right, picture right, on that. Right, one. Right. You know, it was a little awkward, yeah. but you know, and John's like six six, full beard. You know? Yeah, I just like an idiot. Like, what are you doing in this pool? Like, you know, I'm just here to take pictures of children. Relax. Yeah, it doesn't really. Fine. It doesn't really go over. I mean, these guys did the raging bull. 
uh, pool where where um, De Niro's character uh, meets Vicky Lamotta for the first time. Right. And, uh, you know, I think it's on Carmine Street off Hudson, and, like, they're taking pictures of the pool, and there's, like, kids in the back. So it wasn't really a good look, but, uh, right. you know, you took the picture and kept moving, you know. Hey, look, this tattooed guy wants to take pictures of the kids. That's okay, right? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, those guys, those guys in L.A., the, one of their greatest uh, hits was the, the Paul's Boutique Pool. Right. You know, oh, I mean, man, that's a big one. Where they That's the actual, in the album cover, they have the porthole that led to the, I guess, you could see the... You see the inside of the pool from one of their rooms or or, or something. It, there's the, there's a picture of where I think all three of them, were, or maybe it's in the in the uh, video for Hey Ladies, where Ad Rock is in the. It's like a porthole. Yeah, that was the that was the gay folder because the original Paul's Boutique record. I mean, uh, the, uh, the LP folded out like five times. Yeah, for like a four way, you put in your head. Yeah, and it was a four way. Yeah. Panoramic, right? So I think the, oh, the I, which I have I it, have. but I the, I think the 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 picture is on the sleeve. And that's the, that's the Ricky Powell picture where yeah. you know Horowitz's face was like pushed up against the glass, right? Yeah. And um, you know these guys had the address. They went out there. It's like in the valley. I think it's in the hills. It's not like Hollywood Hills, you know, somewhere, you know, ways away. You know, winding roads, the whole thing. But uh, you know, these guys pulled up to the gate. Obviously, there's a camera. So a guy comes out. They pull in. They're like poking around. They say the guy says, "Hey, you guys here to look at the uh, the car?" And they're like, what car? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're just, you know, there was a car for sale. They're like, no, we're not here to look at the car, but, you know, could we check out the pool? Right. So they went in and did the pool. You know, they couldn't jump in the pool, but, um, you know, they were nice enough to bring me back the one time I went to L.A. and, and the, the, the caretaker of the house brought us back in. But, you know, we couldn't get to that spot where Ad-Rock's apartment was in the house. But still, right. I mean, that's like... You know that that's another white whale. That's a that's a big chip. You I know? was going to ask you what the holy grails were, you know, but uh, you, you're doing a good job of explaining it. <laughs> I mean, that one that one is you know, a lifelong Beastie Boys fan. You know, I mean, I was lucky enough to see like the License to Ill tour, and I saw wow. nice. I saw the Together Forever tour. So it's like you know, '86, '87. It's like you know, who was that was like punk rock. That was hip hop. That was like right. Animal House. That was everything yeah. like all together. I mean, when I you're 13 years old, it's like right. You don't even know what's going on. How old? So. Is, how old of a guy are you now? I'm 42. I'll right. be 43. So I'm 40. I've I've seen him like 20. I, I heard he was who was outside. I don't yeah, know why no he's worries. not on the show. Right. He's probably seen him like 50 times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I stopped like mid 90s, but you know, like I was lucky enough to see like that the 87 shit, and that was like the the, it, the public enemy first show in 87, the show that I saw. Right. Wow. We could wow. take you around the neighborhood here because there's a bunch of places that have been yeah, in films uh, in this neighborhood. We could take you to my mother's house because. <laughs> the Howard Stern movie was shot on her front porch. Oh, that's, I'm, I'm into so, that. That's I'm into funny. That. And the, the park where they're where they're making the student film. That's uh, the park down. I forgot down all park about park, that. Right? They and, asked. They they like set up on your on your front lawn and stuff. Yeah, and uh, it was on her deck. It was on the uh, patio. And it made it into the movie. Ass. It's the scene where the, where uh, the woman's getting off on the big speaker when he's right. Uh, right. And, he's, yep. the, and uh, there's one guy that just stops uh, reading the paper and looks at his radio really quick. Ah, yeah, so it's a little was, overweight kind of guy there. Right. And yeah, I remember that <laughs> yeah. scene. Here's, sure. a, here's another great one you'd appreciate. Is that you remember uh, from Coming to America? The McDowell's is here. Oh yeah, that's right. It's a that's, Wendy's, that's, right? Yeah, I think it, they uh, I think they definitely it, revamped it, or it's not. I it's think, not there anymore. Actually, I, I think a couple months ago, or maybe like a maybe even as long as a year ago. Uh, they might have tore it down. I mean, you know really? how it is in yeah. New York. It's like, you know, you blink one minute, oh, it's yeah. a parking lot. The next thing you know, it's like a 55-story, you know, condo, like like the Roseland scenario. So, you know, for me, that was like another white whale. You know, when you ask about the white whales, I mean, 
I, I went to hundreds of shows at Roseland. I'm sure. I'm sure this guy did too. Yeah, right, for Tommy? sure, for sure. You know, actually, yeah, John nerd. and I. Sure. Yeah. Right. We're gonna say that. Uh, yeah, that was the great show we went to to see Nirvana and actually met Kurt Cobain yeah. when we snuck backstage at the Roseland. That's my biggest memory of that place. Yeah. That was the um, the uh, In Utero tour, right? That's 90, right. 93, it was very close or? to the to his death, like uh, right before that. So if I'm not mistaken, he overdosed the next morning, but lived. You know, yeah, but that missed the show or something. Yeah, yeah I don't they, know they blamed it on there. exhaustion. I guess right, right. right, that was right. The it was a weird scene at backstage because me and Tommy sneak in. We like get stickers like. Like people like from MTV used to like throw their stickers in the bushes outside or something. Like That's a couple right. planters, you know, and we just like stick them on ourselves and run yeah, things it. all wrinkled up, <laughs> like you know, like, like it was a dollar bill you had in your shoe. And there or was something. like nobody yeah. back there. It was like uh, Kurt Cobain, Courtney Love, the uh, uh, the woman from Babes in Toyland. I forget her name. Yeah, and, uh, Kat probably the yeah. singer. Um, and also Gary Gary Delabate, <laughs> which in like Strange. shorts and Bob sandals. Bob it was Strange. just such a weird scene. It was it was bizarre. It was fucking bizarre. It was great, though. I mean, that was a that was a great place, you know. I mean, the history there, and and just to be, you know, just to be in there and take those pictures as they were were tearing it down. Oh, I mean, for good. me, that was a big chip because yeah, I saw those photos, man. Those were intense. You know, the the Daily News picked those up, and um, wow. you know, Gotham has picked them up. So it kind of went, it kind of blew up. You know, I mean, I was able to sneak in there. You know, they had guys in the front and the back just like watching it. So I I was able to dip in. Do you know anything about the? Uh, we have a theater near here, which is an RKO Key theater from like the twenties, that had a grand staircase and like you know it was, it was like you, you'd go to the movies like you went to the opera back then, and it was this beautiful. Right. It had a balcony and everything in the theater. Yeah, and it's yeah. been it's been landmarked, but then some Jadrul bought it and turned it into a Starbucks. Yeah, he filled the basement <laughs> with oil. He ripped everything out. Wow. Except the only thing that's that's still there is the grand staircase. They're restoring that now, but you couldn't even tell if you drove past the place, you wouldn't even know. The marquee, the steel beams from the marquee are still on the outside. But it's such a shame. You look at the pictures of it from the twenties. It's like everyone's dressed up, going to the movies. It right. was. Fucking cool! Wow, it's been in that condition too since the late eighties. Yeah, there's a, there's there's like you know real estate wrangling between the, the legal stuff going on and who knows. Yeah, it's too bad. I mean, there's so many there were so many gems in New York. I mean, it's slowly dying, but um, you know, I mean that's evolution. What can you do? I mean, I'm not living in the past, but I'm yeah. just it's it's important to document the stuff because sure, you know, you know how it is. It's like. That's like if you see something, you know, a record or whatever you're into. If you see it and and then. You know, down the road, it's like you kick yourself. It's like, oh, I should have bought that record. Or now, right. you know, now you see it goes for like four hundred and fifty dollars, <laughs> yeah. which you would yeah. never pay for. But you know, back then, it's like, hey, I could have gotten this seven inch for like five bucks or right. whatever it yep. was. And you know, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's just the way the things. Are you a ph- do you consider yourself a photographer, like by trade, or you know, I just I just click and you just click and around. shoot. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, use I, iPhones for all this stuff, or use actual? Like, no, I have a I have a Leica camera. Uh, that I that I use, but a lot of the time the iPhone too on the cool. fly. You mentioned Ricky Powell, uh, and we went to see. Well, we went. We were at ATP, I think. In a, uh, yeah, Kutcher's in Upstate Kutcher's, New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah we were just talking about that. Great place too, you know. And uh, that's probably gone. Yeah, it's way gone. Wow, way gone. And yeah. it was halfway gone when they were holding the events. But, you know, rooms would be filled with water and yeah, <laughs> I remember that. And, Good place well, to sell merch. Yeah. Knee deep and knee deep. I actually right. have a Kutcher's t-shirt from back then. It was remember? funny because there were like rock bands selling their merch and then next to like Borscht Belt old Jewish ladies selling like jewelry and it was yeah, really yeah, cool. Yeah. So anyway, the uh, Ricky Powell did a, a you know, a, like a show where he showed his photographs and talked about him. And do you have any dealings with that guy? Because he's a fucking character. Of course, you a, know, a New York, a New York legend. They you didn't, know? no one knew, like, oh, there's all these hipster kids there and they're kind of like, you know, sensitive to this and that. And he's a shot out of a cannon. They didn't know what to make of this guy. He's in a full <laughs> Nick's jumpsuit. He's like, fuck this and fuck you. And amazing. These, these uh, you know, amazing photographers, like early days of Run DMC. 
he's showing all these great pictures, and but no one kind of knew what to make of him. And we're just laughing because we know, you know, we know. I mean, just you know, just to, just to be friends with those guys and to to, to have that kind of access. I mean, that's something that you know, it, it's it's a gift, you know, to be there with the camera on those tours. It's like. You know, that shit will never happen again. Yeah, of course. How did you get yeah. in that whole world? You just started going to their shows and becoming buddies and all that? Well, you know, I mean, I've been around for, for a minute. But, yeah, you know, the, the, the circles are kind of small. You sure, know, you yeah. Know, you know, Where'd North, you grow up? I grew up in Jersey. You did? You know? Yeah. Oh, so I mean, you're a local guy. Yeah, I mean, I've been dipping in the city for, for forever. You know, I used to tell my parents I was, like, going to the mall or whatever. And the bus <laughs> stopped right there. So, you know, you go to the mall and then... You know, you tell them you're going to the mall, but then you end up in Manhattan. You know, you're buying records. You're going out of Chinatown. Yeah, you're man. buying knives and fireworks. You sure. know what I mean? Like, you know, I remember back in the day, it's like, you know, there was always a guy that had fireworks. You know, you got to you got to get the yeah. list. You fill out yeah. the list, what you want. Yeah. It's like now, yeah. you know. That's big time. Just oh, you just brought me back to a place in my childhood. There was always one fill guy. Out the list. You know, <laughs> fill out the list. You know, you, you get your list in and then it's like, yo, I need like a, oh, I need a, I need a uh, gross Sat- of, uh, of <laughs> fire, you know, of uh, Saturn missiles. Yeah, with report. I need the Roman candles. I got the whistling <laughs> bottle rockets, right. you know. Oh, that was the best one. You know, uh, give me, uh, you know, 10 M80s. I mean, those the M80s back then were real. Now they're they just bullshit. You yeah, know? kid around the block, they call him the Hook now. But uh, <laughs> guess why? Is that a fake story? Is that a real? No, story? it's real. He, uh, he his license plate is the Hook. He's, he's got John Lester. He's an iron worker actually, and I've seen him like on the around the city, and he's got a hook for a hand because he blew it off with the M80. Wow! But he, I mean, he's, he really, he's working. He really with, embraced it. Yeah, I guess. he embraced it. I, he he took that I have no hand thing to and made it his you know his wow. thing. I mean, I, those were those were real fireworks back then. I mean, right, they, it was, you it's know, a quarter you, stick of dynamite. Yeah. Man. You gotta meet the guy, and he hands yeah. it to you, and the, the brown paper bag to, to is all f- crumpled up. You know, yo, to give some clarification, because <laughs> I, I, I have a bunch of buddies that were there. Right. Two things about this guy: he, first of all, he put it, he made like a pipe bomb. Oh right! And the fucking thing didn't go off, and he walked up on it and started playing with it, and uh, it yeah. fucking blew up and blew his fucking quarter of his arm off. Mm. And then, rough, like, rough one, man. Those fireworks like, are dangerous, kids. About like a year after that, we, I forget where we were. A whole bunch of us were out, and we got to a fucking huge brawl, <laughs> and. People, some people had mace and fucking brass knuckles and all this shit, and we're all fighting. And the what year is this? Rumble Royale. <laughs> this is like like eighty nine, ninety. That was nineteen fifty. <laughs> and uh, side story. And, and the, the outside is all over the, again. The Pony po- Boy was the there. Police showed up. They fucking you know a lot of people ran, and they, the first thing they did was they grabbed the hook, and they were like, "Did you use your fucking hook as a weapon?" <laughs> oh, and he's like, "No." Nah. He's like, I, "And he didn't." He was like, "He was just left handed." Everybody. <laughs> he never even used it. The hook. Because he knew better. He knew it was like a deadly weapon. Speaking of the hook, dude. Remember when we used to get in like crazy, or not me, but there used to be like crazy brawls and like the cops wouldn't show up. You remember those days? Like, of course just, I do. Those are awesome. Those like were the, the early nineties. It's just like no one would show up or care. Yeah, it was great. They better think. I remember when I was like sixteen years I old. Saw a dude catch a meat cleaver in the back in the park, man. It was fucking wild. <laughs> oh. And that guy became a cop. Really? <laughs> yeah. He's a cop now. Amazing. Johnny the Cleaver. <laughs> I remember when I was like 16 years old, uh, I was playing around with some sparklers outside, real simple shit. And I was like, oh, cool, sparkler. And I lit it. And I was like, that's kind of boring. So let me light two at a time. And I, I lit like two at a time. They went like a little faster. I'm like, that's cool. Let me light 36 at a time. And I just took 36 sparklers in a row and lit them. And that shit went like right down to my finger. And my finger just fucking exploded. And it was like. I had a sixth finger going. They call- yeah. oh. It was like all full of pus. The it skin started black, oh, white. That's nasty. Oh, it was nasty. They call, you're the only they call person- you the finger. When I was when I was a kid, we were on. You're my the deck. only person to hurt themselves with sparklers. sparklers. We were on my deck, the uh, famous deck from Howard Stern movie. Uh, <laughs> me and my friend down the block, and we were throwing jumping jacks. Remember those? They looked yeah, like oh, yeah. firecrackers. Very popular. But they John has them now. Out <laughs> colorful sparks, and uh, 
a year before that, my friend told me about how his friends were throwing them, and one of them came back and landed in the guy's shoe and burned the back of his foot. Uh. I'm, we're standing there throwing them off the deck, and I tell him the story. I swear to God, the very next one I threw, and I threw it all the way out to the street, and it came all the way back and landed right in the back of his shoe. Uh. And the house burned a hole in his. The foot. house directly across the street from me, where across the street from where we are right now. When I was a kid, burned to the ground because a bottle rocket went in like the attic window or in the eaves or something. Get out of here. Burned right to the ground. I watched the whole thing happen. It was horrible. I think maybe someone should bring back the Roman candle fight. There was always like yeah. two, there yeah. was always two kids with I like, love that fun, shit. you know, shooting the Roman candles at the back of their cabs Dude, and stuff. We, right? we went on, my old band. I, I was one of those two. You were, my old band latex. <laughs> said, go, uh, you go on YouTube and look up Roman candle oh, fight. You, it's there. It's awesome. I like the one with the dog that uh, grabs it and starts running around I, and shooting everybody. <laughs> I want to start. I want to have them during the winter though. I want to have like I want to have skitching. Roman candle fights <laughs> while you're skitching by the shooting shit at each other. My, Sorry, that's, that's, uh, that's the closest I have to a firework sound effect. <laughs> my, uh, my old band, Latex Generation, we, we toured with this band called Boxer from Boston. These guys were notorious troublemakers. They used to go into like 7-Eleven and be like, yo, check this out. And they'd walk out, steal everything, just fuck with us. And uh, we, they used to fight with us in the vans while we drove. And I just remember one time we were like, guys, just chill the fuck out. Like, we actually want to tour. We don't want to fucking play around. And uh, we were going about 70 miles an hour, and they rolled up next to us, and they were like, roll down, roll down your window. And uh, we were like, what? And they just fucking shot fucking Roman candles into our van and almost made us flip it. Uh, the worst. I have some fireworks right here, Tommy. Good, good friends. Ready? What do you got, snakes? Oh, there you go. <laughs> Bang snaps. <laughs> Bang snaps, baby. Just trying to get my hair on fire. Snap it up. Someone brought them. I guess tonight. everyone's just like quick to sue you now. I mean, back then, <laughs> yeah. I guess, you know, you can get punched in the face or whatever. The, right. Someone will, loot, you know, knock out your tooth and... Uh, <laughs> It wasn't a big deal. Somebody sent me these tonight, the Tommy Rockstar fireworks. Oh, there you go. Uh, uh, your name is on the fireworks? Yeah. Let me see that. Tommy Rocks. <laughs> you know, well, there's a, you can go to Pennsylvania and get anything you want, I guess, but they're, legally, they're not allowed to sell to New York residents. But I heard that they're relaxing the laws now, and you can use fireworks that, such as jumping jacks. Things that stay on the ground are cool. Meanwhile, when I was a kid, uh, fireworks have always been illegal around here, right? Sure. Since we right. since we were kids, I, service fireworks. Now, except for the hook, the paper. You and know? two block. Uh, this place used to look like a war zone on July fifth. Uh, Utopia Parkway, which has an island in the middle of the of the uh, yeah. street. It was like everyone would set up on the island, and right. nobody gave a shit. They didn't bust that. anybody. Everyone was shooting. A, it, that's where you would go to like watch every the, just the homemade fireworks. Guys go nuts, and the whole place was, you know, out of control. Right now, it's like high season for that shit, right? This and then it clearance. just dropped off, and there was yeah. nothing because they started cracking down. I guess, like in I don't know, in the late nineties or Giuliani period or something, <laughs> or that or that one year that uh, they didn't have fireworks. I think it was in Brooklyn, and and uh, John Gotti paid for them. Right. So the uh, neighborhood could enjoy the oh, fireworks. Yeah, yeah. The neighborhood Ozone kids, Park, you know, right. Ozone Park. Yeah. Wow. I went to That's one one like, year. Hey, his thing. It was a wild time. Oh, yeah? It, it was a great... My mom took me. I was like a young kid. She was like, yo, you want to go see the, the mafia boss's fucking fireworks? <laughs> wow. I'm like, yeah. They were probably the best ones they ever, They were right? yeah. better like, than Macy's, man. It was fucking awesome. That's the distraction. There, there was no fire marshal testing those things Let me take your out. mind no off ever. You know, forget about that I kill everybody. Uh, here's some... Look at these fireworks yeah. over here, right? Now, that's Italian. I'm not saying he ever killed anyone. As far as I know, the man's a plumber. Thank you. <laughs> Nobody come here. <laughs> My address is 123 uh, Fake Street. Thank you. 69 Ballbag Avenue. <laughs> We're talking to John Z of Delta Bravo Urban Exploration Team, and it's a pleasure to have you. I like talking fireworks. It's fun. Who doesn't? Talking Who doesn't? fireworks here in the barrage. Yeah, talking exciting. fireworks. You're, you're on Talking Fireworks podcast. That would be, that would be pre rated pretty high. We should do that. Get Conan on the phone. Get a show. Just Tuesday nights, fireworks. I was never into fireworks too much. 
Uh, no, the lists and all that. We there was a girl who lived the right here. Yeah, she was, her name was Anne Marie. I don't know what she did or where she got them, but you you go you go you go up to her door. Her parents would answer. They'd give you the list. You'd come back with it with the money and the list filled out. And it was so fucking illegal. And I can't believe that it was literally like on Forty Third Avenue, like right around the corner from here. I'm surprised that like that shit went on for years. And I remember the year she stopped. I was like, "What the fuck am I gonna do this yeah. summer?" It was like filling out a Girl Scout cookie form. But, but we would betting for We would start getting them in like April. And yeah, the you last get them early. You got to get them early. Yeah, <laughs> but we'd get them like you know like once a week. We'd be like, "All right, I got my allowance. You want to get the list? You know, let's go over there." Last thing on the list was always mortars. Remember? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never You're like shit. I don't even know what that is. It sounds crazy. I didn't right. fuck with those till I was an adult. <laughs> those were expensive. That's all I got. Yeah, they were like twenty five dollars yeah, a I'm pop. Twenty five dollars for a mortar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Z is also on a softball team. You want to talk about that at all, John? I am. I, you know, I. I uh, I gave up playing basketball years and years ago. I mean, right. it was getting rough on the knees, but I, I've been yeah. lucky enough to play. Uh, you know, I got on a softball team with, with some people that, you know, are, are pretty known, which is nice, you know. And, One of uh, our former uh, interviewees, Champagne Jerry, Neil right. Medlin. Yeah. Great dude. A.K.A. Hot Wheels, man. That guy's just like, <laughs> I, I think he's running around the bases now right now. Somewhere, you know? He said he claimed to be the home run champion when he was on the show. It was probably about a he's year ago. He's more of like an inside-the-park home run guy. I mean, I, you know, he doesn't well, put him over the fences. Exactly. But that's know. softball. You hit it past the, the center fielder and it rolls to the outfield, you're, you're good. Coach said uh, True. Hot Wheels. That's it. Coach said Hot Wheels. Coach said Mousetrap. You know, listen, man. You hit it over the fence. It's actually an out. So you got to hit the scoreboard for a home run. It's an out. That's an out. Yeah. What I mean, kind it's of shit is this? Hey, those are the rules. You know, you gotta you gotta like adjust your game to whoever you're playing. Like so, Jordan, you know, he he adjusted his game to whoever he's playing. Right. So that's the same thing. You know, so you got to know where to hit it. You got to so know where to hit the You're ball. claiming Champagne Jerry's the Jordan of softball? I never said that. You know, he runs. He runs like a maniac. You know, I think he trains right. I, he's probably training right now somewhere. Running up and down the West Side Highway he's with like a drills. weight vest on. Tampa realness over there. I like when he's on my team. You know what I mean? I like yeah. when he's on my team. But you, you guys, you guys you change in, it up? Or? Are you in catch club? I'm in the catch club. Nice. Yeah. You, you guys know. go out and do drills and practice with the Murray Hill, too? Or you know, he, I, I practice on my own. I have my own regiment. You know, I do, like, heavy heavy cardio. I ride a bicycle <laughs> every day of my life. You nice. know, awesome. New York winters, you know how it goes. I'm I on can the see bike. that you have uh, gigantic legs, sir. You know. I got to keep it right. I can't do the subway. There's there's freaks like nobody's business. People clipping their toenails and you know eating dim <laughs> sum. Chinese and all. food, hey, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like I don't know. People are just insane. So I the less the interaction I, I, I have, I fucking hate when I get oh. toenails in my dim sum on the subway. It's fucking. The gross. other night I was coming home from work and three people sat in the the three seats. You know, by the end, and the guy literally opened a jar of uh, salsa. And they opened a bag of Tostitos. I and they saw had that. a Tostitos part. It was. I'm like, I, I, this is crazy. I mean, if you don't believe me, you can check out Subway Creatures on Instagram. Spaghetti, it's insane, it's like what people are up to on the subway. It's like, yo, you don't live here. It's, I'm paying money to, to use this service to get from point A to point B. It's like right. I don't need to see your balls hanging right. out, and you know, I just keep my face in the newspaper when I do have to. Hey, dude, the I'm train. like, I'm like a born and raised New Yorker, and I've only ridden the subway system like 15 times in my life. Yeah, and, and it's a miserable experience. It's like, you know, in the really, in the, I ride the subway every day. In in yeah. the 60s, and, and you know, when when actually taking an airplane was an enjoyable experience. Right, right. You know, people would wear suits. It's like, now some jerk-off's right. got, like, short shorts on next to me when I'm flying to Los Angeles. There's like, this kid took his shoes off and me. started, like, picking his feet on the plane next to me. 
And then he also wouldn't put away his... This is before they stopped that shit. He wouldn't put away his stuff. Like, he hid his, his iPad and his phone while they're like, don't turn on any electronics. And he took his shoes off. I guess he's like a frequent flyer. So I'm like, what are you doing, 20-year-old kid? Yeah. You're going to cr- kill us all. And oh. put your feet away. People are out of control. Put I your mean, bare it, feet it, away. If I'm going like down, I'm going down. down picking my feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a disgusting video now with this lady on the train picking her the skin off her feet and fucking eating it. I oh. think I saw yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, that's probably been around for it's a minute, rough. right? It's rough. How yeah. often do you go to L.A. for uh, your exploration? Uh, you know, I try to go one, at least once a year. I mean, I, I, I got to take a, a time out when it comes January, February and just yeah, get out what, for like time you know, to go. a week, you yeah. know. But uh, I, I do I do love it there. I mean, the, the, the people are terrible drivers, but what else is new? You <laughs> yeah. know, I can deal with the weather, you know. Yeah, of course. But As a guy from here. Jersey, you know, I'm saying a lot. I love it here, though. I mean, where am I going to go? It's either here or there. It's, it's nowhere it. in between. That's you it. Know? I've been lucky enough to, to travel around. I was able to uh, to go on tour with a couple bands and see some other things. And, you know, I, I've been really blessed. You know, I've been lucky in life. What's your, what's your favorite place outside of New York? Oh, it's, t- it's tough to say, you know. I mean, uh, I really enjoyed... Uh, you know, Ohio, believe it or not, you know, it's a little slower pace. I mean, I loved Switzerland, you know, the people are beautiful, you know, we uglied up the place being there, you know, the gene pool is beautiful <laughs> there, you know, not one ugly person there, they all speak like five languages, sure. so, you know, they're very educated, they're very well spoken, and yeah. that's, you know, you don't get that everywhere in the world, as sure. you know, you know, you've been around too, so you know what's Yeah, up. yeah, 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 I mean, the... Uh, the most serene place I've ever seen is probably Iceland. You know, if you guys ever go out I, there, it's I've good. been there. Yeah. yeah, it's great. I've been. I like Switzerland a lot too, actually. So I went to Interlaken. You know. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, that was fun. I've been to. I've been yeah. to like Staten Island. <laughs> it's pretty nice. It's very pure and serene there too. Yeah, I don't like to leave Queens. I don't really see the reason. I mean, isn't this the? Um, I could look at the Eiffel Tower on TV. <laughs> well, you know, Brooklyn and has smell its my own, own armpit. Bro- Brooklyn has its own Eiffel Tower. The, <laughs> Does it? Uh, the one in the hotel? No, the um, where they had the uh, the shoot drop that they they stopped. You know, right by the boardwalk there. Oh, uh, oh, oh, down, uh, down by Coney, I mean? By Coney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the Brooklyn Eiffel oh. Tower. <laughs> they have one in Vegas too. I've seen that. Speaking of uh, traveling, uh, it's actually, I don't know if you know this, but Hairdo and I flew to Amsterdam to see the Beasties play out there together once. That's oh, okay. right. There was a uh, whole uh, kerfuffle. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably an experience and a half, right? Uh, we should have had rocks on the softball team, too, right? So what is that like? Like I mean, being on his, a softball team with one of your musical heroes since you were game. a kid. You know it's I mean? his game? He's yeah, the guy? He's the ma- you know, it's his game. So. Is there, does his team have a name? Uh, it's the Pressure. The pressure. pressure, pressure <laughs> so you know, I think he, in one of the songs he, he he talks about them. Right, right. You know, he's he's a he's a good player. You too. guys play Queens, Brooklyn, all over? Manhattan. For real? Yeah, we play in Manhattan. Wow. Undisclosed location. Oh, of you know, course, it's like right. the Coca-Cola Yeah, you can't have formula, people showing you know? up there. So, right. Except uh, after the show, you're going to give me the information so I can go try out. Well, I'm going to run out of here as soon as possible. So. <laughs> it's funny because I asked Champagne Jerry, I'm like, how can I try out? And then I met a guy named Mario who's on our show who's an old punk rocker. He'll be here in a little while. Yep. He, uh, I, he's like, oh, we need another guy for our softball team. This is a couple of years ago. I'm like, oh, I'll play softball, you know? And uh, I was never good at sports or anything, but he's like, you know how to play softball? I'm like, what, what fucking country do you think this is? What do you mean, know how to play softball? It's America. I, I think that particular game is like, you know, it's like the mafia. Someone really has to vouch for you. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, didn't, I didn't, like, cut my finger and touch it to anyone it else's, w- but... You know, someone someone has to vouch yeah. for you, like in Donnie Brasco. He's sure. like, "Yo, he's a friend of ours." You know what I mean? So, I'm not taking my shoes off. Yeah, yeah, we That's don't kinda, take the shoes it off. It is really hard to fucking play softball if you're not in shape. It's fucking tough. Yeah, I'm not and gonna they, lie to you. Like when I got back out there, like the first time I threw the ball from the outfield, like my shoulder was hurting a yeah. little bit. You know, I mean, and I'm not they used stuck to me that. a catcher because I stink, 
And nobody, well, nobody wants to play catch. Catch or club. Physically demanding. <laughs> Listen, you, you know, do a bunch of squats, like get up and down a million times. It's tough. It's a tough position, man. Playing, and playing it's that. it's the the next day. I couldn't believe how sore I was. I'm like, man, right. this is fucking hard. What do you play, John? What do you play? I quit. Uh, I mean, I'll play <laughs> the outfield or second base, depending. You know, right. I play in two different games. So the Saturday night game, it's just like more of like a pickup game. Right. So there's all different like levels of people. Now that play, the, the, the 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 hard thing about it being summertime in New York is that you'll get a couple nice nights of playing, and a couple just like sweltering, yeah, horribly humid. You know, it's just miserable to be out there running around in the field night games are no joke man you lose that ball in the in the oh, lights yeah. forget it man <laughs> you're gonna over. get smacked in the face <laughs> right. or whatever you know we used to hang a lot of mccarran for kickball it's a little different scene out there but we would hang what out. are your stats where do you rank yourself on the team yeah, i don't want to talk myself that's good that means you're one of the best guys i, I do all right you yeah. know where, mean, where, where I, are you batting in the I, lineup I, I, Sometimes clean up, but yeah. you know I go to the batting cages go. in my off day. You Do know you? I, I go, I hide out in New Jersey. You know I'll get my espresso, I'll, <laughs> I'll hit like you know a dozen, and then I'll call it a day and go back home. <laughs> right. You know I mean right. I, I I do really enjoy it. You know I mean it's. It's like the exploration thing. It's just you know you you do it for, to blow off some steam and you know to to do something that's uh, out of the ordinary. You know. I remember showing up with like a cooler full of beers. I'm like, let's party, and people are like, what were you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that didn't really. They were go serious, over too well, right? I mean, no, they were serious, it gets dude. Sometimes, they get, you know? Yeah, and people on your own team. It remi- it brought me like right back to like when I was a kid playing little league. Like people on your own team hate you if you yeah. suck. They when, get, I, they get when I was a little boy, I need a, a low pressure softball situation. Yeah, right, right. When I was a little boy, I, uh, I I was horrible at sports. I'm all lanky and you know unathletic, but I wanted to play little league really badly. My dad used to take me all the time, and um, I would suck, man. I would be like the fourth string dude, and they just left me out the whole time. And then finally, uh, some kid got hurt, and uh, they had to put me in. And they were like, "All right, get this guy in here." And uh, the bases were loaded. I hit an inside the park grand slam, and it was the greatest wow. moment of my, of I mean, my that's, father's that's pretty, life. That's very rare. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. your yeah. stock just jumped up heavy. That's it. Heavy. That's it. Ball game over. That's right. Ball game over. <laughs> Rockstar wins. Have you got any old Reggie bars around yeah. here? <laughs> seeing what we have in this in this, in this uh, setup, dude. there's got to be one like under the door we somewhere. Had some big league, we actually had some big league chew recently. But, yeah, uh, this guy we have on the show, uh, this comedian named Craig, he comes in sometimes. He's like, what is he? He knows the guy who like owns big league his chew. His father invented <laughs> big league chew. I mean, he's coming yeah. in with big league chew. <laughs> I mean, he that, stuck gum in a blender and called it a product. Wasn't so. that owned by Tops? I mean, that was a Tops <laughs> product. Well, I guess he sold it. Look it up. Look it up on the computer. I think it was. All they did was they opened up the baseball card packages and put in a paper shredder, and they're like, here's some big league. I mean, it was great because it was in a pouch that, like, it was like a chewing tobacco pouch, but it was for kids, you know what I mean? I still like the one with Rick Sorone on the fucking package. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, but I was, like, in the 70s, like, the late 70s and early 80s, I was a big fan of, like, Gatorade gum. I don't know if Gatorade gum was the best. It was the best. Whenever I go down to, like, anywhere on, like, the lower part of the East Coast, like, Atlanta and South, I get Gator gum. That stuff is gross, man. it's amazing. You guys no, are nuts. Great. I mean, Gatorade was was invented in Florida, so yeah, that sure. makes sense. Florida Gators, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, no, I, I was just I was just on the road, and I was I was, scou- <laughs> I was with a band, and I was scouting out I for bl- Gator gum everywhere I went, and I couldn't fucking find it. I, mean, I didn't, that didn't was, go far enough south, though. That was during the era when there was only three Gatorades. It was red, it was green, and it was orange, which was still no remain other. the best flavors to this day. I like yellow. Oh, oh, that's the lemonade one. I was more of a fruit stress guy, but all right. I remember it was, in that glass it was bottle, uh, you know Nelson I mean? R. Wilhelm who uh, who was like, this team is <laughs> thirsty. <laughs> and he's like, they need, they need something to drink. What a great By product. By God. What a great product that was. <laughs> Gatorade or Gator Gum? 
Both. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, and then they made the powder that you could just mix with the water. But oh. that was like later on. Who was know? it who said they should do a real Gatorade commercial with a you know a hungover person lying in bed, like not lifting their head, trying to sip it? I mean, that, that's that, real. That would that's be that's real. real. Right yeah. Yeah. That's when you're trying to replenish the electrolytes. <laughs> yeah. I saw that on Reddit the other day. That whole you know the, the commercial, don't lift your head. Just oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was one of your uh, friends who said that. I thought it was an original joke. John, I don't. I'm look not at- on Reddit. Yeah, what's going on? First of all, what's going on Reddit? I heard that shit collapsed recently. It didn't collapse. There's just some uproar. Some some girl got fired, fired and right? I I don't I'm not I'm I mean I'm a redditor so to speak, but I'm not enough to really give a shit. Right. You know, uh, it looks like they did this girl dirty, but what do I know? Right. I, the truth is, I don't know enough about it to speak on it. Right. Right. I, I can't wax poetic on this situation <laughs> on this uh, on this fucking topic. John, I don't know if you know about hairdo he tours with the DRI. You know those guys. Dirty Ron Imbeciles? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Those are his man. boys. So. We're going to bang heads later. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like in a good way or like, <laughs> like, like fighting? Like, you know, like goats. No, you know, we'll, like we'll put, rams on, we'll on, a put on like, you know, Metal Militia or something. We'll, <laughs> right. yeah. we'll go out the back. You All know. right. All right. I didn't know if we were like, you know, but no, I hate those guys. We're going to bang heads after the show. No, I was able to, I was lucky enough to see Exodus and, and Pantera back in like 88. Oh, I, I saw them with Suicidal. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. were at the same was at, at the Ritz. Ritz 89. Yeah. We yeah. were I was there. there. You know, I, I might have, you know, we might That was actually one of the hardest shows I ever saw. I was at. Like, I, there was not a spot on the floor that was not dangerous. I mean, Pantera in a, was in a touring in a van back then. You yeah. Know? That was, that was, uh, that was a great show. I remember so seeing. You're 42, so you got like the good part of thrash metal. Like, and we were like a couple years late. We got like the shitty Exodus, like Toxic Waltz came out, and that's Exodus to me. But if you, you know, it's it's really bonded by blood and the, the yeah, bonded early. by blood. You know, on the back cover, they're wearing like I, I don't know who <laughs> it is, but they're wearing the uh, the Roddy Piper shirt. I mean, that was you know <laughs> yeah. that was like wrestling and heavy metal. Yeah, and, my buddy know, Brian took and, that for, took that photograph. Brian loses his name. Yeah, it's incredible. Toxic yeah. Waltz is like the you know uh, 1984 Panama for Van Halen type of thing, where the real fans are like, well, real fans, quote unquote, were like, what the fuck happened? I don't know when they pl- when they broke out of Toxic Waltz like that it. Rich show that place went fucking ballistic. <laughs> Toxic man. Waltz was a good song, you know. Yeah. You, you mentioned Van Halen, you know. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Roth guy through and through, and you know, sure. last time I went to L.A., you know, you mentioned L.A., you know, Danny Boy, you know, he knows I'm like a Roth guy. He's a Roth guy, you know. We we went to Dave's house. We're like peeking through the really? gate and stuff. Yeah, in Pasadena, you know, everyone knows nice, where he lives. Right? And, yeah, you know, he took me. Is to he the, on a regular street or is he in some kind of secluded? Uh, oh, he's in a regular street, but the, you could just the, walk up to the gate. You can, but you know the. The shrubbery outside is like 15 feet tall. Sure. Then there's, you know, then there's a fence behind it. But you could peek through, and you know, I don't know. Uh, Pretend like you're at Wrigley Field playing softball. Just jump up. <laughs> yeah, over we're that gonna shit. we're gonna like shimmy right through, like Paul Stanley. <laughs> but you know, Paul uh, Stanley. I think that there were Ross Alphen photos or whatever, or maybe even even before that. But like the pictures of Roth, they were jumping over the um, the net. At the, on the tennis court in Roth's, Roth's estate, so we were trying to like find that, and uh, you know there was a lot of a lot of photos taken on that compound, and and he also you, took you me ever to worked the, with uh, Ross Alpha ever or have any any no any, I never came work? I never came in, in contact with Ross he's a bit of a jerk I don't know if I should say this tonight there it I is know, I know we got law we got law officers here and I'm packing my pistol the Uzi of ooze. <laughs> My six shooter of sex. He's talking about his dick. Talking about my his wiener. My six shooter of sex. <laughs> I know the Paul Stanley raps inside uh, and out. My Uzi of ooze. <laughs> you know what it all comes down to? I'm talking about my lip guns. Uh, a friend of mine named Josh Davis, uh, who lives in Wisconsin, did a second Paul Stanley, uh, a brand new one. 
of, of you know the stage banter. I could, could email that to you if you like. I need that. You yeah. know, the, the first one, seventy-two minutes, wasn't oh. enough. You know, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of gems in there. I have it on CD. I mean, someone needs to make a someone needs to make a David Lee Roth one because there's oh, so much. You know, there's he so loves much classic to talk. Dave, in you know? the middle of fucking songs. He just starts talking. Yeah, that whole clash thing with the iced tea and all that. That's you know that's classic. Someone needs to document that. But uh, you know, going back to what we're talking about with LA, it's like. You know, Danny Boy brought me out to the Van Halen house where they first lived in Pasadena. You know, we were looking through like the back window. It's you know, that's where they that's where they formed Van Halen. You know, to me, that's like awesome. That's a major smash of a location. Yeah. You know? I How mean, come these guys can't get it together and just be Van Halen? Now, now I see this video of Sammy Hagar trashing Eddie Van Halen because Eddie Van Halen trashed Michael Anthony. And he's like, well, we had to show him the parts. Well, you're in a band. Everyone's showing everybody their parts. What are you talking about? Yeah. Well, you and know, Sammy Hager's like, fuck you. <laughs> you know he's the, right. You know the Van Halen brothers are tough to deal yeah. with. You know what I mean? Even yeah. Eddie is sober. It's, he's still a maniac. Yeah, you know, a he wacko. seems like a real curmudgeon. And, you know, I think that since Michael went, you know, uh, Team to Sammy's yeah. side, and, uh, you know, that was it. They're never going to call him. No, right it's over. You know, Damn it. Bad. Damn it. I was thinking, I don't know what you had planned, John Hillhan, but, uh, you know, he'd be an excellent candidate for uh, crap, not crap. Oh, did you hear the fireworks? Those are yes. a couple of M80s, I think, right there. Junior uh, Gotti maybe paid for those, you know, maybe. We don't know. <laughs> I think it's Carmine Agnello's pay for those down in the fucking hey, Willits Point junkyards. Take it easy. Uh, would you like to play crap, not crap, John? It's a very simple game. I'll just give you a bunch of bands, and you say whether they're crap or not crap. Let's give it a whirl. All right. All hopefully, right. I know, I, hopefully, I know them. You know, I'm a little out of touch. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm in you entertainment, know you know, I... Uh, it's one of those things if I'm working a show, I, I kind of just like dip out as soon as possible. I was going to say, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but you've done the door at very many famous New York clubs, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I've been in, involved working in music in a long time. I mean, working at Maxwell's, I worked there for like 15 years in, in Hoboken right. and then, you know, bigger clubs in Manhattan too, which, you know, I've been lucky to see a lot of bands either coming up or coming down, oh, <laughs> coming yeah. down, you as know? A, so. As a, oh, so I have to ask you this as a door guy, who's the biggest like jerk band Do you want to say? Come on. Bill the beans. You know what? I'm gonna have to think about that. I mean, I, 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 it's always nice when they're, when they're nice. You know. That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's great. You know. Did any band ever come in there and just like act like total dicks? You know. I mean, you can always, think about. It. There's always one. You know? <laughs> there's always one. I mean. Well, we'll find out in crap, not crap, because he'll say it. It was the yeah, Beastie me, Boys, wasn't me, it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> let me think about Every, it. I'll you know, I, you we, on that one. Mike and I have ran into the Beastie Boys many times, and and I cannot tell you how nice of guys they are every time they're so nice that ad rock actually gave us a station id oh that's nice <laughs> yeah. he did you know he uh, one of my boys got dissed at one of the shows it was kind of crazy you know at central park he he kind of tried like geeked out on on uh -huh. one of them and they kind of like yeah probably said a code word I, and then I, the next thing you know my boy's like chicken winged and like getting, getting <laughs> wow. thrown out of central park and yeah. it was like you know he called my name and it was oh. like when when uh Jesus and the whole Judas thing where he just like denied, you know, three times. I, was I just like turned my back. And oh, like, oh, you totally Judas that day. Yeah, it's just like, you know, if you're going to like stage dive at a show and it's like you jump off the stage, you expect someone to catch you. It's yeah. like the seas are just parted Party. and, you know, you do a face plant. And that, I, have know, a feeling a it was, I have a feeling it was Mike D who sent the code. I, I was going to say, I, I guarantee you it was Mike. I'm, yeah, you know, Mike's a little hatchet man. He's a little grumpy. He's, 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 a, he's, he's, he's a tough customer. He's a tough coach. Coach yeah. didn't say mousetrap. <laughs> this is your good friend, Ab Rock from the Beastie Boys, and we are live from the barrage. All right, there you go. There's na it's name drop time. And uh, <laughs> Crap Not Crap, here's John Z with Crap Not Crap. All right, John, I'm just going to rattle off names of bands. You tell me whether they're crap or not crap. If you want to stop and qualify your answer, that's fine. Thank you. I'm in. New York Count Dolls. Not crap. Not crap at all. Metallica. Uh, 
tough. See? Now crap, but you know, yeah. uh, after Master of Puppets, that's it. Right. So depending on what era, not crap. Sure. Uh, you're saying Injustice for All sucked. The bass was way too low. Everyone knows that. What yeah. if the bass was higher? Would you like the album? Uh, there's some good songs on it. Just yeah. strong songs on it. I agree. Record. Yes. Harvest, harvester of sorrow. You know, when your sister's like liking Metallica at that point, it's like, yo, we're on to something else at this point, you know? I, do you feel like, I feel like, like, time has frozen for me, and I still think Injustice for All is like the new Metallica yes, album. totally. Does that like, happen to you guys? Yeah, the Black Album, maybe. And just like time is passing. Right, the Black Album. It's like fucking I mean, like 20 years ago. Like a good tour, sucks, you know? Yeah. 89 was a good tour. My friend uh, went to go see him at, Na- I think he went to go see him at Nassau College. On that tour? Yeah, I was there at that show. Yeah, and he, um, someone had given him mescaline at that show. Good idea. So uh, he, he missed the show. He woke up in the back of a van, <laughs> and apparently there was like some kind of brawl, and he woke up with like boot prints on his ribs, and he had missed the show. So uh. it was one of those things. I mean, you remember how crazy shows were back then. Yeah, sure. You know, people would throw fireworks like Dude, the in fucking, the arena. Uh, you know Slayer I mean? fell for him when everyone ripped the pads out of their seats and frisbeed them. Right about that. Were you at that show? Yeah, yes. I was. My friend that was, was at awesome. That show. It was, it, it was was great, crazy. I but, wonder what the bill was for those seats at that point. I yeah. don't know, but they were banned for twenty or twenty five years. And oh, I that's just, right. 20, I, I just went years. to the 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 last show they did there in like November or something. It was like their first time back, and it was Mustache and they spear. came out. And they're like, "Yo, whatever you do, don't do that again." Like we don't How have another twenty five years in us. Like yeah, you know. Yeah. How many of you out there are into older women? <laughs> I actually just went and saw them like a week or two ago. I remember him being oh, like, listen, Island? you can call yeah. me a, a dick. You can call me an asshole. And everyone's like, dick, asshole. <laughs> yeah, I went and saw them a couple weeks ago on Long Island. And yeah, I wanted to talk right? to you about that, but you didn't, uh, yeah, I, I didn't see it. It was fucking loud as hell, Well, man. that's a small place. But was that... it good, though? It was great, but it was like, uh, like, uh, listen, I go to metal shows probably, you know, a lot. I don't even, I don't know how to give a number here. And I've been to... God knows how many over the years, and this one was abusive, yeah, like loud. Uh, Slayer Exodus Halloween was the loudest show I've been to, and actually the reunited Black Sabbath in a in a close second place. Believe it or not, what wow. a great what a great tour. Sabbath, yeah, you, you know? know we were like ah, oh, they're all, this is what was that like two thousand one or two thousand two or two thousand? That was Slayer with Pantera, wasn't it? No, the reunited uh, Sabbath. It was maybe even I, 90, I meant I meant I meant, uh, I meant Sabbath ninety nine yeah, yeah ninety nine sounds about right. And I went with a, a friend of mine, and we were like weren't expecting much. It was. Fucking awesome! It was one of the best shows I've ever been to. They played nothing but great Sabbath songs, and they played it like Into the Void and Dirty Women. You're like, what the hell? You know what's sad about Sabbath is that they just like I don't know if it's Sharon Osbourne yeah, or someone yeah, in the yeah. camp. You know, they're editing like Bill Ward out of the photos. It's like, Ugh. what are you doing? Out of the photos? You know I mean, that's fucking. Yeah, we horrible. talked about this on an episode. That's so horrible. Ridiculous. It you is horrible. I mean? You know, Bill's got a bad. They, they gave him a they gave him a bum deal. Here. You know, whatever the beef is, you know, it's like they. Sharon got like Don Airy his shit off of like those Aussie records and they re-recorded them. Hey, that's, Bob, that's uh, Lee Kerslake and Bob Daisley, that's, she got them all done off. Right. She, she re-recorded or had them right. all re-recorded. Well, that's uh, a money she, thing. That's a money thing. After what so, happened with her and Iron Maiden, I'm not down with that lady anymore. I mean, you know, give those dudes their due. You know what I mean? It's like they probably didn't make shit touring. It's like, yo, you just be happy getting like a royalty check and now you're going to like right. fuck the guy. You know, that's right. Just, that's, that's crumbum shit. That's going, you know? yeah. That's crumbum. That's He's going so, out of your low. way to to mess with that dude, and then to make it public. Although he brought it public, so I don't know. I don't know who's wrong there. Uh, who knows? He's but like, I still, oh, well, I st- Ozzy brought it public, so let me say this. Or I, I, don't I know. still want financials. Since they went so fucking far to take it to the public, I want to see financials. I want to know <laughs> what they offered him. What's a him. financial? What, 
I want to see what the deal was. He's looking for W9s and things like that. Yeah, but I want to see what the deal was. Was he offered like two grand a show? Fucking eight? You know, like what was Let's not forget, Ozzy's the one that got let back into the band. That's true. It's an unsignable contract. I'd like to point out that there was a knock on the door. Oh, and here he is. Here's Mario. Well, anyway, let's continue with not uh, crap, not crap. Right. Uh, what do you think of the Foo Fighters? Uh, Dave Grohl, not crap, but the band just is, is like it's crap. No, right, no. milk toast. Operate. Uh, what am I? Deep They're phoning pur- it in. Deep purple. Crap. Wow. Now oh. crap. Yeah, absolutely. No Blackmore, no Deep Purple. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't know. Heard of the, the Rolling Stones? Never heard of them. Me neither. All right, Ted Nugent. Crap, 120% crap. Uh, Grand Funk Railroad. Uh, not crap, but now, weak. Foghat. Well, now. Is there a now <laughs> modern Grand Funk? Do they exist? Yeah. Uh, what's his name's in it? From uh, The Kiss guitarist is in it now. Tommy Thayer? No. Vinnie Vincent? No, the other guy. <laughs> the one that was in the band in the 90s. Bruce, Bruce Kulik? Hey, Bruce. Uh, oh, I'm right. Yeah, he's in the band now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're probably playing BB Kings tonight with like five people. <laughs> and you're not doing door. I'm not, no. The, the Kulik brothers tonight at BB Kings. Everyone go out and see that. Bruce Kulik, the, hey, the good Bob, looking one. Bob Kulik played the fucking greatest kiss riffs of all time, man. You're like, you have to leave your bold. That's right, the one with the mustache, the good-looking one. <laughs> Cue up to Paul Stanley. You probably got that one ready to roll. Oh, I got them all. Guys, how many of you guys like to get licked? What? See, licked? Licked. You lick me, I lick you. All right, so fair That's enough, right. Mr. Stanley. <laughs> had the hairiest chest in heavy metal, that Yes. Guy. Yep. That's not a, an achievement I was looking for. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> It's his his hairy chest has gone in and out of style like five times That's over, true. This, That's over true. the course of the career. Credence, Clearwater Revival. Oh crap! Crap! Very, uh, overrated. Okay. It's like I'm not going to argue like with the you. most overrated band in the world next to like U2. Look <laughs> at the weakest rhythm section in rock and roll. I don't know. think I've ever heard Credence and U2 I, in the same sentence. I don't anymore. think anyone's crapped Credence yet. Well, the first for everything. Bob Dylan. Not crap. You know, I mean, how can you shit on that guy? Pretty easy. Happens Sucks. pretty often. <laughs> Bad brains. Oh, come on, man. You, you can't even All right. ask me that. It's Not on the list. Crap. It's on the list. Steely Dan. Not crap. There you go. The, the first geek rock band ever. Total crap. Your replacements. <laughs> not, not crap. There you go. It's my boy. Uh, the best, pl- the best alcoholics fan? in the game. <laughs> have you have you gone to any of the reunion shows? I did. Yeah, I went down to DC and um. Oh shit. Yeah, that was great because you know I mean who knew that the bottom was gonna fall out like a like a wet bag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's so weird how it just ended like that. You no, know, I was able to uh, before the DC it, it show. Ended? By the way, yeah, it was on there it officially for, broken up. For now. It was eight to nothing. I Detroit Tigers tour. and the Toronto has it was, made it eight. It was to no six. hitter. Two it dates was no in the hitter to the eighth inning. And they wow. did the two dates though. They actually fulfilled. And the I dates. had tickets for the London date. And then after they did Primavera, they, they didn't do the makeup dates. Right. That for Pittsburgh and uh, Cleveland or whatever, they were like, "Nah, we'll do them one day." And then later they were like, "Nah, we're not doing them. Fuck you." One of the best shows I ever saw at Forest Hills. We had a That's great time. That's right. We all went. I think Paul's probably tough to deal with. Yeah, Westerberg. I'm, apparently he was complaining in, like in the press that he could make more money solo, which I, really? bullshit. Bullshit. I can't see. I, I mean, don't see that either. I don't he, know about even that. though I love that the, the Grandpa Boy uh, mono album, amazing album, really good. I mean, there's there's a lot of hands in that pot, but how could he say that? If, went, it, if it's anyone, it's Tommy because he's playing with Axel, and Axel just probably gives him a blank check and says, "Yeah, you I, fill in the." Blanks. I got to be honest, as a big Guns N' Roses guy who knows everything about that camp, I was really surprised Axel actually let him go to do that. You know, but then again, Axel's not really doing anything, so it kinda, he, I mean, would, how could he hold him up from a right, page? Right. He keeps him around. Tommy is a. Um, 
And he's a little part of the band. <laughs> he's the band leader, so right, he's, he's the band leader. Checked yeah. every and week. That's the thing he said that uh, I. The reason I stay with the band is I get a, I got a blank check. He's I just hang out at a rehearsal him to studio. Do nothing. I mean, yeah, he's seriously, kids, he's like so the he's Bobby gotta... Bonilla of rock. Exactly. <laughs> I hang out at a rehearsal studio. I hope Axel shows up. And that's a I, that's I get, a crazy get, amount of money. I get money. Crazy existence. I was lucky to see replacements five times in that tour, and I just got that's every nuts. opportunity I saw. I never, I never, I never saw them in the heyday, pun intended, and. You know that that pisses me off, but I did see Paul Westerberg play solo, and they didn't like nothing but replacement songs. When he had the uh, the big uh, black guy from uh, Prince, uh, Prince and the and the new power generation, new power generation playing drums. That guy is sick. Yeah, great on drummer. The kit. Great drummer. That guy's awesome. I was yeah. able to smash a couple of replacements locations in in Hoboken when they played Maxwell's. You know, I think awesome. Benny Tadino's. You know, getting that big slice. They were walking down the street. They did a couple photos by Steve. Dino's is awesome. I've had that pizza. Did you ever, uh, it's huge. Did you ever get the uh, Let It Be? I was going to say you would love this cover house. I was at the no, Let It Be house. I know man. you were there, yeah. but the one to get is the one on the roof when they're. Well, you know, I you're funny. Oh, well, you went on the roof. I tried to get you on the tried. roof, <laughs> and the guy behind behind the door was like, "Dude, seriously, give me the backstory." You ring the. I mean, there's a, there's a finesse. There's a well, way to do it. You know. So check this out. I'll make it short. But uh, I was out there. You don't go at three in the morning. Exactly. I was there printing T-shirts. You'd, John, you'd appreciate this. I got hired by Major League Baseball to print T-shirts at the Major League Baseball All-Star Fan Fest, right? And that was there for five straight days, and all I cared about was going to this house. Right. And uh, people were like, oh, it's over here, it's over there. And I had to fucking like, go on the AV Club, like the Onions website, to find a video of Tommy walking the host of this little short like pointing the house out, so here I am driving at like 15 miles an hour. These side streets, looking at this video at the same time. This is like, kind of like what these guys are doing, so, right? What, <laughs> yeah, know, absolutely. I mean, there's a there's a, a lot of different tricks, you know. I yeah. mean, there's, you know, that particular one. The, that location was in the replacements book that they came out with a couple of years ago. Right. So there's a lot of different like outtakes from that particular session, sure. you know, in the street, on the roof. Yeah, it's all, I mean, I'll make it short. So basically, I, I went up there and uh, I was like, I finally found the house and I rang the bell and nobody answered. And I'm like, I guess no one's here. And as I was turning away on the porch. Yeah, you totally expected like the replacements to come yeah, out. Yeah, we're all here. <laughs> and this handyman comes out and he's like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, look, I know this is going to sound like a crazy story. And he was like, you want to go on the roof, right? And I'm like, right. And he's like, listen, man, I totally would, but you got to understand it's a liability for me. And a lot of people come up here. I can't do it. I hope you understand. And I was all dejected. And he's like, but. Uh, I hate when people are reasonable. Yeah. He was so reasonable. <laughs> but, but but this is the takeaway. So he's like, however, if you look up, you can take a really cool photo of the stained glass picture of the replacements from that photo in the window. All right. Oh, that's, that's good enough. Which is that's so cool. You know what I mean? Crazy. That's good enough. And who, the, who installed that? I guess the. Current owner was such. A, he knew so many people would come there that right. like, I would. A, I would. T- I would hide that fact. I wouldn't yeah. want anybody coming <laughs> right, to my really? fucking right, door. Right. How about you know? I like mean, listen, bu- you buying move- the house as kind of like an investment. You know what you're getting into. Turn there. it to a museum. You know, you Mecca. Never. Put a turnstile in the yeah, front of that char- fucker. <laughs> char- like the jerky boys. <laughs> jerky boys. Oh, by the way, yeah, I wanted to bring up the jerky boys because the, the one mutual friend we have is Johnny Brennan. <laughs> oh, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny B. <laughs> you know Johnny? Too. Yeah, yeah. Too. Actually, John rolled up listening to the jerky boys as he pulled up. You know, it's funny you talk about the replacements like you know if you move into that house or you own that house i mean you know what comes you know, the baggage that comes right. with that territory sure. i tried know? to i tried to buy the and ice fishing lodge bob stinson died in but they weren't having it <laughs> <laughs> ice fishing lodge I, I just want to quickly wrap up that story so later that night after everybody was like good oh, luck you're going to the all-star game you're going to everyone's going to sports i'm like no i'm gonna, I'm gonna go to um, for seventh street entry you know where they, the replacement started right me. right and the uh, flaming lips were playing and while the flaming lips were playing guy was getting all super drunk i was alone i look over and there's tommy stinson and he's surrounded by all these girls. So I try to just say hi to him, and he just gets whisked away. And I'm, I get drunk. And, drunk. <laughs> I get drunk and drunk. And I, there's a little restaurant next door. And uh, 
I come back. I go downstairs. And I'm all like super wasted now. And I fucking go to the bar and order a drink. And I look to my left, and Tommy Stinson is standing right next to me. And he's wearing the same exact outfit I am. We're like total twins. <laughs> what is the outfit? It's like a flannel shirt, <laughs> ripped jeans, and boots. Nudie suits. Yeah. He's also six <laughs> foot eight, right? Yeah, he's really tall. <laughs> and I looked over him. And I'm like fucking drunk out of my mind. And I look over him like double take him. And he, he looks at me and he's like, what's up? And I just drunkenly started telling him, like, you know, I, I was at your mother's house earlier today. And I, tr- I tried to break in, but but they wouldn't let me. And he's just looking out like, like my fucking head's about to explode. You know? <laughs> You're creeping him out. Yeah, totally. Dick. He was like, what? Dick. Yeah. You know, one of the uh, the locations that I went to when I to go see uh, the replacements in D.C., we stopped in, in Virginia to go see uh, Ian MacKay, you know. and. Wow. Uh, you know, we did that minor threat. You went to the Discord house. We whatever. did, yeah. I mean, and, did you meet up with Ian? Well, yeah. I mean, does I, he live in there? Still? No, he doesn't live there. But um, a mutual friend of ours, you know, kind of did the intro. I mean, I met him at Maxwell's a bunch of times. Cool. Yeah. Was, uh, you know, I worked the the shows there when Todd took Maxwell's back. So yeah. I think it might have been like '93 or '4. And um, Todd you know, P. Is that what you're... Todd no, A. Todd, Todd Anderson. A. Yeah. So um, you know, you know how that goes. It's like I emailed the guy, and he was like, you know. Yeah, give me a call. Here's my number. Give me a call. You want to come, like, sit on the porch, whatever, you know. If you're coming through D.C., you want to sure. stop at the house. I'm doing you know? the minor threat back cover over here. You know, we, <laughs> we he was nice enough to, like, give us a, the tour of the house, and it's just like, the guy's, like, the nicest guy in the world. What are the steps he's sitting on in the front of that minor threat album where he's his head down and... That's the arms. Discord house. That's yeah, the Discord did, house? He did oh, okay. live in that house. Yeah, he did live in the house. But he was nice enough to show us, like... You know, it's like, hey, you know, Minor Threat, rec- like, rehearsed in this basement. And Fugazi, this is, like, Fugazi's shit in the basement. That's so great. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, the ceiling was so low. It's like they had to, like, lean down to, to rehearse. And it was such a small wow. space. It was just, it was crazy. It's like, re- this shit should be in, like, a museum. If, of course. If anywhere, you know what I mean? Like, that's that, what Dave Grohl thinks. Were, were, <laughs> <laughs> those two bands are responsible for a lot of shit, you right. know. People in the chat box saying Guy is the classiest act ever. He writes back to everyone. Nice, nice guy, guy too. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, he lives absolutely. in uh, Brooklyn, I think, he now, does, by yeah. Woody. He, I think he's he around. down the block from Woody. He's around. I mean, <laughs> Woody hates Fugazi. <laughs> Fugazi. Fugazi's on hiatus. I guess they're not broken up. They just yeah, say they're, they're just on a on long hiatus. hiatus long so. hiatus. Yeah. So yeah. why don't we rip through the rest of the game and then we'll take a break? What do you think, John? All right. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, you know, um, if you want to take a picture of Johnny Thunder's grave, he's like a couple blocks away. Need that. Yeah. Definitely need that. Um, there's a there's actually uh, a New York Dolls. Uh, Location on Fourteenth Street that I'm trying to find, but you know it looks so different now. I mean, I I gotta do like serious research on it. So that's one of the locations I'm I'm looking for. All right, here's cool. a big one. What do you think of Kiss? Not crap. I mean, you know, seventy four through seventy eight was it. That's it. You know, I think my we, childhood wrapped up right there. We have a disagreement from Mario over here. Mario, what's up? <laughs> Crap. Tears are falling right now. Tears are falling. Crap. I, I'd rather put I don't next, even get the replacements. Sex. I don't get the replacements, let alone kiss. So well, you're, you're, it, it depends like what he was I, saying last night. From a different what, era. What time you're born. Well, you, you, you like, you like, sat, you did doo-wop around like a burning garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> that was your era. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-
But I'm well. I don't want to shit on your opinion. So go ahead and crap over everything you want, John. John, have you met Mario? He just did. I think we're gonna fist fight out back in like 15 minutes. Listen, you guys fist fight, and we'll do the duop in the in the background. If you could have some switchblade action, that'd be awesome. Like the beaded video. Uh, John is actually dressed like uh, Emilio Estevez from The Outsiders That's right true. now. He's wearing That's the Mickey true. Mouse shirt. It's a little too tight. That's true. A little young. What do you think of the sleeves? who? The who? Crap. Roger Daltrey just needs to put a shirt on, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. We understand. We get it, you know? These You're are 75. Are you crapping them now or uh, from the beginning of time? It's, you know, all over. I got a crap now. But, but what about 60-whatever? Great. 71. Great. Where were you drinking tonight, Mario? I mean, I'm you throw an you throw an M80 in the in the kick drum. It's oh, like, look, bro, Mario has a water. I'm drinking now. You're drinking water out of a flask. Uh, John, what do you think of Prince? Prince? Crap or not crap? No, not crap. Okay. Not crap at all. The Beatles. I mean, I saw Purple Rain in the movie theater, man. <laughs> wow. Bro, come on, brothers were going crazy when when he rode the motorcycle through the through the lake. You brought you know? a bottle of vodka into under the cherry moon. <laughs> <laughs> the Beatles. Uh, not crap. Velvet Underground. Uh, overrated, but not crap. I see. I agree with that. Uh, Lou Reed, Crumb, solo crumbum. <laughs> <laughs> Lou Reed told crumbum. You ever meet Lou Reed? I've seen him crumb around. Or not yeah, crumb he was a curmudgeon. Right. You know, I mean, he used to go into my friend's restaurant. You know, he was like meticulous. Sure. Yeah, like pain in the power. ass. Pain in the ass. Your you typical tell. pain in the ass. So he got a sour puss for life. That guy. Right. Sonic Youth. Not crap. Jethro Tull. Oh crap! One good song, bro. Come on, one good song. Fleetwood Mac. Overrated, but not crap. I love I love Stevie Nicks. Seventies, come put on, it. man. Good way to put it. Crocus. <laughs> <laughs> One good song. Crap. <laughs> Crash Bang Wallop. Uh, television. Uh, I'm not a fan. De La Soul. Not crap. I saw I saw one of I saw the Three Feet High and Rising tour. It was incredible. Yeah, that's the that's 89 the at the Ritz. I mean, this guy might have been there. What but. do you think about De La Soul's Kickstarter campaign where they're raising all this money and it's like seems to me like way too much money to make an album. And of course, they don't stop it when they reach their goal. And it's like they have like millions of bucks on this Kickstarter. It's funny you mentioned that. I was I was with my friend uh, Tom today, and we were driving in the car, and we were talking about that. I mean, it's just like what at you, what point do you say, okay, that's enough? We're good. I mean, you're like a cyber beggar at that point. It's like, what do you, what do you go like overseas to make like thousands of dollars a show? It's like you got to get your fans to chip in a couple bucks to make a record. You know, you I, all, you've been a band since like '88 or '9 at this point. It's just like you don't, yeah, you don't have I money mean, in the budget because it's what like a like a hip thing to do. It, I mean, it's it, such it seems a strange weird to me. push pull thing for me because I love the crowdsourcing uh, element. I love cutting the record company out of the entire uh, equation. But to, it is like when you're a music. If it's it's okay if you're begging for something that is a worthwhile cause. But if you're just like, hey, I'm trying to make Super Troopers too. It's just like what? Like is Madonna going to get a Kickstarter yeah, I, I, going uh, next? It's like exactly. you know, it's like these these. Yeah. Million, I don't, I'm not saying Dale are millionaires, but it's just like you know, a lot of people are passing the hat because it seems like it's like the thing to do. You right. know, yeah, I it's, mean, it's, I, it's kind of distasteful. You know, I want to defend the Super Troopers too. One. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> the, and they gave a long explanation as to why they did that. One is because they said none of us made money on the first one, we, and we barely have made money on our other films. They were all pretty much flops. Fair enough. Having said that, they said the reason we're doing this is if we let a studio fund it, 
it, they they will have creative control, and if they right. have creative control, we won't get to and make the movie you want. That's a very which, special plot for that. Yeah. It really is. I mean, and and I, I right, I, but I, I mean, is that. it is it a good use of uh, you know people's charity to? There's a lot of give back to it. Also, if, John, you, if yeah. you donate ten thousand, you get a speaking line in the movie. If you donate. Uh, mm. You but John, know, you get props. Incentive. You get yeah. to go to the screenings. You get right. to go meet them. You yeah. one one I mean, one I'm of not the paying for that. One right. of the levels was uh, you can go hang out with them at like Weed Fest or some right. shit, which right. was like a pot smoking contest. Hey, if that's what you're into, pot smoking you have the contest. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, if you can get all that weed and take it and sell it, I mean, maybe it seems like a good idea. <laughs> yeah. right. you know, not, to you, fill a bag it, and run. You again, know? if you have the money to do it, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Right. Well, at some point you have to, you know, at some point you have to surrender your pride. Right, and but, that's but, the line they, I, can't, they, I have a hard time but, crossing. But they surrender their pride or, or acknowledge the fact that we don't have money. We, right. we're not By like, the way, if you'd like to donate to the show, go to livefromthebarrage.nyc and go down to the bottom. There's a donate button. No one has ever done it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could slip you guys a couple bucks. No, but John, you know, no, no, no. Listener-supported radio. Guest-supported. <laughs> no, hairdo, I, I know what you mean. Actually, John Hulan, I'll say this, then we'll finish the game. But it's it's of the people. It's what they want. So if the people want it, then fuck it. No, I get it. I get it. But the people, you know, they wanted slavery, too. <laughs> you okay. can't heard, trust these people. Wow. I also heard that the studio wasn't actually going to put up any money for it at that, all. That's what it, they were going to give him like a couple hundred grand to yeah, get. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that the the studios right. and the music uh, executives uh, screwing everyone. That's that's a no brainer. No, I mean, we're, we're, this is about the film, strictly about this one incident. Right. We're talking about you know, I'm only giving you what I know about it, and they and they I think they did swallow their pride or or, or whatever you want to call it, and by saying we don't have a fucking dime. Like right. we literally barely have enough money to pay our rent as if it you is. Want to, so. You know, if you want to make art, you'll find a way. I'm yeah, also a yeah. They just did by Kickstarter. <laughs> right. Yeah, without I, I'm afraid it, I mean, this, that's going to be the easy out for the studios now too. Uh, when it comes to putting up money, it's like you sure. want the money, just get all your. Uh, Why don't you get no, your? That's fans a good point, out. Ryan. That's a good point. You don't want to have that creative. Well, hey, uh, John, what do you think of Husker do? Uh, not crap. The Clash. 120% not crap. There you go, Mario. There you go, Mario. Now you Thanks guys can God, John. We're friends again. We will not fight. <laughs> it's Mario's favorite band. That's your favorite band? No, Jethro Tull is. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's the one song? They're a heavy Don't metal. say Aqualung. They're a heavy metal band. That, Mario, that might be the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say Aqualung. What's the one song? Thick as a brick. Aqualung. Oh, damn it. Thick as a brick. Blue Eyes to Cult. Crap. King Crimson. I, I do, although I do respect the the, yeah, the, sure. the BOC tattoo. Yeah. You know, you still see a couple <laughs> faded ones around. You know, some dudes holding on. Yeah. You know, hold on the dream. King That's Crimson. It. Not crap. King Missile. Eh, one good song. King, crap. Di- King Diamond. Oh, not crap, man. Come on, man. <laughs> King's X. King's King Diamond. X, if crap. you ever watch uh, King Diamond on uh, Joe Franklin, great no, video. I never saw that. Yeah, you should YouTube that. It's 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 brilliant because he's he's a smart dude. Absolutely. He's not messing around. I mean, it's so weird that he lives in Texas of all places, you know what I mean? Right. Coming from where he comes from, it's like, yeah. why would he settle in Texas? <laughs> That's strange to me. Yeah. I mean, I, what do I know? Yeah, you know? Texas is a How strange. How about uh, uh, D.D. King? D.D. King? Yeah. yeah. That record's worth so much money. Why? Is it, you know? <laughs> is are it? you a, a record guy? Like, you're on Discogs and stuff? Or? I mean, you know, it's like... And also, are you a shoe guy? Do you have, do you have the first guy? Pla- you know what I mean? I'm more the, of a shirt first, guy. The damn like, tape. You know, records and, and sneakers and all this shit, they just take up so much space. That's why I yeah. like doing the uh, exploration thing. It's yeah. just like, you know, I'm collecting photos. It takes up no space. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, we're collecting cool shit. 
and and not a tangible, you know. Right. But yeah, it was all by, while, while documenting, which is super important. Photographs are way lighter than records. That's too. true. Records I mean, heavy. it's just like you know, you can really go crazy with records and books and sneakers. Yeah. It's like I learned it the hard way early on. Just take it easy. Yeah. It's just like trying to collect Simpsons characters. Yeah. So I, you're like yeah. you're never gonna you're never gonna get every one. I it's did at stupid. one point. I had every single fucking one, and then I just sold it to some dude in Italy on the eve of the premiere of the Simpsons movie, and got out at his beak, and I was like. I'm out, man. Yeah, you, you probably had to put it in a shipping container. And yeah, I did. Port Newark. Action you know what figures. I mean? The Simpsons action figures back in the day. I had every single mail order ones, special UPC ones, everything. And I sold it in a whole like three thousand dollars sale. When we were driving back from my parents' house today, uh, the kids were watching uh, the Simpsons, and um, I just put it on the radio. Like they watch it on the th- TV in the back of the minivan. Yeah. So I put the. I put the volume up and listened to the episode, and it was the episode where there were the kids versus the adults. Remember that? <laughs> it was fucking. I sat there and I, I laughed the entire ride home. It was Still so holds fucking up. Fun. Still holds up. You know what you're what, saying the, about what, like, the reverse vampires and shit? <laughs> no, it was um, it, the beginning of the episode. You know how they do the like five minutes of the lead. It's almost like a different episode. Yes. To lead up to, and it's the whole Homer's rooting for the. He hates the isotopes. He's like you're the worst fan ever, and then they start winning, and he's like uh, Homer, you know, yeah. and he's into it. And it, that leads into him getting drunk. And uh, I didn't watch the episode. I listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he gets drunk and he wrecks something. They blame it on the ki- the kids because, you know, Chief Wiggum's lazy. And that's what they blame it on now. They have a kid's curfew and the kids have to be in at a certain time. So to combat that, the kids uh, of Springfield know all these secrets about the adults, and they start broadcasting them on like pirate radio. They uh, take over the I don't TV. think I've ever seen this episode. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, really good. Great. You know what you were saying about like collecting stuff? It's like, you know, with um, you know with the exploration stuff, it's like, you know, one of the rules, I mean, I guess it's like an unwritten rule. It's like, you know, wherever you're exploring, whether it's like a building or a, you know, a location or something, you know, you don't take anything. You just, you take a picture and you leave a footprint, you know. There you, you go. Don't yeah. take any tangibles. Don't you know, take anything. With, yeah. You know, a is, lot it, of times, is it tempting to like take a souvenir? You're like, ah, I just want like a little piece of, no one is going to miss this piece of rust on the floor. Off the Mona Lisa. I mean, I went into a place today and it's just like, you know, it's like 200, it was like 200 acres. It was insane. It was built in like the... 1800s or whatever right. and and there's beautiful like architectures beautiful like cloth foot tubs and you know sinks you and, can take it all if you want i mean yeah, you, yeah i mean you, what's sad is like these scrappers will go in and, and they'll fucking rip out the pipes and like these junkies will take shit and you know kids will come in and like smash up the windows it's just like you know if it's decaying just let it let it go naturally you know right. what I mean? Go in and take a picture. You don't have to fucking smash a window. Because right. that ruins it for everyone. You know sure. what I mean? It's just, like, it's just like anything else. It's like you're drinking in the woods. It's cool at the beginning. And then, you know, someone brings someone else that you don't know or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they bring someone else and it just gets ruined. I and just, that's what sucks. Yeah, you know? I, I totally I just want to say real quick, like last week, I don't know if you guys know or care, is the after like a seven or eight years or even longer now, 10 years in business, uh, no, 12 years, uh, Trash Bar closed Yeah, yeah, in absolutely. Williamsburg. And uh, a good friend of mine was the owner, so uh, he, we were there, and uh, we were there for the last night to celebrate it, and everybody started pe- peeling things off the wall, and I kind of looked at the bartenders, and they were like, that's ah, all right. So when, when it went down, like everything got ripped out, and people were taking license plates and the car seats. And, right. You know, I walked in there. He invited me over there on Tuesday, and uh, it was just gutted, man. There was no more bar. 
no more pool table, no more, you know, so that shit can happen like in a blink of an eye, you know, and it is happening. Marauders, you know, so. marauders, yeah. marauders. What'd you get? Midnight marauders. I did. I have something that after the break I'll bring in here for you guys. So I was wrong to take that bone from the catacombs of Naples. Yeah, I mean, you got to do something with that. I've right got away. a two thousand year old femur sitting in my. <laughs> he's got Hitler's mustache in his wallet. That's you know, a, I took. I he's not even kidding. Probably. I'm not. I'll bring it in next week. Oh God, we'll interview it. I got it wrapped in Saran wrap. You know what's funny is that that wouldn't. Be Keep the first fresh. first dead body you brought to the garage. Yeah, uh, he used true. to bring his Good friend. Theo. He left it, he left his friend's ashes here one night. <laughs> it's in a butt and he plug too. He, he texted me and he never texted. He's like, "Have you seen Theo?" I'm he like, was right. too drunk to go home on his own. <laughs> Poor Theo. Hey, John. All right, a couple more. Iron Maiden. Not crap. Not Chavez. Crap. You know the band Chavez? Uh, yeah, I do. They're from uh, Jersey. Is that Matt Sweeney's band? Yeah, Sweeney. yeah. Not not crap. Uh, Sebado. Not crap. Joe, I, I do love Lou Barlow, man. Nice. Dinosaur Jr., Lou Barlow sure. era, you know, come on. Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh. Uh, a couple of good solo records. You know, right. I mean, his song was in The Warriors. Totally not crap. But yeah. you know what I hated is like on, on Grohl's show, it's like when Joe Walsh was in the studio, they were like, suck, you know, the, 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 the drummer of Foo Fighters was just like on Joe Walsh's dick, like mm. so hard. It's like, dude. That guy. Come on, man. Relax. That smiley face. You know what I mean? They were <laughs> I want to kick that guy in the teeth. He's, got big, he's got big teeth, too. <laughs> Taylor. You know what I mean? Taylor Hawkins. What do you think? Oh, Dave Grohl, crap, not crap. Not crap. Nice, nicest guy. Nicest guy, guy, right? You yeah, can't really he's, crap. He's Dave like, Grohl. listen, man. You know, like my friend's band's doing his with thing. Them and, you know, I was able to, like, spend some time with those guys. Their crew is totally cool. Right. The tour manager is totally cool. cool. And, you know, I, I went up to Letterman when they were on. And, you know, Grohl got out of the van. He saw me talking to, like, one of the tech guys. And, he went out of his way to say what's up, gave me a hug. You know what I mean? It's just Very like, cool. you know, nice. people want to shit on that guy or right. whatever, but he's a good guy. You know, he's 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 good people. Where yep. are you going? Uh, yeah. Actually, he's, Dave Grohl, good for rock and roll, I guess, right? Can I? Can I, I guess. You know what I mean? I I, I respect take away the, the music, maybe. <laughs> you know, I respect him. He's telling kids to like, you know, not watch American Idol and you know, right, the Voice and all that bullshit, and start a band. It's just like you know, you got to respect that. I have to uh, interrupt the game for a second. Yes, go ahead. This is, we're, uh, we're done anyway. All right, so that'll be the last one. Uh, well, uh, Misfits, not crap. Danzig. I mean, I was Danzig. Uh, Danzig now, crap. But, you know, I was able to, to go to Danzig's house right, in Lodi. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> yeah. That was another great Was it location. filled with bricks and a Corvette in the driveway? No, or? that was the L.A. house. It was, this is oh, where okay. we started Plan 9 Records in Lodi. You know, that was the right. basement where they rehearse and stuff. And it's just like, you know, it was a Gindaloon from Lodi. You know, Anzalone. <laughs> you know what I mean? We went, I went to the house and I was like, you know, lo, you know, eyeing it up and stuff. It's funny because my friend, you know, my friend was a big uh, <laughs> Misfits guy. Italian. Big Misfits guy, and he, um, this was like 88, 89. Glenn still had the house in Lodi, and, you know, they knew where he lived, obviously, so they go to the house. My friend knocks on the door, the hot, you know, hot, like, goth chick opens the door. So, like, these two dudes are, like, you know, 16, 17. He's like, yeah, was Glenn home? And he comes to the door, and he's like, he's like, my friend's friend had, like, uh, the cough cool 7-inch. He's like, he's like, yo, can you sign this? Sign it, no problem. And he says to my friend, he's like, yo, uh, He's like, you got anything for me to sign? You know, like puffing up his chest. Or something. <laughs> He's like, yo, you got anything to, for me to sign? And my friend's like, uh, 
I got this uh, pack of parliaments, and he's just like, <laughs> give me the give me the pack. He signed it. Wow. You know, he fucking, I mean, it's like stupidest thing you could have in your pocket is a fucking pack of parliaments with you know Danzig's autograph. You can't you can't come correct Amazing. with a record. You know Amazing. what I mean? If you're in Lodi, New Jersey, you always have a pack of parliaments in your pocket. Uh, yeah, probably rolled rule. up in your shirt. It's yeah. a, you know, John, that was a great game of crap, not crap. Thank you, crap, Thank not, you, it's crap, not crap, yeah, with John Z. Yeah, man. Now I just Bravo Urban Exploration Team. Delta John, Bravo, I'll give you a choice. You can either True. get the uh, 11 o'clock train or you can hang out and play a, 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 a like a, what is it, the Ryan game with us. I'll stay. I'll All stay. Right, you, cool. know, it's it's Friday, it, you know, it's a, it's a holiday weekend. It's Friday. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's try to have a little fun. It's hard to leave once you get here. It's true. Well, I was just going to say, before we go to break, I just yes, quickly give Mary a little bit of a spotlight here. I just what? Want, well, yeah, thank believe you, it or not, Mary deserves a little spotlight here. Last night... I have we, his theme song already. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. It's Mario Asaro. <laughs> well, happy 4th of Mario July, all. Asaro. All right. What is it, It's overdone. Bob Rock well, right there. <laughs> I had Bob Rock come in. And to coach me on those overdubs. <laughs> I'll set Mario up. Mario will tell a story, but he drinks a lot of coffee. <laughs> he, I respect that. Last night we were at Arlene's. How many shots in are you right now, coffee-wise? Coffee? Me? I haven't had coffee since this morning. I try not to drink during the day, and it's getting harder and harder, because I'm uh, the older I get, I'm just tired all the fucking time. Right. I was just going to say, we were at Arlene's Grocery last night, and Mario pulled me aside while I was having a cigarette out front. Nice show. Good show, Good John. show. Thank you. And Mario drops this crazy scheme on me, and I just want John Hulan to hear the scheme. Oh right? boy! No, this is a good one. This is the, actually, I got to say, it's one of the best ideas I've ever heard, and it comes from is Mario. It a hair brain it's We're a hair going brain. to see Dave Grohl. All right, listen to Mario's <laughs> plan right now. Go ahead, Mario, take the stage. All it's right. very simple. I try to make money selling tickets. I thought floor seats at City Field would be a good investment, so I purchased four of them. Oh, what, for to, the food res- to resell on StubHub. Of course, to f- foolish people have more money than they could think of. And at $92 after this fees, I think, well, maybe at 170 or 200 But these things aren't moving past, whatever, 118 120 which means you get back basically 95 So all that, I made $3 per ticket. Right. And sucks. I'm like, I was going to go with my wife, but she's like, I don't want to go. So now I'm like, well, I'm not going to drop $180-something just for me and so my you wife sold, to go. So you sold the tickets already. I sold the tickets, sold pretty quickly. But I made no, $3 per ticket right, right. <laughs> to nice be a, a like... reseller. But now I have this idea. I have the PDF file of the tickets. Oh, don't you dare. No, no, listen. Hear him out. This, this guy out. is my arch nemesis. No, 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 no. Hear him out. Wait a minute. Time out. John, time out. And John, I'm completely with you. I think ticket scalpers are the scum of the earth. Stop, stop. Wait, wait. Hear him out. He actually has sodomized my Myself yesterday. He's got a great idea. Let let hear him the out. Plan is on a on concert night. The tickets will start to drop on StubHub because the demand on the second show isn't that hot. We're going <laughs> to grab about a, a, maybe twenty thirty dollar price point. Maybe get four seats all the way up top. Right. And then we're going to go in. I'm going to have my PDFs, and then we're just going to walk into the floor. He wants to use the PDFs just to get floor access. Oh, so you're going to buy a regular ticket. Yes. No, underpriced. I'm going to get a 20. This thing is going to go low. No, I understand. He he means John's correct. You're you're going to sit in your regular seat, then you're going to use the printouts to get to the floor to meet Dave Grohl and ask him to be on my show. What, are you going to stand in the aisle? No, there is no one. It's a general admission floor. It's a, it's just an open no, mosh pit. Then oh. Again, oh, they're, yeah. probably, they're probably doing something. There are no seats. From getting in. I what see you right through you, yeah, Steve Albini. checking your tickets. <laughs> and my ticket will say floor. And I'll walk in. I got to say that's and a, pre- it's a pretty good it? idea, Mario. Are you in? 
I have room I'm, for I'm down. I'm down. Mario does walk more. around the Mets game with a laminate on from like 1988. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they I sit just, behind the They just assume that he belongs there. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, if you look the part, sometimes you could sneak in. I mean, I oh, was yeah. able. I was able to. Uh, I think it was in 2001 or two. I mean, we snuck. We snuck backstage to see Oasis. It was pretty. Right. It was a yeah. pretty uh, an elaborate ruse to get back. But you know, it was. You know, one guy read the list upside down. You know, it's like, you know, <laughs> we, we we knew how to work it. You know, Abe what I mean? it was uh, Woodstock twenty five, the twenty fifth uh, year uh, anniversary. My buddy is has a big van, a truck. So the plan is, it's 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 pouring ass again. We get in the truck. I grab all my laminates on the trains. So I had a lot of laminates from doing radio shows, and so we just drive up there. Like it's gone wild now. We get up to the gate. And in the truck, the security stops us. I'm, I'm just flipping my lamps. I said, the band's, tr- uh, ba- the band's truck blown down. They called us to come up. So in they let us go. And now we're just driving people around because transportation had broken down. Getting in the back of the truck. Where are you going? Where are you going? What kind of drugs do you have? Okay, get in, get in, get in. And then the next thing you know, we're hanging out backstage. I'm looking at the, who, who used to play naked, the, ch- the Chili Peppers? Or? Yeah. No, it's Green yeah. Day. GG no, Allen. the Chili Day Peppers, their asses. I'm staring at their asses eating a turkey sandwich. That was like, incredible. This huh? is incredible. <laughs> nice asses. What kind of dressing was on that sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I liked it bare. Oh, boy. First the pizza contest, now this. But I'm in, so Tommy's in. Anybody else want to go I see mean, the Tommy, Fighters? I mean, Tommy, do you remember like stadium shows, like at Giant Stadium or whatever? It's like... You know, I saw the dead there, like '87. The, yep. You know, with with Bob Dylan or whatever, and then like later on, I saw the next one with Steve Miller. But anyway. Steve Miller, yeah, 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 that was '89, right? Steve Miller just 91. played City Field, yeah, yeah. For, right for free. Night. Like no one even cared. They probably threw like soda cans on. I was at the game where Huey Lewis played afterwards. I mean, that's a, that's a good show. But you know, like, do you remember at Giant Stadium or whatever? Like, people would. You know, first of all, they did the wave all the way around. Yeah, you know, sure. that was like fun and shit. Now everyone's like tweeting, yo, fucking, I'm here. Are you here? Anyone's here? Right. Yeah. So let's get a beer. But whatever. You know, like in, in, in the, during those times, it's like everyone like timed it when the lights would go down. Like Dude. 55 people like would fucking bum rush. And, you know, next thing you know, it's like people are just going it's over the wall. the Paradise the City video, man. Yeah. That's the yeah. song. Yeah. That was the who that was. Right, right onto the uh, floor. We'll, we're going to go to a break in a sec, but I'll just close out and say that um, my favorite concert experience was Pink Floyd at Yankee. Yankee Stadium on Ugh. the Division Bell Tour. It was actually I was tripping. I got to put them on the list. All right, not crap. I was tripping balls, and uh, that was just an amazing experience. The fucking lights and the pigs and everything. That was right. an old, you know, it was right. '95, but for me, you know, I was a young kid. It still felt right. like an old timey. You don't get that as much anymore, you know. So no, no one jumps over the wall shows anymore. No, no, you know, no. yeah, everything's so regulated. I mean, I have tickets. You, you, well, you, you know, can't I respect the... it. If you if you bum rush the door, you know what I mean. It's like if you come up with some like great plan to get in and like you go for it, maybe you should just. You don't get have in. to bum rush. You just put it in your laminate and you walk by. It says floor, <laughs> and you walk in. And say thank yeah. you very much. I've sir. been I've been in Mario's car where he was completely drunk and he almost ran over two cops and he's like what do you mean I can't oh. go into this park oh he pulled the Nico at, that uh, happened, giant, yeah. at uh, Jones, Jones Beach, Beach yeah. that happened Tuesday night with your kids in my car I know great and one kid hiding in the trunk <laughs> the cops pulled us over at the Dyfus, marina tied Dyfus uh, line I'm like, one get down I got kids everywhere I'm like get down I'm like what do you mean we can't watch the fireworks here you need a permit to park here so come on how much when's it starting he looks at me he looks at your son and your other the other kids I've got in there he's like alright put it over there and then we, uh, I, I let the boys watch the fireworks. You could talk your way into anything. I, it's it's kind of an amazing thing. I'm kind bag. of embarrassed to do any of that stuff, you know? It's like haggling with 
somebody. I can't do it. I mean, you I talked myself into the Seinfeld thing, you know, on 14th Street, you know, the Seinfeld apartment. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, rebuilt, they rebuilt the... Uh, you know, I see the people set. posting pictures of them in the Seinfeld apartment. Is it, like, available to the public now? Or? Yes, well, but it was, only, a it was only for Yeah, it was only for uh, a week because I think all the, sh- the shows are streaming online, so they, you know, they, they did the... Uh, right, it was a oh, Hulu, right. Hulu event. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it was, like, ridiculous. Everyone loves Seinfeld or whatever, so New York... A New York slant, but you know the line was like an hour and a half at one point, and I had work to to do, and and you know I rolled by. It's like, you know, I talked to the security guard. Hey, you know, let me work an angle. Jedi mind tricks. I did. You know, I mean, I worked an angle. I was in in five minutes, which was great. Well, you, you, do, know? you you were a doorman, so you have the background. I used to work to take tickets at like the Javits Center and stuff, and it, it, all you had to do was have like a hammer on your belt, and you were it. Or a I, box mean, I wouldn't never even question. I mean, you. I look like a roadie anyway, right. so yeah, you know, totally. You, you keep the head up. All and kidding you know. aside, every time, anytime I get into it, need, need to get in a club, usually for business, is with a box of merch. So you got a box of merch in your hands, no one's stopping you. Man. Right? Well, you know, my you face just be is carrying my something. You know, I don't need a, I don't need a yeah. laminate. I've got to write that pass. down. Look Empty in, box filled with newspaper, like, two shirts. This on guy's top. on his way to Lowe's right now. Checklist with that little book. Get some Foo Fighters shirt and put him in a box filled with newspaper. You got to look annoyed. You got to look like this is another day in your life, and this sucks. Oh, there you go. Fucking yep. this Grohl's got me running around. Yup, dressed down, wearing a little talkie-walkie thing on your on your Thank lapel. You. I'm in. Let's I'm take in, a very, very, very quick break, quick break, and we'll be back in about uh, five minutes. Back after this, Mikey. Thank you. Hi, everybody. This is Huey Lewis, live from Mirage, and whenever I'm near New York City, I tune my rent-a-car radio to live from the Barrage. Who got that? You. I won a rap contest in school High school, motherfucker At the column all That's how we do Second thing you need to know Is everything I say is true I killed Osama Bin Laden With my bare hands In the swimming pool It filled with blood Blood flowing out of all of my bottles Champagne corks, blood foam Blood on my rental car Throttle, rattle Bloody orphans Lydia lunch in the paint Making dunks Smoking crank in the morning With topless straight edge punks Dirt covered trucks Pulling up at 5 a.m. Are you champagne, Jerry? Yes, I am XLR, USB Terabyte laces I need 10 subs For the shit Max are known as Making CNN on the treadmill. Fuck that noise. I'm in the snow doing drills with the catch club boys. No tree trunks, no mouse trapping. I only murder when I'm rapping. It brings me back to Three things. The phone rings. It's Prince on the line and he wants the champagne. Three things. The phone rings. It's Beyonce on the line and she wants the champagne. Three things. The phone rings. Champagne Jerry's on the line. Around my wrist is this Belova. You will get big dance in your Camry, big dance if you run me over. I got more classes than you got classes. Full course load, bitches. I like big asses. I like big everything, small everything too. I like women. I like dudes. Read all about it in the Sunday's New York Times. Columns and columns reviews, full color profiles. My wife writes books, bestsellers lists. My friends wanna fuck, wanna twist up a tryst. Pistols in my desk, whistles flipping in the drifts. Mistletoe fucking Valentine whips. I'm married, but I'm not dead. Sasha Gray, porno, flirting with my cousins. Swimming in the Arno. Alan Carr, easy way to quit smoking. My blood's a banned substance, and thus I'm doping. Brings me back to
You know, I was at Catch Club. I was practicing, you know, and Coach was just like, Coach was like, you know, mousetrap. And then, you know that, that fucking guy, Kevin? You know, yeah, Kev. He's like screaming from the left field. He's like, Coach said mousetrap. I'm like, yo, Kev, I know. I heard I heard the coach. He's like, no, no, no. Coach said mousetrap. So I was like, 
Yo, Kev. Yo. For real, CJ. This motherfucker. Yo, Kev. You know what I do? Yo. I tell him like this. Yo, Kev. Don't care what your real name is. I'm gonna call you Yo. Kevin. Kev. Come on. You can be Gary, Mark, Dan, Jerry, Stephen. Come on. The way you're crowding up on me. Stephen. Yo. Your name is Kevin. I'm like the con at a pussy. Own it. I'm like the public enemy of pussy. pussy. Want it. I got more pics of myself with celebrities than a pizza shop owner. I'm Alina Dunham, this shit. Tyler Perry, this shit. Give America its first boner. You know the fly spot where they got the champagne. It's in my mouth. Let's fill it up again. I get tons of sex wearing my dad jeans. All of Taylor Swift's songs are about me. Kevin, we're back live from the brunch here on Radio Nope. <laughs> See you at Catch Club. Yo, yo. Thank you. My son's favorite song. My Make son's sure favorite song. Right. Mario's bar. son's named Kevin, and, and Colette's like, oh, play the Yo Kev song for him. I'm like, well, that's the, right. The first line is, I'm the con at a pussy. I don't think I should play that yeah, for a young well, lad, you know? He'll get there. He'll get there. He, means he, he likes to electrify cats. <laughs> what? He likes to electrify cats. Your son? Yeah, con of pussy. That's oh, what oh, I oh, could oh, tell oh, him that means. Oh, I so. thought you were going to tell me your son tortures animals. or you throw you right out of here. Here, yeah. take that. No. Oh, it's 4th of July. Things are popping over. Dude, watch the guest. Sorry. All right, let's go. Let's <laughs> move the, on with the In game. the honor of 4th of July, I prepared a little prose. <laughs> yes, go ahead, Mario. Here's Happy 4th of July to everybody out there. Prose Celebrating the independence of this great nation, the revolutionary spirit that brought us to this point. I'm a Mario Doodle Dandy, a Mario Dandy do or die, a piece of foreskin from my Uncle John, born right here in the barrage. Mario Dandy went to town riding on his pony, stuck his memory stick in his ass and called it Radio Gold. Wow, amazing. 
Tremendous. Macaroni. No one Let's expected that. Happy 4th of July, everybody. <laughs> kickstart Mario's kickstart new album that. at soul.net. Kickstart your ass out of here. Plugs one, two, three, and four. We didn't know there was a plug four, but here he is. Thank you, everyone. And that's Mario with his 4th of July pros. Great job, Mario. Ryan, you have a game for us this week? We have to remember. Yeah, I just came up with one. We're <laughs> happy that uh, John Z is sticking around to play the game. This is exciting. Thanks, Thanks John. Thanks for doing yeah, this, man. Thanks for guys. coming in, bud. It's a, it's a treat. Yeah. Fun Real stuff. Treat. I don't get little... out to Queens too often, so <laughs> we got we to gotta dig in and, and stick around. Out of Burroughs, baby. Here's the Ryan game. Here's your host, Ryan Collison, everyone. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, I like to play a game once in a while called By the Numbers. Where I ask you a question and you don't have to get the exact number right, you just have to be the one closest to it. And if you this get is it, the worst whiskey I've I ever. I thought you were going to say this was the worst game. I was uh. like, I'm going home. <laughs> price this. is right rules. Can you? No not price is right rules. So you can go over. Yes. Okay. You absolutely can. And the fun part of this game is half the time I lose track of what you said and kind of forget. Great. It's close. One dollar. Yeah, one, one dollar. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't. Know, I didn't even listen to any of that. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> what are you playing with over there? Me? Yeah. I what do you mean? I, I, saw, I saw you mess around with something. I've been J-O-ing the whole show. I, I have a question, though. Like, I'm, I'm very impressed that you guys recycle in this in this space, but then like, right. why do you like piss in that hole right there? It's <laughs> so fucking weird. Yeah. Well, oh. I, you know, my bathroom's on the second floor, and it's, uh, you know, when I, I'm, I'm trying to run the show. It's basically for me. And All then right. when I'm in here doing stuff like construction-wise and... It's, it's just it's easier like recycling to... into nature. All right. Yeah. It's that Port Authority vibe. Listen, I'm, I'm, sa- I'm saving fucking, you know how much water I'm saving pissing in that thing? That's a, uh, what am I flushing? It's a waterless toilet. I'm flushing a gallon and a half of water every time I take a leak. And That's your a... poor neighbor has that urine uh, smelly lake in <laughs> Listen, his yard. Fuck Larry. <laughs> his hat's off to him. Larry, Larry, Larry put a note in my mailbox one day about cleaning up the back of the garage, which I did. Because the, the piss? No, because of all the shit I have back there, like wheelbarrows and scaffolding and shit. Right. So I'm here to say, fuck Larry. Larry, if you're listening, put uh, a note. Put a note in this. Just go like yell out the window. To, you know, I mean, what are you doing, hey Larry? <laughs> fuck your mother's Larry. an animal. That's right, Larry. I got a fucking. I got an ace up my sleeve with you, bitch. Because I don't use the word lightly. I've seen I've seen you hanging out your window, Larry, sneaking cigarettes when your wife's not looking. <laughs> so if you want to play that game, my That's friend, soft. Yeah. I mean, you got to do that. You got bigger problems, right? A grown man sneaking around smoking He's cigarettes. He's got like what? half his body out the window. Larry. Seems like a great idea. Don't he should get a dog, here, and then he could go, go, go walk the dog. Yeah, that's a good idea. Do the old walk the dog business. All right, Ryan, what is it? All right. Let's go while we're young. Oh, come on. I, uh, why, why is Rodney always so fucking mean to me? It's always my fault that, it, that, that, that it's delayed, and that's why it's funny. <laughs> it's not funny to me. It's, it's mean and cruel. I'm dying you. over here. All right. With all the... Uh, all right, so you got to tell me what the number is based on the question. So... Uh, go in order? Yeah, I'll, I'll just keep going go. around. Uh, and then I'll go to. The, you'll be the next first one next round. Gotcha. Why not? Oh, I didn't drink my whiskey yet. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Happy Fourth. Ah, Happy Fourth. The spirit of revolution. Know I could score some goofballs. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? If Michael Phelps were a country on the all-time Olympic gold medal list, where would he rank number-wise? What? I know that. I know that. 
I don't understand. So, who, the question. Do we shout Michael Phelps was a country. Just picture like how many gold medals each country oh, has ever won. Right, 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 right. All right, in okay. history, not just in, in history, one, not in one Olympic game. So we're naming, right. we're naming the country. We're naming right, the country. So let's let's right. let our guest John Z go first. No, let someone, let Tommy go first. Okay, Tommy, let Tommy go, go first. We're naming the country. No, wow, Jimmy Rollins is You're hitting two twelve numerically. Sucks. The name of the game is by the numbers. Yeah, you're naming numerically where he would rank in the list of all the countries if he himself were a country. What number would he rank as far as having the most gold medals? I would say third. 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 He's the third highest. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give you a hint. I'll let you go again. Okay. It's, it's, wouldn't, it's, that's, that's astronomical. <laughs> it's, it's countries more. that have won hundreds of gold medals, probably. Oh, okay. Sir, yes. hey, are you interested in game shows or not? Oh. Game show lover. It's surprisingly high, but it's not that. I didn't print oh. the word fucking lover. Oh, I see what you're saying. Stop giving right. clues. It's a number. It's a number. I'm sorry. Okay, he okay. messed up. 250. All right, Mike. 149. Mario. Uganda. <laughs> are, are there really 200 countries that participate? Uh, don't give them. Don't I, I don't them. know. Just guess a number, you fuck. I don't know. Seventy-eight. Okay, John Z. I would say eighty-five. All right, John. Who? Uh, let me go low and go fifty-eight. All right, John. You eked in there with the right answer. He would rank number thirty-five. Ooh, what two hundred countries? Countries are you stole it. gonna ever keep There's many. Down. There's plenty more than two hundred countries there's, in the world, my friend. And yeah, I, I was just guessing. Isn't it around two fifty? That's around two something. Yeah. I, yeah. Now I understand the game better. Okay. And is that thirty-fifth country Uganda? <laughs> it's yes. Uganda. That's where I Kamala believe. was from. <laughs> I saw Kamala right. fight Hulk Hogan. I'm not even into wrestling. Was that at Madison, Madison Square, Square Garden? Garden. That's yeah, incredible. I got to when Hogan walked by, I slapped him on the shoulder. How'd that go? Wow. Over? It was uh, fine. He He's didn't sweaty even as notice. Hell, right? sweaty, oh, right? total sweat. Yeah, like sweat all over. Coked yeah. out like Splash. crazy, probably, right? Splash. <laughs> well, he's from Tampa, yes. He yeah. got crazy at the Garden for wrestling. I think events, he lost you know? the match. Title would always change hands at the Spectrum or the Garden, nowhere else. Right. Nowhere you're, else. you're a wrestling guy. Did he lose that Absolutely. match? Absolutely. Uh, it was, uh, no, I mean, I'm going to say it was like 89. He was undefeated for so long. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't Kamala beat him, though? I think he probably did. Non title, maybe? Without Mr. Fuji, probably. I don't Mr. think the Fuji. belt was on the line. No, that belt night. was probably not yeah. on the line. All right, Ryan, what do you got? All right. Uh, in the year that Will Chamberlain did not win the MVP, how many points per game did he average? Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? <laughs> Mike, how many points a game? How many points a game did he average? What he was not MVP, right? In the that's years a, he was not MVP? One, the, that's a tough question. The year yeah. that he was not MVP. The one year. Wow, he's MVP every year except for one? Amazing. According to this question. Yeah. Jesus, Louise. Might be a trick question, though. 45. All right. Mario? It was 1978, and it was 35. What did you say, Mike? 45? I did. And Mario said 35. John Z? You know, that's a tough question. Um, yeah, I, I think 35. I mean, he, he did score 100, though, right? Yeah, against the Knicks. Yeah, but, I mean... Who's guarding Wilt? No one's touching that. <laughs> Who's guarding Wilt? <laughs> well, Reggie Miller's sister, she scored 100, too, but that was in college, so... Average. Yeah, no, average. average. It's got to be It's got to be 35. Reggie Miller's sister I said scored 100 so in college? 100, yeah. Wow. Are you saying the same answer as me? I mean, I can yeah. do that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah sure. I mean, you I, can, but it's almost not worth because if you get the answer square, then it's... Uh, if you hit the answer exactly, then you win the you round win. automatically. Think, oh, okay. So... So maybe you want to go one over or one below and right, then try to uh, ding it. I'll go 30, 37. Okay. All right, John. 
Well, I'm going to split the difference. I think, you know, an average score. I mean, you think about today's game of basketball. Nobody, dominated, though. Nobody's dominated. scoring 30 oh, yeah, points was... a game. You know, LeBron James, like, what's his average? Probably 28. I think it's more than that, isn't it? You think? Well, maybe, he's, but he, not he much. Easily, maybe close to 30. What's the average most, of his hairline know? receipts per, per <laughs> season? I mean, when I mean, he's wearing weird. that headband so far back, <laughs> it's like a yarmulke yeah. at this When it's point. a big deal, when Kobe drops like 40 on the Knicks a couple of years ago, that's a big deal. I mean, you know, all right, I'll just guess. And I'll go, He's when he's not an MVP, he averaged 32 points a game. All right, Tommy? I'm going to say 26. All right, the right answer is 50.9. What? Oh. Hairdo. Who is the MVP? Jesus fucking Christ. Hairdo's the best around. <laughs> uh, Hairdo, you get it. You're the best. Wow. Around. Oh, please. I, I know you, you don't have time to look it up, but please, somebody, tell me who the MVP was that year. <laughs> if you're, he's Probably, I would guess Bill Russell. You're right. He's averaging 51 points a game, and he's not the MVP. John, were you going to say something? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, that's just incredible. We yeah. just 50 met, points a game. Give we me just a break. Met, uh, fucking, I hope I'm not getting this information off like click hole or something like that right now. But. We just met Clyde Frazier the other day. Nicest great. guy. Yeah, yeah nice really nice guy. guy. Somebody recently told me he was a big pervert back in the day, too. He's I mean, got the he look. Had, he had that mirrored ceiling. Yeah, I mean, him and Magic, it, they would know? all hang out. Him and, uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Joe Namath. I mean, they dominated the New York sports, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah of course, Mr. New York. And there's no, uh, there's no footage of him scoring 100 points. By the way, when I met... Him against the Knicks. When I met Clyde a couple weeks back, he was wearing like a t-shirt and sweatpants of like really t-shirt he was wearing a wife beater dressed down no, and, and, and a, uh, yeah. and a was, running jacket he was wearing a running jacket that had his name uh, emblazoned really yeah it's awesome but he was he didn't you know he was not he was dressed down he still has that white rolls <laughs> royce though em- so. emerson Booza showed me his 69 super bowl ring i took a picture of it his knuckles i mean i don't want to stereotype but they were gigantic I big mean, knuckles like a, you gotta you know you and gotta, he's got that ring it was a beauty to behold. That's probably the like a Jets size 11 right there. Super Bowl <laughs> rings. The one and only. Well, fuck the Jets. All right, All right so Mike's got a point. John's How many uh, touchdowns did Joe Namath score in the Jets Super Bowl win? That would be zero. That's right. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. He's not even he score shit. He guaranteed a win, didn't throw a touchdown pass. Right. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Well, Mark Messier came through with there the There you uh, go. Promise. Sure did, you my friend. I mean? That's right. I mean, how many times did Ewing yeah. promise? You know what I mean? <sighs> they ran him out of town to Orlando <sighs> from Bum Messier. City. Yep. John, greatest pick of all time? What do you got? So tough. I know. You know, you uh, say Ewing with no championship. Nah, before. Willis Reed. Man, yeah, come there on. There you go. Willis. I mean, you know, we heard the leg. story like a thousand times. It's like, it's like that story is like the Nikki Six story when <laughs> when he died, like <laughs> in OD'd, and then he came back. So the Nikki you know, Six let, story. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Next question, please. Can't right, argue Mario, with Willis Reed. You'll go first, Mario. What does? The average. How many dimples does the average golf ball have? I want to say this is a Ryan game. Golf repeat, ball is about one and a half. I agree, Tom. No, you're wrong. Uh, you're DPI wrong. times seventy-eight. Um, <laughs> the, I would say a hundred and forty-four. That's too high. All right, John. 70, 72. I agree that it's too high. John says. John Z says seventy-two. I'm, you know, that's you're being that's influenced a, by a lot of people's information. No, I before Mario even answered, I thought a hundred was way too high. Okay, and uh, John, I think is right in the zone. John, you said 70, 72. 72? Like, you know, I'm trying to think if it's an even or odd number. I, I'm thinking odd. I'm thinking there's 
49 dimples on a golf ball. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to double John Z's number and go for 144 and even gross. 144. <laughs> what did I say? Get that did gross. I say that? Get those bottle rockets going. <laughs> what, did I say? what did you say? I need a gross of uh snakes. I thought yeah, I, the I thought he fire took what I had in We're there. having a really lame party. What did you say, man? I think I had 140 something too. Yes. You want to you want to split 144? You want to give, give give a different number? Come on, let's go. Can we rewind the I'll, episode? I'll and go 140. Take a okay. guess and 140, 144. Heard 96. 96. All right, 144 is the closest answer. Oh, oh. oh. way too high. And you guys are way off. It's 336. Wow. What? Wow. Get the fuck out. Give me a golf ball. Damn it, Tommy. I had you stole that from me. Wow. Kyle in the chat box saying 84. Champagne Herschel in the chat box saying 75. <laughs> wow, we're all off. Wow. Terrible. I forgot to square it. That's why. What, what was the final number? 336. Three, oh, so it is even. 336. Oh, and uh, the score is uh, John Houlihan won, and Tommy has one. And Mike Howells has one. And, and John Z has two. Moving on to the fourth question. By the way, I didn't. I don't know if you know no, this. No, that's a Z. That's not a Z. Oh. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Ouch, babe. John keep, uh, told I, me during the break score. that he actually wrote for Trivial, Trivial Pursuit. That's true. Wow, that's true I didn't story. know that. Yeah, I mean, it's not showing right now, but it's a true story. <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan. All right. Um, uh, ten, uh Stop Tennis it. star Venus Williams has been uh, uh, ranked number one in uh, the WTA rankings through much of her career. How many Grand Slam titles does she have? John Z, you go first. Because we're such big fucking tennis fans. Venus, Venus or Serena? Venus. Venus. Grand Slam titles? Ooh. Yes. See, Serena's the more successful sister. That's true. Uh, I would say I would say three Grand okay. Slams. John Houlihan. All right. Uh, so you're saying Grand Slam, I guess, is Wimbledon, U.S. Open. Right. Uh, French Open. French Open and the other one. There's, one, there's four. Open? Isn't that what it is? No. Yeah. I think you might, uh, yeah. Heritage might, might be right That's there. That's right. Oh, uh, I think she won early in her career a lot. They were always battling. You know, I'll go with John. I'll say three. I'll, I'll, I'm going to double up on the three. I know it's not the exact right answer because you would have already announced it. That's right. Yeah. But I'm going to uh, surrender strategy, and I think three is... A good bet. I'll okay. say two. All right, John, uh, Mike, six, six, and Mario. All right, the closest two, or it, and somebody said two. Yeah, I said two. One. There you go. That's strategy. So we got All one, right. two, three, six. Mike Howes is the closest. He was off by one. Ow. She has won seven Grand Slam uh, titles. Wow. Where was I in her career? Oh, nice, Harry. You were you were doing numeric strategy, which I like the guess of one because everyone had already gone, and you could have just hit it right in the head. Right. I, I was gonna go one over Mike to take anything over six. How many does Serena have? A million. She's got a lot. She dominated for years. Um. Pitching great uh, Cy Young uh, obviously has an award name for him for the greatest pitcher each year in baseball. How many wins did he have in his in his career? Cy Young here. <laughs> career wins for Cy Young. Career wins for this Cy is Young. crazy. I'm so bad at sports stats. Yeah, I'm bad at sports stats uh, too, man. I, believe I just you, don't have the mind for it. First, I can't remember. John Z, you go first. Throw me some music questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I'm How many albums is Iron Maiden? Cy Young wins. Oh, 
Now, how many wins did he Cy Young have? Like, I don't right. even have a benchmark of a pitcher. Yeah, like, I, mean, I, I don't know, thousand. I don't, who Just throw a number at John Hulahan or John Z. Uh, who, me? Anyone. Yeah, Hulahan to go. All right, well, uh, let's say he played 20 years. Uh, 20, 20 wins is a lot a year. Let's go two times four. Let's go. Uh, he's got 367 wins. All right, 367. Tommy? 198. I got to go 150. Okay. What about you, Mike? Why do I have to go? Go ahead, fucko. No, it's going this way. I went first last time. <laughs> you think this is the real Quaid? It is. I don't know why I played that sound effect. <laughs> 212. I really have no idea. 212. All right, go ahead. And Mario? 369. That's from the golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> He's two questions behind. Yeah. He still got it right, though. You Interesting gotta... fact. Ty Cobb has exactly the amount of wins that are on the golf ball. <laughs> Let's hear it, right? They modeled the golf ball after right. his win streak. <laughs> the right answer was 511. Oh, <laughs> I think I won. Yeah, John. Still the most. Wait, no, no, no. No, Mario, I had, I had three, Damn 369. It. Fuck. <laughs> wow, 500. Because you stole it. going to ever keep me down. 500 wins? That's why he's Cy Young. That's ridiculous. I think 30 wins, 40 wins a season. They yeah, used to pitch every play- third oh, day. Well, yeah, this all, is right. You're all right. All the players were half pitch. in the fucking bag. He was <laughs> striking out. Like Mario is absolutely right. You, they pitch every third day. There was no five-man rotation, right. and there was no. it was not the age of the reliever, so there would be no reliever to come in. They'd pitch you know, almost you know, a complete game, if not eight innings. It's old-timey. Old-timey. Fuck. Fuck. Yep. What do you got, Ryan? Oh, there you have it. All right. Rock and roll. Who's the Brian you? game will change your Tommy? life. Tommy? <laughs> What year was Elvis Presley born? <laughs> Three seconds. Nineteen forty-one. All right, hairdo. Nineteen thirty-seven. Okay, Mario. What year are we in now? No, 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 no. I was no, doing no, math. No, 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 no. Lightning round. Three seconds. I know he's born the year my father was born. And <laughs> what's that? I don't know. You don't know your dad's own <laughs> birthday because uh, you're a piece of shit. Uh, three. Uh, Carry the one. Four, 19 Time's up 1930 Time's up. 1940 1940 yeah, 1940 I'm wrong Alright John Z 1938 Alright 1938 is the year my father is born And my dad's oh. still alive I think Elvis is older than my dad I'll say 1935 You are right on the money Yeah Damn it Nail on the head My father's gonna be 80 That's 1935 You ain't nothing but a hound I know that because when Elvis died My father Father cried. I've never really? seen him cry. He Your father has been in the country for forty years. He can't speak a word of English. No, for some reason he was crying. I'm like, why? Be kikyanji, papa. And he's like, I'm more to Elvis Presley. I'm the same age as Elvis Presley. If he could die, I could die any minute. Stay forty. Stay forty, papa. That's exactly what I told him. John Z. Uh, Beach Boys. Crap or not crap. You know, I just saw a documentary and uh, uh, pretty tremendous. The know? one that just had love and yeah, mercy. Yeah, I got to yeah. go see that this weekend. Not crap. That's Great not a documentary though. So not oh, crap. Not, you're right. You're right. Not a documentary. A oh, that's the Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Bi- biopic. Biopic. Not crap based on what you learned from no, the documentary but, you know, or I mean, from your overall before then. Overall before that. By the way, uh, uh, Brad and Conan both in the chat box getting thirty-five in the head. And uh, you know, what was the last question you just asked? What Sorry, young. No. Oh, no, the most recent one? No. Why are you reading that off the chat box? No, I forgot what we were talking about. Uh, I no, I haven't looked at the chat box in a long time. Presley. Yeah. No. Go ahead, Ryan. What, what well, you were talking two. about after the... <laughs> <laughs> crap or not crap the oh, Beach Boys. I want to not crap the Beach Boys because uh, I don't get the... Like, you know, all right, the Beach Boys, whatever, but I don't get the hate. 
Yeah, I agree with that. The hate I mean, that doesn't like, register. It comes from the uh, the all the hype around pet sounds, so people want to hear that when they people hear that all hyped up, they know. They're a band. They were they weren't mind blowing or whatever. I the, the first one American of the first Beatles, baby. Re- records I ever had was the forty five of Good Vibrations, and that was when they were tripping out. Yeah, yeah but like, how can you hate on sunshine and surfing? It's just like, yeah, that's yeah like, of course, I love that. That's shit. like Van Halen. This is like, if you don't like Van Halen, you you probably don't like sunshine. Not you know? a big you know Beach I mean? Boys right. promoter, but I don't get to hate at all. Yep. All right, so Mike, uh, what in what year did Pet Sounds come out? Was it released? Why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering people? Sixty-four. Okay, eighteen sixty-four. <laughs> <laughs> you must. God only knows what I'd be without you. Listen to my Victrola. <laughs> I have some new sounds. <laughs> Let's all uh, pick the year I was born, 1962. Um, uh, John? Uh, uh, definitely John later. John Z? Oh, sorry. 67. All right. John Houlihan? Uh, 68. And Tommy? 1965. Never fog hat. It was <laughs> 69, wasn't it? Well, we got two winners on this one. 65 and 67 are closest to 1966. Oh. So I won, right? Buddy, on the board. Yeah. On the board. Fuck. That's right. They weren't into the psychedelic stuff in 62. That came in. Of course it's later. 62 is way too early for psychedelics. That's like I want to hold your hand and... uh, Correct. Very, uh, you know, bubblegum. Right, right. Mom rock. (laughs) All right, uh, Mario. That's me. That's That's me. That's you. What year were the Everly Brothers inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That's a crazy question. <laughs> it is a crazy Who question. Who knows that? The Everly Brothers. Well, think about when they started inducting people. Yeah, bye, bye, points. It was the late 80s. Bye, bye, winning. 86. Right on the money. There we go. Oh, oh no. Thank you, Tommy. Mm. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> they must have been on the He just nailed it. He's like early. Yeah, one of the first. I think so maybe Mario, the first round. Mario gets the point and we're done, right? Bonus point. He got it. Nope, you just get it right away. I was going to just get it right away. Mm. 86. Yeah, the Mets won the World Series, I think. <laughs> and the Everly Brothers were inducted into the Hall of Fame. Was there even a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in '86? That's crazy. It was in someone's yeah. garage. Yeah, <laughs> right here. It was in the fr- on Danzig's lawn. <laughs> Sign those parliaments, man. News date: 1986. The Mets win the World Series, and the Everly Brothers are inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> exactly. You got a few more, Ryan? Newsreel. Dateline. <laughs> All right. Um, what in what year was uh, this? Is for John Z. What year uh, did the song "Remains the Same" hit theaters? Nineteen seventy. Oh, hold on. It's either three or seven. Um, I would have to say seventy-seven. All right, John Houlihan. Seventy-eight. All right, Tom Rock. Oh, damn it. Just to, just to fuck with John Z, I'm going to say 1973. Jerk off. All right. <laughs> Way too early. And hairdo? 75. And Mario? I was at that 
movie. Why does Mario get to go last? 1976. He's just making it up. He's guessing in between. Because we've been going in order. Yeah, he went first last time. Yeah. Oh, okay. 1976. Right on the money, Mario. Uh, of course he is. Money, uh, Mario. The, what's the name of this game? Process of right. fucking elimination? The show was 73. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we burnt down yeah, the Drake Theater because the screen stopped halfway through, and then <laughs> Greg Train threw a bottle of whiskey through the screen, and then people... It was a teenage riot. It was in the news. Where was Drake that? Drake Theater on Woodhaven Boulevard. That's I don't know if you want to mention that on the air, but <laughs> you <laughs> burnt someplace down. But well, yeah. Statues yeah. of Limitations were Mario, inspired. Mario, we wild theme. Half Mario of those people in that theater are dead. So He gets to start now, right? Because this is New, no, new no, Greg you, Train. Was, you're going first this time. He's gone last every time. I have not. No, he went first the last time, and he uh, when it was his turn this to go correct. first, he hit it right on the nose. All right, nose, fine. Right one. fine. Uh, jealousy does not suit you, my friend. I know. I'm an angry person. I'm going to go to classes with Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guy, Ryan. All right. I hate to lose. Don't we all... That's why I sucked at softball, because I sucked. <laughs> In what year did the police break up, John? Oh, shit. <laughs> Not soon enough, my friend, in my opinion. Well, it was, it was after the Synchronicity Tour. In the so. U.S. Hold on, it's John Hulan. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to go 1989. All right, Tommy Rockstar. Get the hell out of here. No. 1983. All right. What? Uh, they're in their heyday. My uh, my cowls. Are does this? I have. A, this is a clarifying question. Stop that. Does this count as? <laughs> Stop that. Does Stop this, that. Does this? Uh, you know they Stop did that, that. Don't stand so close to me. And then they had that reu- reunion in the in the two thousand. You can't this count is, that. Two thousand eight. This is before that, correct? We're counting like when they broke up the band. And yeah, 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 yeah. In the eighties or whatever right. the hell it yeah, is. Eighty four. And 1984 is correct. I didn't uh, even get a chance to go, though. We no. hit it on the head. We're all done. Because he stole it from us. Mike, his hairdo is the best around. 84, really? Because yeah, the Synchronicity Tour was 83 into 84, oh, and then there was a wrap. Yeah, we were close. John, you would have got 84. Right? What were you going to say? Absolutely, 84. Yeah, okay. I, think I, saw I just had to make sure Don't Stand So Close to Me 86 and that other reunion didn't count. There was an early show. There was an early show at CBGB's and followed by the Ritz a few months or the year later. Uh, Brad Weissenberger on the chat box saying, Nope, it's 1986, and he's saying you're wrong. That's because they, they did like one show at Giant Stadium yep. and handed off their fucking right. gear to, but, to but the, the band. The Sting officially yeah. pulled the plug in 1984 <laughs> on the band. Okay. Right. Okay. Take that, BRW. <laughs> All right. After- uh, Mike met Sting and called him Gordon and got thrown out of the backstage. That's a great story. What's the story of that? <laughs> right, Harry will tell you a story. Okay. Oh, he's- we need that story right now. Uh, I've told it. I can't tell it to the audience. Go ahead. I'll go tell, ahead. tell, 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 tell Give us a nutshell. Uh, I, I, I Somehow I, I, went, I went from the last row to the front row at, at the Paramount Theater, which is the old Bell <laughs> Forum. Great story. And I went backstage. I, I wanted to meet Vinny Caliuta, the drummer, because I'm a big fan of him from his Zappa work. I get backstage, and while I'm meeting Vinny Caliuta, they said, hey, would you like to meet, while you're here, would you like to meet Sting? And I said, sure, what the fuck? You know, I'm here. I've got nothing better to do for the next 10 minutes. So they bring me into this room, and there's like a a, kind of like a little line of people, like going to meet him, and he's standing around, and he's there, and he, you know, being cordial, I guess, if you will, because he's kind of an asshole. And I could read he was an asshole (laughs) while I'm waiting online. And... I walked up and I and I thought I would win him over by saying how what a big fan I was and I'm because I I was a big police fan I'm a bass player all this bullshit I I, I used to be a fan of his until this moment and I walked up I said Gordon it's such a pleasure to meet you like what did you say and he's like 
Well, I'm like Gordon. Is uh, that maybe, his real name? Yeah, yeah Gordon, Gordon Sumner. Sumner. He's he was on Alf, and he <laughs> fucking hits the roof. I out, out, out! <laughs> like an old Englishman, he's like, I want him out. And what like, a dick! And like. Like I, you know, the old movies where they like throw like you know like two security guards take a guy by the arm and the leg on each side. You were like Hannibal Lecter. Like, one, two, three, and throw you out the door. Yeah. I got fucking like kicked out. It on was the, like, like Beverly Hills Cop two. That's I'm, a great story. And I'm, I, I remember right through I got, the window. I and I still thank God I still had my Vinnie Cali to drumsticks in my pocket. And I ended up getting all cut up, ripped my jeans, ripped my shirt, like all this shit. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened to me? <laughs> Hairdo's got a shit list and he's on the top of it. <coughs> out, yeah, like, out, Tommy, out. Were you ever, were you ever kicked you know out what? of the Ritz Actually, back I feel in the day? What? Were you ever kicked out of the Ritz back in the day? Believe it or not, I never made it to the Ritz. I never made it to the yeah. Ritz. Because they used to throw people out the back. Well, I saw no Public problem. Enemy and uh, Anthrax at the Ritz. people out. Yes. I've never been thrown out of a Young couple. black teenagers open. That, that, that was the Studio 54 Ritz. Yeah, Uptown, 54th Ritz. Right, different. Webster Hall Ritz. Right. I mean, what I wouldn't give it to be at the Guns N' Roses race. The, back uh, the Public day. Image show was a big, another big um, Public Image Limited show, right? It was a big 89? riot too because he played behind the screen and he yeah, wouldn't come out. Bottles and, and shit at the. And my friend uh, Greg trained Newt threw a bottle right through the screen yep. and we all got. Yep. Uh, yeah, is it was weird? The happy tour. <laughs> <laughs> is it weird that I like like I like PIL, but I'd rather listen to PIL than the Sex Pistols. No, I can understand that. But. I think it's weird. That's all right. Yeah. You're getting art. Like if I had a choice I, to put some, something on it. I could be wrong. I could be right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really. I'm not, public Image. Public Image is a great song. I don't. Mm. I'm just. Public, I, Sex Pistols just seem kind of forced and fake to I'm me. not a fan of either. So, mm. And that's just me. Per, I'm not calling them shit or <laughs> John anything. John Z is like sighing uncontrolled. You know. Sex Pistols well, what, what, what's on marketing. The what's your take? What's your take on the? <laughs> I like both, you know. I'm a, yeah, I, like I see both. I'm a Ramones diehard. That's die like, you know, I love the Clash, but I'm not like a big audio dynamite super fan. There you you go. Know, people were so hot on them, but yeah, yeah it wasn't one of them. Like yeah, me said, either. We're more Ramones guys over here, you know, than anything. <laughs> All right, let's move on with the game. Yeah, do you want to do one All more, right. one more, or two more? Let's uh, do Kev. First one to five. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Well, what's right. the scores? What am I up to? We'll do a lightning round then. I'll I have scores. two. Uh, John has two. Tommy has two. John has one. Mario has three, and Mike has three. Mario and Mike. Oh, oh God. God. Hairdo's good. Hairdo always wins. Come on, John Z. Let's pick this up. This is <laughs> ridiculous. All right. Uh, we left off, and Tommy, you're next. Yeah. All right. How old is Keith Richards? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'd say uh, Keith Richards is shit. 72. All right. Hairdo. 74. Mario. I mean, he looks so. He looks like a thousand. Seventy. This is a great 70, question, but Keith Richards has no one. age. 71. 71 is right. No. Oh, come on. That's the way we do it. Aha, uh-huh, aha. Uh-huh. I like it. Off the Bullshit. top. Mario off the top rope. Yep. Off the, the top rope. All right, Mike. How old is Charlie Watts? He was the youngest, wasn't he? Maybe. All right, don't influence me. Shush. The baby of the group. <laughs> Charlie Watts is the only guy to punch Mick Jagger out. That's right. You would never think that. It's crazy. Well, his fists are 80. By the way, yeah, <laughs> he had he had. Charlie he came Watts. out of the room, the womb fist first. People think Charlie Watts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> both fists. They think he's a shitty drummer, and people couldn't be more wrong. Charlie Watts is a great drummer. He has a whole body of a career, to and he's ready to punch Mick Jagger in the face. That's already a million points. What do you got here, dude? Seventy-three, Mario, for the win. People say that he's the youngest. I thought he was the oldest. I thought he was the oldest. That's what 75. I think. John Z? I mean, he's got to be older than Gene Simmons. So 
I would say, yeah, uh, 68. Okay. Uh, John Houlihan? Uh, Charlie Watts is 77 years old. And Tommy Rockstar? 69. And there are two people that score on this, but it doesn't matter because Mario is one of the two closest. Yes, baby! No. 74 years old. Wow. And Mario achieves five points, and you're the winner of this week's round. Champion. Pass the prize oh, over this right. way. Pass the challenge. Congratulations to you, sir. You've Got been schooled, shit. gentlemen of the barrage. Bullshit. Nice job, Mario. We Good got job, a soggy Mario. cannoli for you. Twenty-two dollar cannoli. <laughs> Cannoli's coming your way, Mario. I friend. raised my flask. Mario for all never those wins. That I gentlemen like of the barrage. Hi. All right, we got news, or what are we doing? Yeah, we'll do some quick news, and then we'll some please quick news. Quick news. We'll get John Z on the train. Good job, John. Thank you for participating in the game. And, uh, I did just as well as you, which was horrible, and Mario somehow pulled it out. I can't believe Hairdo never win. I thought Hairdo was a shoo-in. Yeah, he got four points. He's off to an early lead, but I surpassed him. Much like a thoroughbred. You know I was grabbing a beer. Just, just uh, clarify for me how old is Charlie Watts? 74. What did I say? 73? So, yeah. Five? One of you guys said 75. The other said 73. I said 77. Yeah. I was way under. Tommy Rockstar's Bullshit. <laughs> Non-breaking news. Tommy Rockstar. All right, Tommy, what's in the news? All right, a lot going on today. A lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> this one's uh, Dateline. Are you offended by the, uh, the the sound clips? No, I think they're great. Oh, okay. It makes for great radio. Make it sure. All right, this it's one's... not out. really that funny. I, can, I just not do it. I love them. I actually love them. <laughs> this one's uh, Dateline out of Tampa Realness. <clears throat> As Hulk Hogan prepares for a $100 million sex tape lawsuit against Gawker Media, a Florida judge has ruled that the 60... 16- heard about this. Yep. The 61-year-old entertainer will officially be allowed to wear a key piece of his costume in court. The mustached and mullet wrestler, known for his... <laughs> no, I like your own personal uh, take little, there. little prayer, too. Uh, known for wearing bandanas emblazoned with Hulkamania across his brow, will be able to wear one plain bandana in court. This according to Florida Judge State <laughs> District Court Judge Pamela Campbell. And he'll be able to rip his shirt off one time during the <laughs> proceeding. Uh, Judge Campbell also ordered that the Hulkster be uh, addressed in court by his real name, Terry Jean Bolia. Bolea. Now that's Bolea. Italian. Terry Bolea. Terry Bolea. That's did, you get, that's Italian. did you get kicked out of WrestleMania when you addressed the Hulk <laughs> as Terry? <laughs> uh, uh, the uh, oh, the judge also reminded both sides of the trial that this is not going to be a carnival come hell or high water, insisting that there will be <laughs> judicial serenity and See, calm. they need to have, like, Doug Llewellyn in the people's court outside and, like, them screaming. Bow, you know? down, down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why, why they let them wear the do-rag, though? Exactly. I don't know. I mean, if you... I, I, I guarantee you he, he made, like, a petition to the court saying, listen, I'm a, I'm a celebrity and I, I have... I have, um... A reputation or an image to uphold, and I don't want people to see me in my bald state right, or whatever. Right, right. That's bullshit. When he, re- Why, when he wrestled, he 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 didn't wear a do rag. I mean, because well, he, he had hair. hair. He just well, had the headband. Can't you just wear a like? Is it a crime to wear a hat to the you, court? You can't like, wear a hat in the court. You can't wear a hat. No, you're kidding. You can't wear like a fedora or something. Yes, now no. he can, but 
Hogan sued New York-based Gawker after the website published a two-minute highlight reel from an upcoming 30-minute sex tape that showed the former WWE star having sex with the wife of radio shock jock Bubba the Love Dude, Sponge. Dude, you ever watch that fucking tape? It was like years ago. I right? have seen it. It's, it's fucking disturbing. It's gotta be horrible. Yeah, Isn't he no, taking I, cell phone calls on a flip I phone? mean, listen, I'm not saying no, that Paris. And any sex tape with any of us in it would be horrible. What are you talking about? My sex tapes are all fucking <laughs> cinematography. <laughs> 70 millimeter. I have the whole collection. I've seen your butt hair is in HD, dude. It's great. Yeah, no, I, I got an IMAX camera in my house. <laughs> strapped to your wall. This is after he had sex. Mike has a GoPro strapped to his balls. <laughs> this is after he had sex with the wife of Radio Shock Jock Bubba the Love Sponge Clem, who was once the wrestler's best friend. This is the problem. Like a guy named Bubba the Love Sponge from Florida is like makes millions of dollars, and, we're, and, we're, and we make nothing. <laughs> that is a problem. It's it's a problem. But we're on our way up. Uh, the Hulk's the Hulk's legal team, which claims the video was shot without its client without his client's con- uh, permission or knowledge, charges that that its posting by Gawker was an invasion <laughs> of privacy. Music is Thank you. I mean, this is like five years later, though. Yeah, right? I guess I mean, so. I guess it's just making its way to court. Right. To be fair, I don't think that he had any knowledge the tape was being made. That's fucked up. If he yeah, didn't, it was like security footage of like the house, or maybe they no, put like a camera in the like top in of the bedroom. Room. But it was like also one of those like night vision. She guys. set him up. Right, right, yeah. Right, right, right. I mean, if you don't have knowledge of it, I don't see how that you can't have a case. I mean, that's, that's he's going to win. Gawker's whole case is that Hulk Hogan's a public figure, right? And they've Really I think done other th- other videos and I think with him because in the it. other party was was privy to the knowledge of it. Or That's whatever. it. It says right here: Gawker's defense is that Hulk Hogan has been dishing out details of his sex life for years. It's flimsy, man. I mean, he was on I'm Howard no- Stern. He, he he was like really open with it too. So I'm go. no big city lawyer, but uh. <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry, whatever his name is, <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry. Uh, um, I love that game. <laughs> if uh, if the Hulkster wins and the jury, which by the way is from his hometown, awards him anything close to hundred million dollars, it would actually bankrupt Gawker. Uh, recently, the Hulk's legal team asked, Fuck <laughs> asked, asked the court to block the media from seeing the tape during trial, but a number of media organizations have been opposing the motion. You <laughs> <laughs> should fight it out maybe in a steel uh, cage at some point. Right. Gawker <laughs> Media versus Hulk. Exactly. <laughs> Madison Square Garden with the right. money. You in have, the you have like the, the, the five nerds who are the head of Gawker stand on each other's uh, <laughs> uh, shoulders in like a big trench coat and Hulk Hogan has to fight them in a ladder I match. I am Gawker Media. <laughs> <laughs> One ticket, please. <laughs> Who's defending the Hulkster in this case? Captain Kamala. Lou or Vince McMahon? <laughs> <laughs> Glory all red bandana. (laughs) (laughs) This story is out of California. What you gonna do, brother, when legal details run wild on you? (laughs) A disoriented dolphin swimming aimlessly in the Southern California... Aimlessly? No, 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 that's Malcolm Brenner. <laughs> right. ah, that's an interesting dolphin. He has no anus. Swimming aimlessly in Southern California, recently leapt onto a boat, cr- uh, crashing into a woman and breaking her ankles before punching her daughter in the face. <laughs> it's like that, that wild band of monkeys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chrissy Frickman, her husband, and their two children were on board the boat on June 21st, celebrating their wedding anniversary when the incident occurred, terrorizing the family. (laughs) For reasons unknown, the dolphin became separated from its pod that was swimming alongside its family vessel. Uh, I know about the story because I I subscribe to (laughs) assholedolphin.com. After jumping on the boat, the confused dolphin, weighing 350 pounds, dived into Mrs. Frickman, crushing her legs, frantically thrashing her. Dude, 350 is no joke. No, dude. 
before managing to punch Mrs. Frickman's daughter in the face. How can he punch anybody? He doesn't have arms. No, that's what it says here. As the male, <laughs> Take they're that, pretty you. smart. He has like a fake up, fake arm, like the, uh, the the punching the the boxing glove on a on extendo. <laughs> thing you know these as, dolphins are down there they have uh, all day under the sea to think of this shit <laughs> as the melee continued the woman's husband Dirk Frickman and an- <laughs> anybody who gets punched in the face whose name is Dirk I'm f- all for it <laughs> an animal lover begins then s- splashing water onto the dolphin by to the way keep Dirk it- Frickman uh, versus Hogan this week at <laughs> Brooklyn Bowl the Dirk Frickman an animal lover began splashing water on the dolphin to keep it alive I quote I was letting it go I was letting go I don't of- think that, that's how Fish work. <laughs> I was letting go for the wheel every 30 seconds, slowing down and pouring water on it, Mr. Frickman told TRNN. <laughs> I could hear my phone buzzing and beeping on the floor, but it was covered in blood. The dolphin was hopefully saved as it swam away with no problem, he His said. His wife is laying there with no ankles and, and a bloody nose, and he's covering the dolphin in water. Exactly. Happy anniversary. Sounded like my, my, my anniversary last night. I wish my uh, like a vacation anniversary would go horrible for, for me, so I have an excuse to like, just lay in bed the whole time in air conditioning and not go outside. The Frickmans are recovering from their respective injuries and are working through their bizarre ordeal. Uh, by the way, the Frickmans on NBC every uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, Thursday nights. Oh, man. Must see TV. Starring the fat guy from uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> this story is out of Germany. A robot has killed a worker at one of Volkswagen's production plants in Germany, the automaker said. Oh, yeah, Wednesday. I heard about this. Did, Germany. Right? It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> this is a crazy story. The man named... Just height! Just height! <laughs> and everybody's cheering for Ronald. <laughs> I knew you were going to give us this one time. How was yeah. the trip to yeah. Mars? Get your ass to Mars. The man named... Hans Flippendorf. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, rest in peace. Sorry, but I am, you know... I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> Died Monday at the plant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, which was about 62 miles north of Frankfurt, a VW spokesman said. I haven't clicked on any of these uh, robot kills, you know, right. worker guys, because what are the details? So I don't know. Right. Here are the details. The 22-year-old worker was part of a team that was setting up the stationary robot. When Why it- are you laughing? A man's dead. <laughs> I'm just reading you fucking it's not my news. Funny. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> you no, laugh. That's funny. It? Um, when it randomly grabbed and crushed the man against the metal plate. Oh, yep. worst, buddy. You know how many times I could die at work like that? You do work in a, in a tough position. Ugh, you don't rough. work with robots. Well, not yet. <laughs> you should see the guys I work with. They're robots. <laughs> the spokesman said uh, the initial uh, conclusions indicate... <laughs> Uh, that human error was to blame, uh, rather than a robot being of the problem. Of course. Who, who wants to bl- blame the robots in this politically <laughs> correct environment? You can't do that. These robots, which can be perform- uh, programmed to perform tasks in, its, in the assembly process. VW said the robot normally... Tasks op- like murder? <laughs> the v- Stop it. <laughs> BW said the robot normally operates within a confined area of the plant, grabbing auto parts and manipulating them. Usually we keep the robot, we uh, let him go to lunch in the, his own room, we keep him in the corner... Another worker was present when the incident occurred, but wasn't harmed. He declined to give any more details about the case, citing an ongoing installation. <laughs> Robot operator I, like Hans Grohlman like refused point, to give any details. I'd like to point out that somebody sent me this story, and it was tweeted by a woman named Sarah O'Connor. Wow. Yes, oh, I saw that. That's Rise awesome. And, and, yeah, and then and the whole and then everybody on Twitter what came after this lady like Skynet's taking over, <laughs> and she's like, I've never seen the movie. I don't know what you guys are <laughs> yeah. talking about. Her name just happened to be Sarah O'Connor, and she tweeted. Well, about the woman it. in the movie Sarah Connor. She's like, I, yeah. I realize now that I have a similar name, but I didn't. I have, and she's like, yeah. and at the end of this whole like Twitter diatribe, she's like, let's just not forget a man died here. Right. I didn't know his name was Hans Frillman or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right. <laughs> that makes it okay. I think he played bass on uh <laughs> on the first two Crocus the first records. UFO <laughs> records. German U- German news UFO, agency. crap, not crap, John. Oh, crap. 110% crap. Really? Even yeah. Eddie UFO. Trunk loves the first UFO oh, record Oh, he's his so favorite much. band. Do you watch that metal show? I saw them live I recently. I do. I do once do in a you? while, yeah. you know? Very I mean, they're, they're very biased to what they like and what oh, they yeah. don't like. Well, Eddie Trunk is a big kiss-ass. Any band that's on, it would be like, oh, Winger was great. It's kiss-ass Kip Winger on. Winger. Yeah. Come on, Eddie Trunk, you fucking shill. And finally, in local news, this is the last story of the night. You guys might have an opinion on this. By the way, Eddie Trunk next Friday. <laughs> After Mark Maron. Make sure you have a salad for him. Yeah, <laughs> <a> salad. <laughs> uh. I love when fat guys lose weight and they look sick. It's great. <laughs> um, hip-hop legends, <laughs> the Beastie Boys, have recently filed for trademark applications for live perform- performances. Right, I saw this, too. So now... People are speculating that they'll actually play live, but that's not going to happen. Sparking, Never no. Gonna happen. Never going to happen. Sparking some to believe that the rap group might be considering the idea of performing mm, live again. Nope. However, unlikely. No. Unlikely. Earlier this week, surviving... 100% unlikely. Uh, earlier this week, surviving members Mike D. and Adam Adrock Harvitz uh, filed a trademark application with the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Yo, Kev! For the Beastie Boys' name in conjunction with, quote, live performances by a musical group, said lawyer David Lisbermram. Yeah. <laughs> You're just making names up. David Lisberbram. <laughs> Is this the guy who got killed by the robot? <laughs> According to Lisberbram, the application seems to point to some kind of reunion and live performance. However, it's been reported that it is entirely possible that their attorney filed this application for other unknown reasons unrelated to the reunion. Stop it. <laughs> the Beastie Boys have been musically inactive since Adam M.C. Yak passed away in 2012, with singer Mike D. stating, quote, we can't make new music with Adam. Right. When reached for comment I by... I would never expect anything like that. Agreed. When reached for comment by TRNN, a representative for the group stated, quote, there will never be a Beastie Boys live performance without MCA. There you go. And it, it shouldn't be. I mean, you, you can't have two guys. Yeah. What are they going to no, do? The maestro? Told for Dick. I got to sell you guys something. That's the news. Oh, All nice. Right. Nice job, job, Tommy. Great Thanks. job, Tommy. Excellent job. Everybody, we're talking to, with John Z. John Z, you have anything to plug besides uh, uh, Delta Bravo Urban Exploration Team? That's it, wow. man. I mean, if, if, if anyone uh, wants to buy some fireworks, submit <laughs> yeah, I got a list. list. You know, we got a half an hour before it's officially the 4th of July. I love it. You know, thunder bombs over black cats all day long. Thunderball. <laughs> John, you're not a, in a band. You're not on a TV show. You, you have nothing to uh, talk about. No, I'm not. You awesome. know, one man entity. Dude, you know, thank so. you so much for being here. Thanks, really, guys. Really yeah, it was great. Give it up for John. Give us a treat, man. Delta Bravo, Urban nice. Exploration nice. on Facebook and the Twitter. Best guest ever. Thanks, yep. fellas. Awesome. Dude, thanks for coming, John. Really. Way pleasure, better guys. than Mike Watt. <laughs> we <laughs> couldn't hear a fucking thing he was saying on the phone. That is true. <laughs> now, I want to ask you a question, John. Next week, our friends, the Archers of Loaf, are playing on Friday night. Are we or are is we that not? Next week? Yeah, dude. Friday They're the back. They're back. They're our back. boys. Are we going to do a show or are we not going to do a show? Let's do a show from the concert. Let's uh, if there's a choice between uh, doing a show and uh, seeing Arches of Love, I'm going to go doing a show. I like I, one of my favorite bands of all time, but uh, I've seen them. Okay. Then there's your answer. It's a Friday? It's a Friday night. Where's the show? Where are they playing Saturday? Music Hall, Philly Williamsburg, and Philly on Saturday, and D.C. on Thursday, which I have tickets to, by the way. You're going to all three? <sighs> no, I got tickets to Def Leppard, Sticks, and Tesla. The so you're out for so, what? I got tickets you're for kidding, Sticks, right? Def Leppard, and Tesla. You just show up for Def Leppard on crap, Saturday crap, night. Crap, crap. Jesus it's Christ, It's somebody's dude. birthday next Friday, right, Ryan? 
Is you, it not? You're, who, who are you referring to? Am I not referring to you? Yeah, you got your facts mixed up there, pal. Oh, All right, I'll talk it. to you about it after. Maybe maybe I will go to Archibald. I have an extra ticket, so throwing it at you. Really? Yep. I have extra seats throwing for this at you. Foo Fighters. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and happy birthday, Rob Montage. I'll end oh, with yeah, that. Oh, yeah, Rob Montage. Happy birthday. Right. Very good. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, John Z. Thank you so much for Thank coming you, in. Appreciate you making the trek out here to Queens. Happy and, uh, 4th of July, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Happy, happy 4th, 4th of July. And we'll see you. Uh, I should probably have this queued up to leave, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Hot a minute, gotta do the move a minute.
Metal Rendezvous. Hey, why say anything if you're not going to like it? Was he an Elliot Smith fan? It read, Darling, I'm sorry to hurt you, but I have no courage to speak to your fights. But I'm down in Virginia with your husband. Now, please know when it's too late. What's your favorite crocus tape? What's your crocus? Please, Doctor, I'm damaged. Whatever Peter Buck has played in his whole career, that, that doesn't even equal the intensity of Uli Ross' loosest fart ever. <laughs> Alex Lifeson looks at his watch at least twice on stage. You gotta layer the flare. Yesterday was uh, the 27th anniversary of when I saw S.O.D. and Overkill at the Rising Sun in Yonkers. <laughs> 